Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Hey, everybody. It's Out of Darkness into the Light, Room 2. And uh, we really are in Room 2. And uh, we've been talking since 3.30 uh, in the afternoon. Pacific Coast time, and uh, we've had a ever-growing cast of characters. So uh, we we, we opened the room, and I think we're going to try to do this more often because um, just to let people kind of express themselves, hang out with each other, you know. And uh, you can't do that when Dave's going on a high-speed rant for four hours. So, uh, yeah, you can call me back, Heather, if you want. Either Right now. <laughs> it's not like the baby was coherent. like the baby was coherent there. Hi, I uh, my cell phone might die here. Can, can I just call you back on the same number of phone? Did you hear me, Dave? Yeah. You got to call me back on the other phone? Yeah. All right. All right. Here with baby, little baby. <laughs> He's a future podcast. He's going to outdo Channing. Hey, you're right, Life for life, but <laughs> Are you a conspiracy theorist? <laughs> Are you a conspiracy theorist? No. Ask her if she likes Donald Trump. <laughs> You like Donald Trump? Yeah. Wait, oh, oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Tell her we don't have any Republicans here. <laughs> we don't allow Republicans here, so they're not conspiratorial. <laughs> Alex, Henry. Well, let me say something about the heart. Okay? Uh, when the Bible is talking about the heart, we talked about the heart a little bit on the, the previous call, and then I talked about it on the last show. But um, the, when it talks about the heart in the Bible, that's that's not your heart, okay? And um, I know it's hard to believe for Christians. You know, they talk about these, these chakras in the New Age movement. That's actually what it's talking about. It's a electromagnetic vortex. You can call it whatever you want, Okay. But um, I was saying on the show that that's the spiritual center of man or the electromagnetic center, whatever you want to call it. And people used to know this kind of thing, and they, and they shifted it to the brain, okay? But um, tomorrow is Valentine's Day, right? 
And when people speak about the heart, and especially when they associate it with feeling, they're actually acknowledging what the Bible says about the heart. It's not talking about the organ, okay? And yet Christians don't believe it. We all speak this way. There's many ways that we speak about the heart. We don't even realize what we're doing. We're all speaking actually what we believe, but we don't profess it publicly unless we have knowledge. I mean, the most the majority of Chris, uh, Americans, they don't believe in these kind of things about the heart, but their mouths speak um, the truth, actually. Now, so anyway, on Valentine's Day, it's acknowledging that all this feeling, all these emotions have to do with your heart. You see hearts everywhere, you see? Mm-hmm. But dumbed down level, all they ever do is give you your, they want you to think about the heart organ, and they, don't, they never take you anywhere. You have to become like a new ager, right? The Christians are not going to help you out with that kind of thing. But yeah, it's very interesting. And so, um, but there's no question that the heart has to do with, you know, feelings, emotions, and stuff like that. And we all acknowledge that at some level, but we don't really understand. It's pretty weird. So I just wanted to throw that in there. But yeah, the Bible talks about this magnetic or spiritual center. It's not talking about the heart organ. It's like it talks about the kidneys. It's not some of the kidneys. It's not being translated properly, okay? That is another spiritual center farther down, uh, you know, in your abdomen. It's not talking about your kidney. It, it, the passage doesn't even make any sense, you know what I mean? Well, the Bible does talk about this. The translated committees are not, uh, you know, bringing it out. And I uh, also want to say, too, that there's mysteries about the heart. That the heart is an interesting organ because of its location in that spiritual center. So you probably heard for some of you that um, when you have a heart operation and you get somebody else's heart, you actually take on that person's emotions and some of their memories. They've written books about this. You guys have heard about this, right? You get a heart transplant, and then you can actually call. Sometimes the guy is still alive. I know it's kind of weird. But, the atheist who became the non-atheist after the heart transplant. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So, and see, science is not really able to explain that. Uh, the church is not able to explain it. You know what I mean? They just don't go that deep. And uh, science doesn't deal with any subtle energies. So they don't, they, they just ignore it. Isn't that weird? So anyway. <clears throat> hey, uh, Frank. Thanks for, um, hold it. Hoaxbusters wasn't open tonight. I was going to say, thanks, Frank, for hanging out with us instead of Hoaxbusters. I don't think Hoaxbusters was on tonight, though. Uh, I'd have to check my email, but I don't, I don't think so. I looked to see if they had a show, unless they ended early. But Hoaxbusters is on Monday. All right, keep the, uh, keep the dialogue going. I've got to put some weight, some groceries, man. I'm sitting in front of my desktop computer, though. Talk, talk, talk. I'm Shannon, eating, so. Shannon, you ever, do you ever run out of things to say, Shannon? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Well, we don't we don't want you to run out tonight, so keep going. Oh, there's um, there's I was I I was looking at you know tiny houses and stuff like that. Apparently, there are some people that secretly are living in storage units, which you're not supposed to, but I guess some people actually get away with it and do it. And it's like, wow. And they actually make it work. Like, I'm in a storage unit. Um, hmm. 
you know, the way this economy is going, everybody, there's going to be a lot of people living in these little tiny houses. You know what I mean? They're going to be able to afford mm-hmm. it. Because you, know? you see, what they'll do is they'll give you a, a light bulb for their, uh, for your storage unit. You've got no plug-ins in there and stuff or whatever. But um, you can get you can get a, um, a socket thing that you can put in the light bulb thing where you can get a, a plug-in thing for it. Or you, and then you just and then you just attach a surge protector cord that has a six prongs in that, and you can put six things in that all from the one light bulb, including a lamp. You know, and I was like, wow, very innovative. Are you there, Heather? Kind of hard, kind of hard to get away with sleeping in a in, in a or living in a in a storage unit because they got cameras now. You know. Yeah. Are you there, Heather? <coughs> Are you there, Heather? I don't think she's there. I thought I added her to the call. Um, she stepped away for a bit. It depends on what storage unit you're talking about. I mean, they don't. They're not all surveilled. I mean, they're a lot of those are privately owned. You know, small business type people or whatever, and uh, um, oh, what was I going to say? I had I had a boss who was running an illegal company, and uh, <laughs> do I realize what I just admitted to? Anyway, God told me to work at this crazy company, and I couldn't leave until He said I could leave. Oh, Heather needs to be unmuted. And um, he was, um, he got into financial problem and he actually moved his office into a uh, storage facility. And it was all illegal. Everything he did was illegal. And uh, he's running an office out of there. He's not supposed to do that. But he just do it anyway. So it's pretty crazy. Why? Because of zoning, right? Is it like just the government zoning or something? No, he was just, he was just uh, poor. He got into financial problems. He, he got hooked on cocaine. And he was... Uh, he was going out with all these high-class prostitutes. I actually saw him. I saw these prostitutes at his wow. palace, and I was going, whoa. They look like prostitutes like the Rolling Stones would have back in the 1970s or something. You know, like tall. You don't even see these kind of women walking around. I mean, these women must have been expensive. This was supposed to be a Christian company, landscaping. It was really funny because... um. When he started off his company, he was dating uh, the daughter of a pastor in the biggest church in town. These days, it's called People's Church. It's this big dome church. They they call it something different now. And it's kind of funny because I would go to different job sites, you know, as customers. Every once in a while, every once in a while they say things like, "Well, I thought this was a Christian company." <laughs> I'm just going, "Oh my God!" Because I can't say anything, you know, because they would notice these problems. He would lie. He would lie to him over the phone, and he'd also he'd always make promises, always making promises. And he would even he made so many promises to customers he would forget that he even made them because he didn't write things down. So he had to go, and he was always telling me, "Remind me, Dave. Remind me." You know, and uh, all those years I used to think about him saying that, and then about. Um, well, actually, just during the last year, I've finally gotten to the point where I'm on so much information overload. I'm, I finally started telling people, remind me. I never thought I would do that. There's way too much information. Man. I can't you're remember. Posted. 
What's that? You need post-its and a notepad. You have a notepad. Or I write them and then I lose them. I actually have post-its, all different sizes, and I, I know. Well, I guess you're supposed to post these little things on the refrigerator. I don't do that. So. Well, I have some stuff there, but I use the, my back door. We go out into the garage, so I have, you know, lists for us and lists for my folks, and doctor's appointments, and it's not too bad. It's, it's yeah. not really that bad. But that's where I, I have to I have to write those. Post-its and nightlights, two very important things in my life. Uh-huh. I use a dry erase board in my email, and I text stuff to myself. Yeah. Did you Did you guys take a look at the conversation they were having there in the chat room? That chat room was moving. I haven't uh, seen that in a while. They were going at it. Yeah, they were going at it. They were getting into a little uh, debate there. Uh, there was three of them. About Mr. what? Cole, what were they talking about? Uh, I think God, mostly. Uh, <laughs> I just look. I, I'm going to look at it later because they, you can. Uh, they have what's called a talk to chat chat grabber. They actually have like I think three of them, and you go there and. Um, you put in the number of the show, like for room one, it would be one one nine one one seven, and then uh, you can look at the chat. Oh. It's all saved. Yeah. I'll have to look for that sometime. Huh. That would oh, be a yeah. good chat to look at. I was asking you the 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 reason it's illegal to live in a storage unit or to you know have an office there is because they zone it. I think. Yeah. Yeah, they have these zoning laws. I think yeah. they're stupid, honestly, but yeah, um, that's that's what they do. And I was the thing I was trying to tell uh, what's his face is that you know if they have surveillance, I mean they got to have a let's say they have artificial intelligence watching it. They have to actually man somebody to watch all that. It's actually impossible to sort of um, watch it all the time, especially for a storage unit. Uh, I don't know that anybody that like sits down. I mean, I mean, I guess maybe they could have a camera in their work area that could sort of glance at it every now and again. But my point is that, I mean, I mean, not that I'm like encouraging this thing, but like he was saying, like, uh, well, I don't know exactly what he was saying, but like that it was sort of like seemed like he said it was sort of be impossible to get away with or something like that. But uh, I could imagine them surveilling like a storage unit, like you know, sort of big way. I must have missed that part of the conversation. You and Channing were talking about somebody living in a storage well, unit. He was talking about, I don't know why he brought it up, but he was talking about people who are living in storage units. Um, I mean, I suppose, I guess that's better than, you know, sleeping on the street or whatever. If that's, like, you know, your situation, which would be bad. Um, you must be going to that corner of your room again. You were breaking up. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Sorry. Um so I don't think I've ever. Yeah, I can't remember. What I don't I think I, you're Joel, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm Joel. Or Joel? How do you say Joel, it? Yeah. The Hebrew? I don't no, know. just Joel. Here's the easy way to remember Joel. Remember the podcast that we did on psychedelics? How can you forget that? Uh, I did that with Joel last summer. So. Yeah, I because you guys were talking about probably about DMT back then. Yeah. Yeah. But it but it was like. 
I don't know. It was interesting the two of them hearing the two of them because then it was like translating in, into my language because I could never do drugs. I'm not saying I didn't ever do them. I did them. That's how I found out I couldn't do them because um, it it was always just too much of an overload. Like pot was well, pot never did much for me except once I got a hold of. That my boyfriend and I, we were like still in high school, and um, that was a really a horrible, horrible trip. So he went back, the guys that we got it from, and you know, accused them of putting. I think PCP was a big thing back then. I don't know, but uh, oh, we, yeah. ne- we never found out what it was. But the strange thing is, is you know, when we didn't smoke a lot. We probably didn't even smoke a whole joint, but um. I hallucinated horribly and totally freaked out. We're, we're and he didn't. Pot? Yeah, we were smoking a joint. Mm-hmm. And we were fine. We were parked on a, a cliff at the beach. I mean, like really high up there. I almost, I almost ran the car off the cliff. I don't know. Yes. You know, I, it, was, it was one of those times where, uh, yes, had angelic intervention for sure, but that was before I started hallucinating. I think I just said, oh, I'm going to drive the car, and I couldn't even put the clutch up. I don't even know why I didn't drive that car, because it was a, what do you call it, like a muscle car. It was a Chevelle, and then yeah. I was like, oh, I can't let the clutch out. I can't even let the clutch out. So I don't know. We were saved. We didn't, but he was walking me all over this area, because I know it sounds funny, but I thought I told you this story. It, it wasn't funny. It sounds funny now, but I was seeing these three literal animal pigs, and they were horrifying looking, but they were dressed up as policemen, which was making me totally paranoid, but they were, like, monstrous, and I was crying and freaking out, and he was trying to calm me down. You know, he's, I was still living with my parents. He had to take me home. I think I got in trouble because... He couldn't take me home that way because I didn't have parents that would have, you know, reacted in a... My dad probably would have gone and gotten his gun or something. So he couldn't take me home in that condition, so he had to wait till I came out of it a little bit before I could try to sneak in. So, yeah, so, drugs and me. And so then you make the joke when you get older, I don't need drugs because I'm, I'm high enough on my own, thank you. <laughs> So all that happened when you were just smoking pot? You didn't take any Yes. Time? That's why, you know, and we were so, I think I'm thinking about it now because I haven't thought about this story in a while, and I'm like, God, it didn't affect him. It only affected me. So what, how is that even possible? Well, a, a, cannabis, affects, cannabis affects females differently. Uh, that's why females don't like pot as much. But partly because I mean, they're most sociable. And uh, a lot of different strains of pot, they kind of shut down that. They can do the opposite. It depends from person to person and the different strains and stuff like that. But they used to, I used to smoke this stuff that would just completely shut your brain down because I got it for free because I had a friend who was a, a, a grower. Mm-hmm. And it, we called it green bud back then. That's what everybody uh, called it. And it was so powerful. It was too powerful. Well, yeah, this is supposed I, to be good stuff. I, you know, was I don't know. I don't remember numb. the names back then. But it would shut down your brain. You, you, you couldn't play chess with it. Um, if, if you, um, 
like you know the, the, the high quality marijuana back in the seventies, like Panama Red. If you smoke that kind of stuff, it makes you actually more creative. And you know you're stoned, you're trying to play chess, but um, you'll see all these moves. Some of the moves are not valid because you're stoned, but you'll actually see more moves than you normally would. <laughs> but then if you smoke the green bud, you can't you can't play chess because you're sitting there and then you're going, whose move is it? And you start laughing. Mm-hmm. And then I, I think I used to play chess, and one time we couldn't even figure out we couldn't even figure out whose move it was. We can't even remember. Nobody can even remember who moved. I don't but know. I, I, it just I I believe you. I've never heard that, but I mean I believe you, Dave. About you know it affects females differently than than males, but not to that point. Not where I mean I was I was out and out. It was like my movie screen that I see normally anyway. It was so off kilter. It was way off to the left. And that's where uh-huh. I kept seeing these these demon pigs. So, like, now I'm thinking, well, geez, there had to be something else going on there. I don't know. I, I think I like the conversations about the heart and the spirit. And I didn't hear what else you were saying about the kidneys because I was trying to figure out how to call. Yeah. But uh, marijuana does have that um, – uh, it has uh, hallucinatory uh, – uh, properties to it, but it, 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 it's mild, and it, it, some people it doesn't affect them at all. So only some people. Yeah, I never had that happen, and I would, I wouldn't definitely wouldn't say it was mild. It was, it was one of the most horrific experiences I've ever had in my life. And I mean, I've had some other stuff that definitely was demonic, and it wasn't high. You know. So what I witnessed is that um, these girls would smoke it. You know, when they're 14, 15, 16, 17. Yeah. Because the guys, the guys would give it to them. And they didn't have any money, so the guys are getting them high. But then the girls would start backing off of the, the pot when they're like 18, 19, 20. Because they just didn't, they didn't like going to a party. They like to go to a party and talk, talk, talk. And uh, I remember girls telling me this. They said, I don't, I don't like smoking pot. It, 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 it just gets me weird and I, I get all creepy and... Yeah, I, I, I never. I can't, I never I can't remember that. what I was saying. You can't even. You can't even talk. You can't remember what you're saying. But, but a lot of people were smoking that that stuff back then that shuts your brain down. So, hey, Dave. Yeah. The stuff that would shut your brain down would it also make your face numb? Because <laughs> I would always get that sensation. I mean, I, I there was a period of time I haven't smoked pot on a regular basis since I was 19. So like. I couldn't I hear what you said. It, it does what? Does it does it make also did it also make your face numb? I don't know. I never experienced that. I never heard anybody yeah, talk I, about it. I don't know what kind of. I don't know. There's. We we I mean we have totally I mean totally different terminology I'm sure have you ever heard the term swag or like we had this brown it was like literally like brown Mexican brickweed I think you know something I've never heard that term until last week uh, somebody said that they were going to buy some swag yeah because I, I have friends who smoke pot it's no big deal right. I'm not anti-pot I, I, I'm pro-pot okay right. and um, and I had to look it up I didn't. He said it on Facebook. I, I didn't know what he was talking about. I go, what the heck is that? So I looked it up, and I go, whoa. It's supposed to be some kind of low, low-grade low Mexican Yeah, train, it's low-grade, right? yeah. Yeah, it's yeah that's weird. I just heard that yeah. last week for the first time. But see, like, I don't know if it, where this, you know, I guess it probably happened in different, you know, different areas of the country at different times. You said, like, something about the 70s. Like, I think in general the quality of uh, – 
pot or cannabis or whatever you want to call it, swag. Well, not swag, but um, got better, like, around, like, the 90s, I think, or that's the late 90s, like, at least around where I lived. It was literally, like, one day it was, like, the only thing that was around, like, literally you couldn't even find good, good pot. It was just brown, and then it turned into, like, incredibly good, like, like it had was it was like white. It was all, I mean it was green, but it was so covered in crystals. It was white pot, like, hmm. and it would make your face numb. Uh, and I smoked that stuff for probably like two years, and then I just I stopped when I was nineteen. I mean, I still smoke very occasionally, very rarely, like maybe maybe once every couple of months. But I just I, I just I don't I don't smoke pot like that. Back in the seventies, the cheap pot they used to call it Columbia, and they would call it Shake if you had the the cheap yeah, stuff. You know, use that term too, Shake. Yeah. It was good for rolling joints. I never got into joints because uh, I was always a tight one, and, and smoking <laughs> joints never made any sense to me because I thought yeah, it was a waste of pot. Waste. Because there's, there's, yeah, it does waste. Yeah. I mean, the smoke is going up in the air, so I, I always smoke bombs. Yeah. No. I want to smoke DMT out of a bong. That's one of my goals. Like, uh, uh, I have some friends that, like, I, I don't smoke pot, like I said, but uh, I have some friends that they are just, I mean, serious, like, you know, they're connoisseurs of pot. I mean, they have, like, these $200 bongs, and they call them yeah. percolators. I don't know if you're familiar with them. They, like, I'm not familiar put, with these percolators. Yeah, they're actually amazing. I smoke, I mean, you can take the, I mean, they're, like, I don't know, three-foot-long bongs. They're glass. You sit them on the floor or whatever. You can fill that thing up, and you don't feel anything going down your throat. None. Wow. It's crazy, and you blow out so much smoke. And, you know, these guys are just so excited when they smoke pot because, you know, that's, that's, that's their thing. But, uh, you know, sometimes I'll go over there. It's just, I just, I honestly, like, if I take one hit of pot normally, I'm too high, you know. That's, like now, well, what I don't I'm smoke gonna, it. Let me say something. But, um, I, yeah. I had these friends that were athletes, and they didn't buy any pot. They would just smoke mine. And um, this pot had a reputation, this green bud. And um, these guys would take one hit, and they would completely trip out. They would be walking around, like, holding their elbows and going, when am I going to come down? How long is this going to last? <laughs> and, then I, and I'll be saying, I told you to make a smaller hit. And, and then they'd you know, come back and go, on, and they'd make a smaller hit, and they'd still get too freaking high. And it was funnier than heck. These guys were distance runners, man. Yeah. So well, they that's would all that's around totally here now. Blown. I don't even know if you can buy cheap. I mean, around here, like at least the people I know, I haven't seen like poor bad weed in years. Uh-huh. I mean, years. It's just. I mean, I, I've heard a statistic. I don't know how where the source is. Probably true. Like that we consume more marijuana as a country than any other country. Um, this town around here, people really like their pot. I mean, I know so many people that just smoke a lot of pot. Um, and maybe that's why it's like there's a lot of just, you know, there's a market for it. It, it gets in somehow and just good stuff. But, yeah, it was weird because uh, I don't know where, you know, if it changed uh, in the country, so, you know, maybe before at some point. But it was the 90s for us. And they made that, you know, well, smoking pot is a form of escapism. And I just want to say that um, pretty much all of us are practicing some kind of escapism. We, we just don't realize it. You have to kind of critique yourself and realize I'm doing it too. Yeah, I agree with that. Because this, this reality, is, it really sucks. you got to have the right <laughs> attitude, you know. You can enjoy life. 
But you got to have the right attitude. A lot of people can't, they can't handle the society. It makes, they get depressed and dumb. But that's what everybody's doing. They're escaping. It shows you there's a problem. They're running away from it. People so can I sidebar doing, for a second? Because yeah, I'm looking at something. They're not, they're not doing self-work. You have to do self-work. They're not doing that. They're just, they're just entertaining themselves. So they're not maturing. Go ahead. I'm looking due east, and the moon just came up. A full uh-huh. yellow, slightly orange moon. The top of it looks weird, though. Um, looks like it's cut off a little. And there's all these strips of clouds, white clouds and the black ones. And so I'm looking over the wall that's on the east side of my house, and then there's the neighbor's roof, so I can see all these clouds. And I watched it go behind what well, looked like it was going, the clouds are going in front of, it, front of it, but it actually went in between them. So the whole time you guys were talking, <laughs> I didn't need pot. I was just tripping out. Yeah. The moon was going in between, and then there was a fresh chem, which now has totally, I guess, just flattened out into a line. But, yeah, it is. It's the top of it's cut off a little bit. Uh, but the hard, the hardcore anti-cloud-behind-the-moon people, they, they, they refuse to believe in it. They're going to say, uh, no, she's not a credible witness because she smoked pot a long time ago and <laughs> rewired her brain. So now she just believes whatever Dave says. Anyway, I saw it before I ever even heard of you guys. What you'll see sometimes is a cloud that you see to approach the moon. Yeah. Well, actually, this, this footage that um, I think Frank is going to put up on his YouTube site, Otto took it. But sometimes yeah, the clouds will approach the, the moon, night. and part of the cloud will go in front of it, and part mm-hmm. of the cloud will go up behind it. And that's what you just saw. And basically, that what we just had was our first live cloud behind the moon side, and we had one before with Connie's sister, Rachel, but we weren't recording. We were on talk show, but we weren't recording. Well, and I Rachel have awesome guys up here because it's high desert, so, you know, uh-huh. just for anybody else, I'm approximately 4,000 feet. I'm northeast of Palm Springs. A lot of people know where that is in Southern California, and um, even though I got that wall right there, and I've got mountains to my south and mountains to the northwest, and some foothills directly north, but I got totally open sky. I mean, it's a rare occasion I walk outside at night and there isn't something odd going on. That's why I always want to hear Emily. And when she came on and she couldn't talk or something on show before last. Ah, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I and then it just cut off. I called her a couple times. I've called her twice. She's not answering. So. That's usually what happens when you call her. It's hard to get a hold of. That's a bummer. So I, want, I wanted, and then there was the story with was her her boyfriend or the other friend or something, something he'd seen. But I don't know. I guess they don't need any more trippy stories. Got let me let me call there. her again. Let me call her again. Okay. I also called Connie. And I thought she wasn't talking. You mentioned you talked to her a couple of weeks well, ago. Well, she said she wants to talk. Uh, she wants to talk to Emily. Uh, I might hook you up with her, too. Oh, I'd be happy just to, like, you know, it's hard when you haven't met anybody before, but I'd love to listen to Connie. I've loved all the stories you've told about her. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. she sounds so um, neat. Emily, Emily and uh, Connie have talked. I was there. Chuck was there. So they, they met each other. Okay, I'm going to call right now. Okay. 
Are you still there, Joel? Yeah, I'm just. Uh, is anybody else on the line? Is is Chuck there? Were you falling asleep, Joel? Oh, I'm about to. I was just brushing my teeth earlier. Here soon. What state are you in? Or is it a secret? No, I don't care. Pennsylvania. Oh. I've I've known a lot of people that live in Pennsylvania. One of my favorite YouTube channels, she lives in western Pennsylvania. So Yeah. I got a chat room going, you know. Yeah, people typing away in there, yeah. I had two two people arguing earlier. Arguing about God. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, not a video, but uh, yeah. You guys there? Yeah. Yep. Just talking to a guy over there. He's a nice guy. I was reading what Frank was saying, or he's trying to figure out what he was saying. I guess I don't know. They're having a, another conversation, not about God. He's talking about karaoke or something. I don't know. What? Are there any karaoke, karaoke. Conspira- You guys have any karaoke conspiracies? <laughs> oh, that's possible, man. <laughs> Did the Illuminati create the karaoke? What do you think? Huh? <laughs> I've always hated karaoke with a passion. Me too. I always like, but I'm not. I can be extroverted, but normally I'm. I'm not because I'm. I don't know. Neither into myself or or watching. So, oh, so Dave, what about what you you were saying? Um, I'm trying to think how you said it. Uh, oh, the, the Illuminati isn't concerned about us. Uh, I, I would say yes and no is the answer to that. Yeah, you're just going to cover your behind on both sides on that one, right? <laughs> well, you, have, you kind of have to define what you mean by concern. Well, I don't know. Uh, Somebody else said it, and then you, and you then you said no, they're not, and then you said, well, you know, whatever. I can't talk like you do. <laughs> I, I think, see, they have to manage this, okay? So they're concerned about us on the level that we're a pain in the ass, and they don't want us to be a bigger pain in the ass. They want us to be easier to manage. So they're concerned about that kind of thing, you know. They're, but we're going to become a real big pain in the ass. They're concerned about our becoming a bigger pain in the ass. So... But I wouldn't say they're anxious about it. The only thing they get anxious about is God. They do get anxious about God. Maybe because, because, see, his angels are doing all kinds of things in the background, interacting with Illuminati, shutting down the Illuminati. The Illuminati is always trying to do things, and then God shuts them down, but he uses angels to do it. All this activity goes on in the background, and nobody says a single word, because they don't want you to know this. They don't want you to know the Illuminati is... Or the angels are shutting them down. They're trying to do this or that, blow this up. And God stops it. I saw this. Happens Go ahead. Over and over. It just happens over and over, and nobody knows anything about it. And so that's why the Illuminati, you know, they look so big and bad, because you never see them being defeated in a public arena, right? Whoever defeats the Illuminati. But behind the scenes, God is obstructing them over and over again. Well, right, and that's what, you know, what I was trying to 
to see if I could, like, you know, get people talking about that side of it when I was talking about, yeah, know your enemy. And, I mean, that's, I wish I had a more serious way I could say it. But it just seems like we we can get so easily caught up because it's so fascinating, of course, you know. But I've really noticed, I'm trying to think for how long, it's probably been a couple months, I have these upticks all the time, you know, like, um, and it's like, oh, okay, and I can feel them. It's, that's what it feels like, an uptick of awareness. And it's like, okay, I don't even need to look at that anymore. And it's it's almost like, you know, I hear questions. So it's like, we well, already know this, right? I'm like, yeah, I know this. So so it's like, and I heard it the other day, and it was, you know, stand, like, stand, it's hard to put into English because it's like translating. I've got a shaking dog on my lap. Here, go over there. Um, just lay down. You're fine. So it's, and it's like really affirmative and I always feel faith with it. I feel this grace. I feel this peace. It actually has been making me feel happy. It's like, you know, this, it's like, it's, and, and so I have to use all these words to try to describe it. And it's just like, boop, when I understand when I get this information, it's like you don't even need, you don't need to talk to yourself about this anymore. You don't even, you don't even need to check on that anymore. It's like, and I'm not saying this for anybody else, but for me, it's like, it doesn't matter. You already know. So, and then I, I'm keep getting redirected. So I had a question about Elijah. Mm-hmm. Good. A question. Wow. I'm looking for what it was I was reading earlier and it might have even been when you called him. I should ask Dave that. Uh, you can ask one question for me, and it could turn into an hour rant, and everyone will fall asleep. And okay, so they'll I, listen later, and they'll go, "Oh, the recording is good. I'll listen to that." If they actually listen to me live, you'll fall asleep <laughs> people are used to talking. I want to talk. Well, yeah, it is, it is fun. It's something I'm not used to at all. So I think it's good to kind of push yourself. Um, mm-hmm. So this is, somebody is saying this. I haven't read this. It's mm-hmm. an article. And this is one of the headings for one of the, the chapters. So I don't know what the chapter is saying, but I read it and I stopped. And here's, well, I guess I don't have to explain this. Okay, so this is what the heading says. There is an Elijah and the prophets of Baal showdown occurring in the spirit over the United States right now. Now, wait, before you answer... Uh-huh. Or then don't tell me about, you know, blah, 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 the church and all that. I already know all that. Um, the reason why I think it struck me, well, one, anything with Elijah, and I've been looking at, oh, my God, there's just some really freaky people out there talking about that. I, I've had a, I had a really hard time. I spent a whole day, whole afternoon trying to find some stuff, and I just got really frustrated and, and angry and then sad. Um, but the prophets of Baal, that... That means something to me, and I don't think I have to, you know. It was just something that somebody said to me years and years and years ago. And when they said it to me, (laughs) I started shaking. And it kind of goes with something else. So I'll just say I have partial sight. I've seen something about this, and I did not, I had never even read it in the Bible the first time I heard it. I had no idea what that was. So it's one of those things like you know something, but you don't know what it is that you know. You've just been told and it's for future revelation. So what, 
What do you think? Do you think there's anything going on? Is there any kind of a showdown, or does that, like, totally not go with your thing? Um, let me see something here. My phone just says something weird. I think I might have lost talk to you. Oh. You and I are talking. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Otto, can you hear? can you hear me right now? Hey, Otto, can you hear me? Uh, anybody in the chat room? Yeah, I can hear you, Dave. Okay. I can hear I you, Dave. Why- okay. All right. Yeah, Frank says he can hear. I just put, okay. put it on the chat. So, what was the specific question? Let me click my page back. I'll, I'll read it again. I want to read it right. There is an Elijah and the prophets of Baal showdown occurring in the spirit over the United States right now. They're saying in the spirit. You know, uh, what I'd like to do is see who said that. A lot of times I can tell very quickly, you know. No, uh, I'm not going to tell you because then you you would, like, see that, like, and it would, I just, you have to, like, you have to, like, wing this one. Let me see if there's something else in here. Uh, war, talking about war and things looking impossible. I don't know if it's anybody you'd know. It's someone that I read, which is why I even clicked on it. And mm-hmm. um, I was bummed the other night because I saw some some of her associates, you know, and I was like, okay, that's not my thing. That's not how I've been taught to look at things. I've been taught um, chew the meat, spit out the bones. I, I told you and check that. It's like I don't care if 99% of it's bad. If I can pull one thing out, but I don't read stuff unless I feel like it's okay that I can read it. I just, um, I'm just interested in um, Elijah, and I'm interested in the prophets of Baal, because really, that's all this stuff that what Channing was talking about. That might be a stretch for some people, but, and I think that's why it, it bothers me. I understand why he talks about it. I understand why he gets excited about it. I understand why people want to know. I've looked at a lot of weird stuff. But it's 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 almost like if we're talking about the heart thing or the spirit thing again, it's it starts, I, I literally feel like it's pulling energy out of the center of my being. And mm-hmm. then, and I'll slow down my breathing so I can handle it. And mm-hmm. then... <laughs> Lots of times. Then I have to do something else, which I don't think I even have a term for. Because then I start getting, I feel really frustrated. And then I might get angry. Not at the people. Like I said, I get it. It's just, I don't know. I'm, I want to know so much what's going on in the spirit and what, I feel it's almost reaching a point of imperative to know, like, stand still, be quiet, you know, and listen. Listen to what. You're being told. Mm-hmm. Well, unfortunately, I can't uh, authoritatively comment on that. Um, one of the reasons is, uh, on a percentage basis, it's probably false. Just that's because most of this stuff is false. But um, it, see, the problem is, is that sometimes God communicates things to people, but they have so little knowledge that when they try to communicate what God communicated to them, it doesn't come out sounding right. So this is the way that this person is describing it. You know, you'll have people out there, they don't believe in the coming prophet. But they'll talk a lot about the Elijah spirit, just like right. the, Je- the Jezebel spirit. You know what I mean? Right. Now, this neither the Jezebel spirit or this Elijah spirit is in the Bible. Now, there's there's some truth in this, but these t- people t- typically take this kind of thing and just run with it. You know what I mean? 
Mm-hmm. Um, I, I kind of understand what they mean by the Elijah spirit. Like they're saying basically there's this prophetic spirit out there. Well, this is actually saying there is an, A-N, there is an Elijah. I mean, so like if you so get So they're, they're acknowledging the prophet exists, huh? They believe in that kind of thing? I don't, I don't know. I, I doubt it because, oh, okay. you know, that there's very few people. I have run across a couple other people when I've been looking for things. Um, I just always, I, I've always sort of flown by the seat of my pants. Most of the time it, it works out pretty good. You know, I just, if, even, even if my mind's screaming, like, no, I'll still pursue something because I feel it's, there's something to it. It may not be the truth. It may be a big part or a little part, but to me, I have that thing about truth and I, I have to, I have to follow it. I have to look. I'm, I'm interested in, and I'm old enough now that I'm not afraid. When I was younger, I used to be, it used to be much more difficult because I was afraid. To look at certain things, you know, you shouldn't look at that. Oh no, that will confuse you. And it's like really, and that, those are the same people who will turn around and out of the other side of their mouth talk about, you know, the Holy Spirit. Yes, He will lead you and guide you into all truth. Well, I know it's in the Word, but I also know what you say is true that people, you know, who oh, no, the Holy Spirit told me. Well, really, <laughs> so. Because I, I don't, there's a lot of strange things going on. It's important to understand that most of the revelations are false, over 50% of them. That's just a fact, and I know most Christians don't believe that. I mean, the ones that do believe in revelations, because they don't want to believe that, but most of them are false. Oh, I think it's higher than that, Dave. I think it's, like, way higher. And like oh, yeah. A, a separate category, maybe, for people like, okay, you're totally right on that part, but you totally... Um, you know, and again, this might just be a, a language thing. I know there's more going on now. There's because I can remember way back at the old house listening to somebody and going, "Is there any way that somehow people could be?" And see, I didn't have the language. Now I have the language, but I, I wasn't using these words back then. So, but so that people understand that people are being targeted. That there's something that they're like thinking it's God and they're hearing things they think are words and they're not. It's not the Holy Spirit because I'd sit there and feel absolutely nothing or I'd feel really, really grieved and have to turn it off and go, but I didn't have enough experience back then uh-huh. because I didn't, I didn't know that, you know, those kind of things were possible. I mean, I, I had an idea, but I thought, oh, I'm just, I'm just thinking wild again. But that's, and that's why I started looking, because I figured there had to be something, because I was getting these, these wild thoughts. And then my thoughts were validated that, yeah, hmm. there is stuff going on. So, well... I still want to find out about Elijah more. But that's well, all you can ask me question after question. I'm I don't even know enough to ask the right question. I mean, oh, okay. I made some notes, but that was, I don't know. Those might be. I should um, know more about that subject than anybody. I've spent so many years asking so many questions, revelation, everything, studying the Bible, thinking about things, developing a doctrine 
about to do a live to it over a very long time. I also want to say stuff I haven't said in the show. Um, sometimes you'll hear, hey, it's been a full-time researcher for 20 years. Well, it's not 20 years. It's uh, in updates, 25 years. Okay? I went full-time in 1992, and that was 25 years ago. Another thing I want to say, I haven't said on the show, is before that, I was a part-time researcher. I haven't talked about this in the show, I don't think, but God gave me a job. This is that landscaping company I was talking about. Yeah. It was full-time. But then somebody's calling in. Oh, Emily's calling. Just a second. Cool. Hey, Emily. Hey, it might be kind of loud. I'm walking. It's kind of, it might be kind of loud in this phone call. Yeah, I called you three times. Yeah, we've been on talk show since 3.30 in the afternoon or something. Holy moly. Yeah, Are you probably, still on it? Or? Yeah, we're probably going to um, start doing this more. It's just a... Give people an outlet to talk and hang out with each other. And I, when I do this in the background, I deliberately, I, I deliberately go, I deliberately go into the background to let people talk. Yeah. Um, did you get my text? No. What the one I sent to you that uh, Mike sent to me? Well, I just haven't, I haven't looked at it. I'm sure. Oh, look at, just look at it, just look at it when you get a chance. Okay, I got to keep going with what I was saying there. We'll get back to you. Yeah, I know. I know. That's really important, though. So Don't anyway, leave it, Emily, because I want to meet you. It's Heather. Uh, hi. Hey, Heather. Hi. She's the older version of you, according to Heather. This is Heather. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> now, That's talking? very possible. What were they talking about, Heather? What was Pardon? Saying? What were they saying there uh, when when Emily called? What were they saying? You remember? About um, Elijah? Yeah, we were talking about Elijah, Sorry, I, and I got really distracted by the moon, too. And Emily's on the line. I'm like going, woo, 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 I'm all excited. Um, she, saw a cloud uh-huh. behind, she saw a cloud behind the moon live on the air. Well, it was in the middle. It went in between. Live on the air. That's okay. It's, part that, of the, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, part, part of the Wait till you see it poke out the other backside of it. You know, that's when you're like, holy crap. I've seen a plane fly behind the moon, too. And I was, Emily, like in the daytime, in the daytime, you know, like where you can see the plane itself. I saw Not the light. The first year we were at the new house, I've lived up. I'm in Yucca Valley. Do you know where that is? Where? I grew up, I grew up in San Diego. Oh, you did? Where, where did? where did you say? I grew I moved up, the phone right when you said it. Oh, I'm up in the Morongo Basin in Yucca Valley. I'm northeast oh, okay, of Palm Springs. So I got these great skies. I bet. Wide yeah. open. And yeah. that was... The first thing that I, when I started waking up to a lot of stuff, it wasn't at this house. It was at the other house. I had a great view from that house, too, but I'm much higher now. <laughs> and I started yeah. seeing anomalies with the moon. No clouds back then, but that happened here the first time. But, yeah. I, have you been looking at the, uh, you know, the thing you're calling Venus? Oh, and, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, I'm looking to see. It, it was it was so bright when they were talking earlier. <laughs> it was all I could do yeah, to contain myself. I was like, it's so close. It looks like it's over Morongo Valley. It's closer than it's been <laughs> the last few nights. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that thing, I mean, that it's like, it, it's extremely low, and I believe there's several of them because that's how low it is. I mean, it's just freaking ridiculous, and... You know, it likes to take little breaks throughout, you know, the night or 
you know, every few hours you look up, it's gone. Where'd you go? And then, oh, there it is again. Okay, you're back. One of stuff like that, you know, it's like. In the summer, and it was pretty due west, and then it's come closer. And, you know, you have to, at least I do up here, because the desert's, like, you can go two blocks and be at a really different elevation, and everything, all the streets wind around, and so it'll look like it's way in another place if you're down at the grocery store parking lot. And then I come home, so I, yeah. always, I always pretty much gauge it by the same places in my backyard. But it's um, either it's gone, or there's some um, there's a bunch of magic smoke over there in the west. It's just oh you know, yeah, haze. magic smoke. Matt, you know about <laughs> that's yeah. The moon the, really likes it. Likes like that. They have a relationship, you know. The the magic. I like that magic smoke. But the the moon and the magic smoke, they work together, you know. Well, right now, Sometimes the, it's the not, they're not always. Oh, it went away. It had a, a big magic smoke, orange and yellow ring around it. Now it's oh, yeah. got the weird oh, yeah, fake clouds. <laughs> it's freaking crazy, huh? Yeah. It's so funny. Yeah. So. And so many people, so many people now are seeing stuff. I mean, it seems like it's increased or else I've just been shown some, some really good new channels and they're... There are people who have really good cameras and they get into more of the scientific stuff. You know, they're trying to explain it. I don't need anybody to explain it to me because that's not how my brain works. I mean, I like someone to explain it, but like in pictures, not scientific terms. You know, I know what I see and I know what I feel when I see certain things. Like, I know our air traffic did not increase exponentially by about, you know, 2,000% a couple of years ago. This isn't. I know where the flight path was, and it was yeah, yeah. very many planes. And doing circles, here. you know, when they do circles and stuff, it's like uh, I don't know. I mean, you're quite, you're not really close to the airport. They're like freaking twenty, forty miles away from the airport, so it's like you're in the airport, and they're doing like circles around like a four block radius. I, that's not really normal now, is it? Like you know, they're not like waiting to land or something like in the city. You know, it's you're talking ridiculous. about small planes circling. Well, it's it's large planes and doing kind of large circles. You know, I don't know how big, but pretty big. Not like, or just around the house or something. It's like ridiculous. Like, it's obvious that there's, it's happening. You can see it, but it's the high Yeah, you mean like stuff. the little private know, planes that, that always go over when you're outside and they appear out of nowhere? Yeah, those ones. And then those ones. Yep. you, you exactly. watch them and there is a exactly little... Exactly what they do. They appear out of yeah. nowhere. There is a little. We thing. tell all the the magic smoke clears, and then they it's like they called in the troops to fill up the the air again, you know, with magic smoke or whatever. I don't necessarily think that the planes are doing it. Sometimes they are. Sometimes they're not. Obviously, control. But sometimes the moon's doing it. It's ridiculous. But um, whenever the the magic smoke goes away and something's going on, sometimes mm-hmm. well, I mean, don't send in like seven of these things all in all directions. All at once, and then boom, you got yourself an overcast again. But it's like, it's like kind of creepy. But the ones I'm talking about, they, they can just, yeah, they, they appear out of nowhere. They're super low or whatever, and then they turn into like a normal looking plane, normal level, like it looks normal. And then they shot, and all of a sudden there's a sound. I know all about, you know, freaking jets, you know, in Miramar, like, you know, and how the sound is so. You don't hear it until they pass you. I know all about that stuff. That's not what I'm talking about. Right. It's like ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, I remember being at the beach and, you know, way back when I was a kid, because it was a long time ago I lived there, but um, 
you know, they'd break the sound barrier or something. We, we'd hear it at the beach. If that's what we were yeah. told it was, who knows? It was something else. But, you know, yeah, I've always been used to planes. We used to go down to the, what was it, Lindbergh Field, and my dad had this place. He'd park the car, and they'd be landing, and they'd go right over the top of us. It was so cool. But, you know, this is this is not that. And then the... And even if, you know, they can, the scientists can explain one or two of the of the anomalies that are happening, you know, that's great. I'll go ahead and give you the one or two, but it's like, it's not like dozens and dozens of things happening, you know? So it's like, I know there's a tilt going on and you can explain blah, 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 what's a tilt and this and that, but it's like, okay, that still doesn't cover, you know, CDFDH, you know? It's mm-hmm. like, hello? You don't yeah, have a YouTube channel, do you? Uh-huh. Do you have a YouTube channel? No, uh-uh, no. Hmm. No, I just I kind of stay away from YouTube. Um, sometimes it's like I don't know, but when I really when I notice the fake sky, I completely stay away from YouTube for like the first year and a half mm-hmm. because you know I just wanted to observe everything. Right. And and like you know my record patterns, like I didn't really have a plan, but I started recording patterns and stuff. And you know you just don't want to get anything stuck in your head, like your subconscious even. Mm-hmm. I might you know mess you up a little, so, because I didn't know what I was looking at, and I and I didn't really need to know, I just wanted to be like, you know, once you know, then it's like, you can start putting pieces together, sort of, but, I don't know, it's crazy. I was praying the other night, just like, you know, like, not a heavy-duty prayer or anything, I was just standing on this walkway that's just right outside from my covered patio, it's, you know, it's got a little roof on it, so I just walked out the walkway, and I was just standing there, and it had been so disgusting because there's some new mixture they'd been spraying on us. And it was, you know, oh, tripping, it was tripping me out. It stopped mm-hmm. the last couple of days. They're still doing something, but not, this was. Oh, like, yeah, it's been heavy, huh? It, and I was like just going, what the heck? And it was the thing where it's so low, which always freaks you out. And I try to ignore it because. The monster thing that breathes? <laughs> no, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> Oh my God! There's a whole other story. Sorry, go ahead. Oh. Uh, no, it was just the way they were being dispersed, and they were super, super low, but lower than probably I think I've ever seen them. Yeah. And then what they they were spreading so fast, and yeah, just you know, it's just too trippy. But um, so I and I would I got really angry. Were so. they like a brownish, reddish, grayish color, or any of those colors? No, they, they, like were, the they weren't colors. those colors. They What was bothering me was the amount and that it had just been oh. going on day and night. And yeah. I know because oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I have another channel that the guy's in the foothills of L.A. and he puts up all the maps that shows the storms coming in and, oops, there's a straight line there and here's what it's doing and how stuff gets diverted and that's, you know, that's a whole other part of it. But, um, yeah. No, I got it was it wasn't a plane that appeared out of nowhere. It was it was one of those little bugs. Not the the I don't know if you I I'm assuming you've had the <laughs> little black ones that shit what's that? I'm sorry. Right blink right at my face. And then you go, Ah, oh, oh, Jesus <laughs> Wait, what? The bug, it just what? it dive bombs your face. I mean I don't oh, I'm using yeah. the word oh, bug. Yeah, I had loosely. one last do it. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't really think they're real bugs because, like, this started 
couple years ago, like when it was really cold. It was like, what's the deal with all huh. the bugs that are out when it's freezing? Because it gets cold up interesting. there. Interesting. And so That's I was so busy, you know, regaining my composure because I, I was praying. <laughs> so I'm like already in this different headspace. And then this thing goes, boom, right in my face. And I, you know, my reflexes, they're still really fast. And I went, boom, like that with my hand across my face. And I, then I got pissed. And I, so I started rebuking it. And I walked back under the patio and I thought that I was having a, a, a fear response in my body because <laughs> this is where Dave, Dave will have to go, you know, it, it's them, it's them. Or I guess not the way he says it, he says it another way. Um, and, and I have this gal that I, she's, in, um, she's in Pennsylvania and she, a lot of people don't like her because she, cause she prays out loud and she's, but she's, so sweet. She's so young, and she's just been shown so much. It's only be a year in March since she started seeing stuff and filming it, and she's just grown by leaps and bounds. And I just, I, I really yeah. like her. But um, she, she talks about the bugs. <laughs> she threatens to hit them with her rosary because she knows about the Catholic Church, but she still does her rosary and stuff. She's cute. She's a little cutie pie. But I thought about <laughs> Renee, and I thought about Renee, and I went, wait a minute, because. I thought the fear response, I felt the hairs in the back of my neck standing up, but then I realized it was my entire head, and then I realized, uh-oh, it's my entire body, and I've never felt this. Maybe slightly. I'm going to put you on mute, but I'm still listening, okay? I'm just going to put you on mute. I'm going to mute myself, but I'm still listening, okay? Okay, but I, I wanted you to tell Sorry. me if you have ever experienced this one when I get done. Okay, no, I will, but okay. I'm going to go, I'm going to okay. just walk in the door real quick, but I'm going to put you on mute. So finish, you can finish that. I'm listening, Okay, so when I realized I was having a full-body physiological response to something, and I went, uh, I don't think that's fear. So and then I just thought, so, okay, what are you going to do? So then I just got really mad again, like a righteous anger, and I said, no, mm-mm, no, no. And I just, I don't know exactly what I said, but I was, I was speaking out loud. I was praying out loud. And it's like I'm standing here until all these feelings leave my body right now because I'm, no, this is, this is not going to happen. And it went away really fast. But I went to Renee's channel and I told her about it because I know she's talked to, she always just says things like, oh, I got zapped, but I'm okay, you know, and she's gone through different things. She used to feel really bad headaches and um, she doesn't anymore. Or if something, she feels something, she prays and it goes away. So I know I feel like I'm infringing on on Dave's um, beliefs and stuff, but I believe it. I believe it because that's how I, that's how I'm still alive. I do believe when I feel it in my heart and my gut, I can take my authority. And all those symptoms completely left, but they tried one more time because when I realized it wasn't fear I was feeling in my body for a split, split, split second, a, a real big fear tried to come upon me. And that's when I just, I don't know, this faith arose in me, this confidence, and I said, oh, no. As I have enough stuff like everybody else I'm dealing with on a daily basis. I'm not going to put up with that. So have you ever felt any zaps from anything that you would want to talk about? Uh-oh. Emily there? I'm here. I'm 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 chatting with uh, Channing. What happened? Okay, I'm back. Okay. What happened? I'm off mute. I should say. What happened early with my phone? 
when I was wondering if I was cut off is yeah. uh, I, had a, I had a conference call going, you know, and uh, and then I didn't say conference call anymore. And that was because his phone died. So it was just it's just it was just me and Talkshoe on the phone. I had Channing on on my phone too. So that's why I thought I got cut off. So anyway, um you guys or, can keep or am I and I just talking or are we on the radio or are you on the radio on your conference call? This stuff is too confusing for me. No. We're, we're all on talk show. Oh, okay. So did you get I all had, that Emily? I had, you... Channing, I had Channing piggybacked on, on the phone. In other words, he didn't call in to talk to you and he's on my phone too. And actually oh. early I had so many people on uh, piggyback, I couldn't add anymore. And I figured out to go, what the heck's going on? Because obviously the phone will only handle so many people. You can't put <laughs> on the beginning. So, uh-huh. so uh, Heather, yeah, I, I got most of it now. I got a question. As far as, like, uh, the the uh, the uh, physical feelings yeah. or whatever, the negative physical feelings, that uh, was that from the bug you said? That's the part I didn't get. Well, I don't like, like I don't like to admit symptoms? it, but that's when it happened. That's why I say I thought it okay. was just because it freaked me out. But then I realized because I felt it first on my neck, but like as soon as I went, I'm you know like when you get scared. <laughs> Have you ever been scared, Emily? You know, and like you get your hairs in your back of your neck stand up or something. Yeah. But it, yeah. As soon as I went, wait a minute. What are all these tingles on the back of my neck? It was like instantly. It was my entire head, and I felt it like go whoop all the way down. And when it hit my knees, I that's when I I got a wow. little more scared, and then I got I had this faith in righteous anger occur and I just went uh 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 I mean I was like the neighbors heard me they'd go oh my god what's going on over there <laughs> but it yeah it was it was I never had that but that's the only correlation I have is that yeah that's the black thing boink right in front of my face I mean I don't know if it hit me because it was it came out it was just right in my face my hand went up <laughs> try to, you know, make it fling away or whatever. So I don't know if it was my hand that hit my face or, you know. Okay, I'll just <laughs> fake ass You know, bug. things happen, you know. <laughs> you go to fling a bug and you knock yourself out. <laughs> I can still see myself doing that. Like, bam. No, I, if funny. I touch my I face, had, it wasn't I have a lot of, I've been terrorized by, by things. Like, it hasn't been, uh, I haven't, it's never been through a bug, okay. Like, I've been terrorized by frequencies. Yeah. Um, like, and I've also, uh, had some experiences with, um, uh, I call, uh, they're, I don't know what to call them, um, it's, I, except for frequency, because everything's really a frequency, but, mm-hmm. um, they're, they're like these, it's not an orb, okay, but it looks like a, a bubble, and it's, uh, it's transparent, and, you know, you can see, I can see them at daytime or nighttime, um, as long as they're different color, color contrast and the background, mm-hmm. like the night sky, as long as they're not the same color as the night sky, you know, I can see them. And uh, they look like a bubble. It has, like, the iridescent color, you know. But mm-hmm. they'll, they'll come at you. And then usually they, they don't ever, they don't hit me. Well, um, they just kind of go up and, and over me. And sometimes they'll, if, I, if they're coming at me, I'll take a step or two steps to the right or left. And it will, like, go, like, keep going in that same, you know, keep coming, like, as if I was still there. And then, like, hit the house and then from the house bounce and then roll off uh, the balcony type thing. Like, you could watch these things. But one time it, it did touch me, 
and it, it zapped me. It felt like a little, you know, like electrical shock where it's like a zap that you feel internally as well as like yeah, I, I didn't want to use that term because I have felt electrical shocks, not from anomalous orbs or anything, from like you know, <laughs> sticking something in an outlet or something like that. I have, I have felt shocks. Yeah, so it's like similar to that. But it's this a little, was so mild, and, and I can't even, I couldn't even explain to myself how I felt it because it doesn't make sense. It was like it wasn't there. Then it was there, but there was no, like, point of origin. Like, if you stick your finger in a light socket by accident or yeah. you touch something. And I would say it almost was like it emanated from within. I don't know. Maybe it's some kind of something they're tapping into your own um, oh, yeah, energy in your body. But, no, yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure. sitting here trying not to get pissed off when you're talking about the orbs because I'm like, I'll go down to her yard. <laughs> what Wait, do you what, do? Say that again? Huh? It's just my my mother thing. I have a strong protection for others. Even to say, I feel like I know you because I, I've heard Dave mention you, and then I heard you a long time ago in a couple shows. And that's really you. sweet. I like that. That's sweet. And Thank your you. voice, your voice. Oh, you're welcome. Your voice sounds like somebody. It's like I wanted to go. I know you. I know <laughs> you. I know that voice. But you know, and I. That's well, cool. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, those are the, the cool spiritual things. So what do you do when these uh, orbs bubbles harass you? Well, I've only had, like, I've only had, I've only felt uh, the orb thing twice. But I've had other issues, many, many, many. So, okay, the orb thing, I've only felt twice. Now, I see them every, I saw, I was watching them last night. They were coming at me left, right, left, right, all directions. And it looks as almost like I have a, like a, almost like a snow globe, like a, like a dome on me because <laughs> it'll come at me and then it'll, it's just, I always like to say to myself like, okay, let's see where the barrier is set up tonight because sometimes the dome is uh, over me and it's, let's call it a dome. I don't know what it is. Uh, and it's all, and it'll stop things from coming like two feet in front of me. Sometimes it'll stop things from coming at like 10 feet in front. So it's always a different, you know, is it more or less than it, you know? <laughs> and what does it mean, you know? But um, so what happens is, is they'll come and then it's, if you pretend like there's a glass dome, it'll, it's from the inside looking at this thing coming, it like stops and then it like follows and rolls off the glass dome. So it rolls up actually and over me, I can turn around and look at it and it rolls away like, like in the Have air. Have you like, ever asked and, or that's what I, when I say pray, I don't mean like, oh dear heavenly father. I'm talking about the religion. You know what I do? I'm talking do about pray. the other kind where you're just like talking, you know. But it, oh, when you just like yeah, but well, you know do, you know it's but... it's your spirit and you know you have authority because otherwise it's like you can't pray unless you're being told what to say anyway. That's how I look at it. I don't, I don't you know. I'm not scared. I'm not scared of them. I got through the worst. The worst was when I was getting hit by some. I I think it was technology frequencies, like from a human, um, and it was it was getting so bad. I mean, I was freaking messed up, man, for, for like a few months. But even before that, a year prior, I was getting slammed, hit so hard with something in the back of my head. It it would it was almost, I would be in the store. One time I have it three times in the store, and it hits you, and it, and it feels like your whole brain's been shook. It almost feels like you're having a freaking seizure or something. Every, and then everything gets like, I mean, everything gets like, there's stars everywhere. You can't see for a second. Everything's bright. Um, all these things happen when you barely function and you're almost not ready to just like sit down or collapse because it's no, not. No, I can, I can relate. It's just my story's too long. I was terrorized, I so I, I got over relate. the fear 
I got over the fear, okay, because Dave, you know, I mean, I was crying one time talking to Dave. I was like, they're coming, they're coming, they're coming again, they're coming again. Because you can hear it, okay, I can hear it and I can feel it. It's a vibration and it's also like a, 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 like a noise. This is from the human technology frequencies that was terrorizing me. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm like, you're coming, they're coming. And, you know, I went through this with Dave for like two days. He was so sweet and was on the phone with me literally for like two days. Um, <laughs> and uh, eventually Dave says, you know, I'm like, like, there's a reason why this is happening, you know, God's allowing it type of conversation. Basically, like, you know, this is something that you're obviously supposed to be going through. And then from that point on, I was like, the next time this, this noise came, I was like, I started crying. So, but I, I didn't, I just had a normal looking face, right? And the tears are just rolling out of me because mm-hmm. I know it's coming. But I'm like, okay, bring it on, motherfucker, you know, I'm going to get fucking hit. Here we go. So I like got to that point. And now I'm just bringing it on if you want to. But that's been over a year now. I've been terrorized. Actually, it's been like 10 months. So I've had zero issues with frequencies at all in 10 months. So um, that's... No, I can't... I, but I but other things have scared really me, well, too. I've been terrorized by the freaking clouds. I've been terrorized by the freaking fake stars. I've been terrorized by so many things that I finally had to... Like, okay, I'm not going to run in the house. Like, I'm not going to run and hide under my blanket, <laughs> you know? Like, like whatever happens, happens, you know? And, of course, you know, I, I pray to God and stuff, but, you know, I mean, I'm willing to do anything for him. So if it's if it's time to go, fine. If that's what he wants, then that's what he wants. You know, I'm not going to go try to hurt myself or anything, but I'm just saying, like, I got to that point where there's just, like, no fear, you know? I mean, I still get scared sometimes, but... You know, what well, are they do? You know, and if these things really want to hurt you, they can do it in a second. I mean, your your bed and your house isn't going to protect you. So, well, so you if know. you flip that, then you can see where obviously you're being protected. And you know, this this is my life experience because I've had quite a bit now, and it's gotten really weird the last like I don't know since about 2000 and well, it was it started in 2001. And then I had, like, a lot of healing in 2000, the very end of 2006. But it was only, like, it was probably 50%, but I was bad, okay? And, like, I've always been super strong, super healthy. Everybody always thought I was younger than I was, you know. So it was, like, and I didn't, I was, like, wasn't prideful about it. I just thought, dang, there's, there's one good thing I got from my family lineage. We have really good health genes. And I knew about, you know supplements and different things to try to eat well and all that but anyway um so yeah and I've been much better um the last few years but I'm going to tell you this is like a little silly story but it's a true story okay (laughs) this is like living with this stuff on a daily basis and like I mentioned my yard is something that way back at my way back when my grown son was a baby God took me outside and started teaching me how to work in the yard and garden. And even though it's high desert, it's still hard to grow stuff here, especially now with all the weather changes. But um, that was my therapy. And then my therapy turned into my sanctuary. So it's like one, two, three. I'm in my fourth place where we live now. And now it's just, it's you know, I actually even made like a prayer walk where I used to go out in my yard at my other house because it was pretty big. I just made this cool little path and, you know, have my Joshua trees and my cottonwoods, and I'd, that'd be my little prayer path. I'd go out there and and yeah, guide any. I do the same thing. thing. I do. So, I have a little. It's like I call it the woods, but it's not the woods. It's like 
four or five trees right, right by the main road, but it's like, <laughs> it's like it's woods. You can't wood. see me in there, you know? And I'm doing all sorts of things. I, I'm, like, collecting. <laughs> I love collecting the wood there, dude. I don't know why. I freaking love it. It's, like, my favorite thing to do is collect wood. What the fuck? It's so I funny. Talk, I didn't even say that. I forgot we were talking. I mean, what no, the fuck? No, I relate. Uh, but it's so weird. Like, how do I like it so much? I don't know. It's just. And then and, I, like, well, it's, it is. hanging out with my friends, the trees, you know? They all have personalities. All of them have personalities. Some of them are really and so, you know, some of them are like wild, and, you know, like you start like really getting to know trees. It's just awesome. No, I, but I love anything plants and being outside. Trees are cool. Not all the time. And they've gone through so much because the ones up here, a lot of them were dying, you know, and of course all the people who don't know no. anything say it's the drought. But um, the first year we were here, it'll be seven years since we moved to this house um, the end of this month. Excuse me, six, wait, one, seven, six years. And um, in the first year, there's this really old desert willow. I don't know if, if, I never saw one in San Diego, but I don't think you live at the beach. But they, I don't think they're native, but they're really pretty trees because they have the really thin, like, willow leaves, and they grow everywhere in the washes, and they have these really cool flowers that look like orchids, so it's even more bitching in the desert. And there's this really old one because it's really big in the backyard. It was here when we moved in, and I was like, I love this tree. I could, I could tell whoever <laughs> planted it. There wasn't a lot of stuff here, but um, that was one of the things that was here. And um, lots of Joshua trees in my backyard, which several of them have fallen over because of weird shit going on. But you know, just in oh what, wow, you know, whatever. You talk to it's trees. It's the drought. It's just the drought. That's all it is. But this willow tree, oh, turned, sure. the bark um, turned black. And then I noticed that it had was oh. it had cracks, and then some of the branches have lost the outer bark, and it's whatever you call the inner bark. And um, there's also a chinaberry tree, which, again, isn't native to here. And um, they're a really cool tree. And um, they have a very... Uh, brittle uh, bark on them. I looked it up because I wanted to know what was going on with this tree. And I'd never had one before, but I used to um, work for this man, and he had them in his yard, and he hated them. I always remember that because they get these berries, and they drop all over, and they get dry, and they hurt your feet when you walk on them. And um, But it's really bad. It's on the south side. So I thought it was just all the weird stuff going on with the sun. It hasn't turned black, but there's a cedar tree that fell over when we first moved in, and it has nothing on it. It's just this huge trunk with some really long side branches, and it's turned black. But it's not a mold. It's not a fungus. And when the willow started turning black, I mean, I saw a little patch, and I thought it was a reflection because I was in the house looking through the window, and I went out there, and I was like, oh, God, what now? (laughs) You know. I've gotten more used to the weirdness, and now I think it's much more complex than, you know, back then I was still looking at regular kind of places to see what was going on out in space, and I don't do that anymore. Um, But so I don't know. I think part, I want to, it looks like it's burned, but I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the sun the sun has gotten better up here the last probably two summers, yet last summer I had to take my mom into town. So we're talking, it's, you know, it's not very far. I, and I took her and I dropped her off and then 
I think, I, oh, I had to take somebody to work. I was out 20 minutes max, and I always drive with my window down. And um, I got a burn. <laughs> I had a tank top on because it was, it was like, I don't even think it was full on summer. And it wasn't a, super hot that day. And I got a burn. When was it? When was this? When did last this summer. Probably early. Last summer. And it's really weird last because. Last summer. Like six months ago, summer? Yeah. Two, two. Okay, okay. It happened to me too, but it wasn't, it was, it was a year and a half ago. Well, and I've gotten, you know, like I said, I'm really know about the sun and the different things and I'm really sensitive to that stuff. And I noticed stuff with, before I even knew what I know now about a lot of stuff, I can remember because I remember what car I had then and, you know, I re, and I, but I was really, really, really sick, but I had to take somebody to work all the time and it could, it would burn my leg through my jeans and I had so many things going on that I, I just couldn't deal with it. My brain even, even writing a check, I'm still writing checks then, didn't use my card. But, you know, I, I was my brain was highly affected. So I didn't know how to use critical thinking. I mean, I knew how, but I couldn't use it anymore because I was so sick. But this day, this last summer, what was strange was that night, I didn't feel anything, Emily. But that night I was in the bathroom and I looked in the mirror and I go, what? And I pulled the the strap down and I've never even, you know, I I told you I grew up at the beach. I remember getting so burned one time I ditched school and went surfing with my best girlfriend and this guy Bobby. And he was teaching us how to surf at Tourmaline Beach and... I got really burned that I so burned I passed out when my friend was trying to put some nuxema on the back of my legs. I peeled a whole backside of my body. This wasn't this wasn't like that. And I've gotten weird burns because whatever is going. I just think everything's getting really close, and I don't have enough information to really know even how to talk about it. It's something I'm in conversation about a lot. I'm trying to see. I feel there's. There's more going on that God is doing than how it appears. But he's like really behind the scenes, and that's probably as close as I can get. But that burn, I've never experienced anything like that. The color of my skin, it wasn't super, it was really red. It made a strap mark. It went all the way down like under my armpit even, um, my hand, the side of my neck, my ear. And it took almost a month to go away. Wait, I'm hearing Dave in the background. I think it was an energy weapon. <laughs> the sun was on that side, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I had, I was walking, I was at the hospital, leaving the hospital, going to my car at the parking garage. It's like, uh, I don't know, freaking five, ten blocks away. It's like a good little walk, about ten minutes or so. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, so I was with a girl I worked with. We were walking together. And like all of a sudden, my shoulder, the side of my shoulder where the sun's face facing, um, starts like frying, dude. And I'm like going, what the hell? And right when I'm going, what the hell? My friend goes, she's like, hot. I'm going, yeah. I go, yeah. It's it's like really hot. Like it hurts. She goes, yeah, it does. It does. And and she's like, let's walk faster. I'm like, yeah, let's walk faster. And so we're like like running from the heat, dude. And like seriously, and I mean not running, but we were walking really fast, and it was burning. And so it was like, you know, we just got out of the freezing cold hospital. We're walking. It's like, wait, you know, I was born in Southern California. Like, you can handle a little bit of heat, you know? And then right. It was just bizarre. I, I can't, couldn't even figure it out, but it was frying us, dude. And 
we didn't get burnt because, I mean, we got to our cars always in time, but it was, it was really, it was painful and uncomfortable. And I yeah, this felt really different, but I don't, I don't, you know, it could be wrong, but I don't feel it was, uh, you know, a weapon or anything. I just, I get really frustrated because I looked so hard to tr- try to figure out what was going on with the sun. And I'm not saying like, I'm, um, you know, was, I'm not trying to like, oh, I knew before other people, but I mean, I was talking about the trees because I go outside so much. Besides, one one night guy told me, watch oh, the trees. Oh, did you just say you talked to the trees? Did you just say you talked to the trees? Oh, I have talked to trees, but no, God, okay. one night I was oh. in prayer for somebody, and I thought it had to do with this person. I thought it was getting this, like, you know, it could be, like, a multifaceted kind of prophetic word thing, but because I still have never um, gotten a lot on it, but I was praying for this person, someone that God had put on my heart for a really long time, and... So that wasn't unusual, but I was walking out by these new little trees I'd planted, and I was just, you know, trying to check them in the moonlight or whatever. And yeah, I always do I that heard that. Was watch you. It was like, you know, it was, it was almost like it had a resonance to it. Watch the trees, and so, and it shook me not in a bad way, but because it was very real and extremely audible the way I heard it, and I had really a really strong response to it. Um. So, you know, then I go to my Bible and I'm trying to find out all this stuff. What what does that mean? You know, what is there a symbolism to trees? And I do think it was, I think it at least had two meanings because I actually had a dream. I don't even remember so long ago. I probably wrote it down somewhere about this person (laughs) where I saw them as a tree. It's a guy. It was my girlfriend's husband. And it was, that was a really cool dream. I mean, it it didn't have his face or anything. It was this beautiful, huge, huge tree, and all these animals came to the tree and were, like, living and resting and in safety and comfort in this tree. And then I knew that the tree was symbolic of Randy, maybe not how he was right now, but, like, you know, the call on his life or something, which was really hard to believe because he was really messing up bad. But, and then there's more to that. And the stuff I still haven't, you know, he actually, then I didn't see the tree and it was him. And like, I didn't even know him at the time. I didn't know him and he was always on the road. And so, and he wasn't, uh, let's just say he wasn't a very warm person. And um, he was so nice to me in this dream. And it was one of my dreams where it's like, it was real. It wasn't like I was dreaming it. It was like it was really happening. And he had this smile on his face, and he reached over, and he handed me something. I knew he was handing me something, so I put my hand out. I cupped my hand, and he just was smiling at me. He didn't say anything. And he put a whole handful of almonds in my hand. So, and usually if God gives me dreams, I usually wake up right away. And, you know, I was on the, the hunt for the symbolic prophetic meaning of almonds. And why would... Why would Randy Cleary be giving me almonds and he doesn't even like me, okay? And but I knew it because it was so um the feelings that you have, the spiritual feelings that you have in dreams like that, they're so profound yeah. and so strong and you don't forget it. Um you always remember it and when you talk about it, you can like usually still feel this feeling maybe not as strong. Yes. So 
I don't know. That's just, you know, when I'm looking at the sky lately, which I don't do as much because it's been so cold, but um, it's a little warmer now at night. But um, I get really disgusted, too, because I just like to come out in my sanctuary. And, you know, I don't like um, this year's been good. This last summer was pretty good. Um, so far, you know, the fall is good. The winter's been good. I had a few months there where um, I kept getting dive bomb by, oh, well, they were just bats, you know. They were just bats. Really? You know, you know how long I've lived here? Never oh, yeah, been... I have them flying over me all the time, but I don't have them dive bombing me. I've never, never had them dive bombing. And the, and the thing is, Emily, they weren't the little bats that we've always had up here, which the population has been decimated in the last, like, 10 years. You used to see them everywhere, but they got that white mouth disease or whatever they call it. So then it, well, in our bird population too, all our critters up here. But yeah. um, so I started seeing them again because they're always around, you know, the lights at the grocery store parking lots or whatever, and they fly around those those horrible lights down there and they trip out. And occasionally I'd see them <laughs> at, at dusk. But these were, and these were big. They weren't the little bats we have. These suckers were so big, and they'd come and dive bomb me, and I was standing there. It must be my high spiritual energy, right? They were just attracted to me, and they were brown. They didn't even look, I, and I never saw their faces. So, And it, it, that did bother me, because there would be like three of them. <laughs> you know, like the birds, they're always like in twos or threes. So the cute story I never told you, like when you have these things that, you know, you say you, you've pretty much gotten over it and the, the capsule or the bubble comes over you or whatever. So like I have, I just noticed I've been doing this. I'm outside and I had filled my hummingbird feeder. So there's, you know, we have hummingbirds year round up here. So there's this really cute little hummingbird and I'm like, oh, hi, how are you? Oh, you're so pretty. And then I stop and I go, Okay. If you are a creation of God, you can stay in my yard, okay? <laughs> if not, bye. And I'm like, then, yeah, and I'm, like I'm embarrassed. No one's around, but, like, I'm kind of embarrassed. And I'm like, Lord, it's gotten this bad, hasn't it? Oh, I do it all the time. I do it all the time. That's I, I do it all the time. So and you could do the same um, thing with those other things, with the bubbles. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. They don't happen anymore, though. It doesn't happen anymore. So it's other things that I'm doing it with. It's a... It's a <laughs> Oh, it's this thing that I don't even know. I can't even. This is a whole freaking whole story. But um, oh. it's with this 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 thing. Okay, it's uh, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I call it like. I mean, I'm sure it's it's obviously some. I think it's something demonic. I believe, and it's something spiritual. Obviously, if it's that, but um, okay. or you know, not you know what I mean. It's just it's 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 evil, and it's like this black this oh. black thing that's freaking flies and and like like moves quickly and you know you look over and, and you see it but it, you know it's gone like weird and uh, it actually came in the house once um and started terrorizing things <laughs> like setting turning the alarm clocks off on the phone and resetting um electronics and things like shutting computers down and uh it was my boyfriend who, who said that it came in the house and and I didn't know that he knew at that time. Um, I didn't know that he knew, but I knew it was in the house. I could just feel it. It was really weird, okay? And uh, and so all of a sudden he, like, gets up and he has his hand like he's, like, he's choking somebody out or something, right? Mm-hmm. And in the air, though, right? So he's got his hand out and he's, like, grabbing it. 
And he, like, walks down the stairs and goes outside and then comes back. And I'm like, what did you just do? And he's like, you just brought that thing in here. I'm like, what? Because he said that. I didn't tell him about this thing outside at all. At all. He, he was telling me at that point, oh, the big stars all in your, all in your head. Oh, you know, only you can see that stuff. You know, he's really... Really, really excited to be on the opposite team, you know, when it comes to the big space. So I wasn't going to tell him about this freaking crazy thing that's obviously terrorizing things, you know. Did you um, talk to Dave about that thing? Yeah, yeah. And so this thing, so that that's the thing that I'll, I'll tell it. But I, but, but I don't see it that much anymore. I've seen it like a few months ago. Okay, so I've seen it recently. We just see it all the time. But it usually comes out around the full the time the week of the full moon, where uh, there's all that creepy. Uh, magic clouds or whatever, okay, because the time of the full moon, you're going to see more of the magic clouds than any other time, and it usually comes out during that time, and uh, Mm -hmm. see, when I see the fake stars, I can actually, um, a lot of them are so low, and they're just like technology, you know, it's just like basic, you know, some of the fake stars are not, some of them are, could be, Mm -hmm. you know, something, who knows, okay, but but the ones that I see really low, well, they have like a light that points and shines, so as they um, are in the sky, they're actually they're, I call it scanning. So they're they're moving this light, you know, back forward, side to side. And so, like, if a dog in the neighborhood barks, then all of the fake stars, you know, that I can see in my area that are super low, they'll all, like, turn with their lights, and I can see their lights turning to the sound of where that dog is. So I'll be watching the stars, okay? And the stars are doing, like, a the fake stars are doing a, um, a scanning pattern. So there's a whole group of them, you know, as far as I can see, they're all really low. And they're all going, they're all, like, they're all in the, you know, they're all up in the sky, and they're, they're just, you know, they're, they're, I'm not going to say they're perfectly still, okay, because they're sort of moving a little bit, but they're pretty, pretty much stationary. But the light that they have is not, it's moving right, left, right, left. Maybe like a little around, on them or and something. And it goes around. It has a pattern, okay? So all of them have a pattern. So all of a sudden, when all of the lights uh, aren't doing the pattern and they stop and they all like, turn to the right or turn to the left, I know something is off, okay? So these fake stars have helped me know that people are coming, for instance, okay? Like, uh, they all stop and they point to the front door. Well, I look over there from a distance because I'm not in the yard, and boom, uh, my boyfriend will come out. Fight. So I'm like, oh, that's right, you know. So I start start learning that these things can tell me stuff, okay? Like, they they do this with the airplanes, too. They So if they get out of their little pattern, right, left, right, left, round, round, right, you know, this pattern that they do, what's called scanning, I call it scanning, uh-huh. um, then I know there's something unfamiliar to them, okay? There's something unfamiliar. So this black thing that, so the pattern that happens with these black, this black thing is, there's no pattern, first of all, it's erratic. So they'll, they'll all of a sudden go, look high and left, and then it's down to the ground, they all look, and it's like, zigzag, 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 it's like, this, whoa, it's like out of control, these, and, and, and then all of a sudden, right, Mm-hmm. darkness will just come swishing past my face. You know, it's just freaking crazy. So that's what I uh, tell is not welcome. And uh, that's what that I still like. I mean, I'll just like, if I have to, I mean, I'll, I mean, I'll pray, I'll pray, you know, but, but now I've got it under control where it's like, what I do is, is I tell the fake stars, I go, get back to work. Okay, that's what I say, get back to work, right? And so they stop doing the crazy, zigzag crazy, and then they go back to their calm scan. So now I've just taken all the attention off of this, evil thing so now this evil thing gets no more attention and that takes care of it so i don't even have to say you're not welcoming or i just tell the freaking things first to get back to work and they do every freaking time it's so weird like how do they know that i was trying to think like what words would they know you know like work job like i don't know like i have no idea what i'm doing you know it's like so, it's so crazy but 
but you know, you have to you try things and, and sometimes things work and sometimes they don't but I mean we don't know any we don't have any information like you know, you don't know what's going right. on. What are you gonna do? Just stand there and go Durr. you know, you just experiment and stuff and, and they actually right. respond I know they're interactive with me. I know they're interactive with other people mm-hmm. and um I know that they you know, they they, they you know, um they actually respond to the word love and when you know, with the word love they actually um go higher up in the sky and they're not you know, because they drop down really low and they, they do crazy things with all the word love, like, like kind of gets them away for a second, like gets them up higher in the sky. You know, so they respond to these words. And so I just said, I get back to work, but I'll, I feel it. Like, I'm like, I'm, I, I know this crazy energy thing is freaking out and I'm a little scared, but I just want to give it zero attention. And so I really put all of my feeling into you know, the stars need to just work and scan the sky for all the, you know, because the ones I'm talking about, the fake stars, just, I, I believe it's just part of the uh, smart grid, you know, the cybersecurity is all. So it's just mm-hmm. technology that's just spying on it, basically. So it's, that's why, if, you know, a dog barks and you're going to look over, you know, it, to that direction, check things out. Um, so it's, it's just really interesting. But um, I haven't, I haven't had too many, luckily I haven't had too many problems with that thing. That thing's scared me for a long time, but I did when I first, like, okay, so September, back in September, mm-hmm. that thing kept coming in the house all the time, and this was before I was saying you're not welcome, and I didn't, and I was like, oh my God, I freaking, I keep forgetting to, you know, I, I don't, I keep bringing this thing in the house, like, because I'll be laying there, and it's just like, I can see it, energy, so it's like, it's a different contrast in the air, okay, it's either lighter or darker, but this thing's always dark, okay, and sometimes dark energy is actually good. It's not always bad. Sometimes, the, because there's so many different types of these energy switches, and I, I call them energy switches because it's like a switch. Mm-hmm. It's, like a, it's like a gust of wind, okay? But mm-hmm. it's real. Yeah, Renee, it's that not blurry. Gusts of wind it's too. not blurry at all. It's absolutely yeah. right there defined, you know? It's like, but what do you, yeah, so. And, and we all come from different like backgrounds. And so there's like, sometimes there's language problems. Like at my back, yeah, there always is. Yeah, similar. Yeah. I think to checks. I haven't. T- I've only talked t- to check a couple of times. I, I get like a page of questions. I want to ask him some stuff. And then Dave's language is very different than mine in a lot of ways. And then I think I say things sometimes, and I feel <laughs> feel like I trigger him because then he starts talking about, well, you know, in the Pentecostal church or the Charismatic church. I'm like, no, 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 no. That's no. I'm like, I'm I'm not like that. My language may sound similar, but. My language is pretty much from my experience, and I've always been really, I mean, this is one thing I can remember from really good from my childhood. I never wanted to be like other people. I like people sometimes. Yeah. (laughs) But I always wanted to be different because I always felt I was different, and there was like, for me, like in high school, it was how I dressed. I didn't want to, I dressed with things that I like. (laughs) I can still remember my favorite yeah. shoes. They were so cool. And nobody else had them. And I really liked them. And and I still remember them decades later. But just to me, because I think it was... Where were they? <laughs> well, they had, a stacked, they had a stacked heel, and like square. And they had okay. they were like a sandal shoe. And they had really wide, smooth brown leather um, crisscrossing kind of straps and this really cool buckle. They were just, you know... <laughs> I love those shoes, but I think it's creativity. It wasn't a, a fashion statement. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. more me just being me, and then when I was in, um, 
I think it was early high school, culottes became extremely popular, and I remember. I want a pair right now. I, I'm looking for culottes for like a few months. I can't wait. Yeah, to but you're them. not as old so as cool. me, are you? I think I I feel like you're a lot younger, but I could be wrong because I see people in the spirit so much that I don't. Sometimes I'm surprised when I if I ever see them because I'm like, I thought you were like in your twenties. Maybe thirties. It's a compliment. It's not a cat. It's a compliment. Yeah. You just you seem very um you're a deep person but you're very um happy. Happy. And you have a lot of passion. Love the passionate people. Yeah. Too much help. You know what? Oh, so, I, I lost it for so long, Emily, because, like being so sick for so long and I was a oh, little mom when right. it happened. And I, I was just so waiting for my son to graduate because, oh, maybe I can go back to school or maybe I can, you know, find a job that I like. And and it was an overnight thing. But um, anyway, I just, I lost so much of who I was. And then there were other things, you know, like an old group of people started to get together again. And then that got just really, really messed up again and just so disappointed in people and you know now it's only been well like I said I had a partial healing at the end of 2006 and then um and I just kind of maintained but like six years ago when we moved here I could barely do anything I mean it was I was up I wasn't in bed anymore but I still think about it It, this is how much it affected me like today I was doing something with my hands and even though I still have pain um I was so happy because I was like (laughs) inside it's the five-year-old me going I'm so happy God look I can pick this up I can hold it I have so much strength and it's not bruising or cutting my hand if I pick things up just picking them up bruised my hands Hmm. Or I, things were always like pinching me, or it was it was oh, really scary. Hmm? Your whole life, in so many ways, people have no idea. Like you know, people get the common cold, and and it, 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 it actually is really hard because your routine breaks, you know, and you can't go to the gym and stuff, and you start getting depression after a week, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's like you know, and it's like I mean, just just touching stuff. I mean, like you know, I mean, I I can't even imagine. It's all it keeps me grateful. Life, it's, you know? it's, I don't feel like, I feel like I've passed through, because it got so bad at one point that I just like gave up and I said, I'm never getting better. I don't even know what the heck's wrong with me. If I went to a doctor, they'd lock me up somewhere and they'd put me on all these drugs and I would suffer even more <laughs> than I already am. And like all my homeopathic stuff, everything I had learned for a really long time, nothing worked. I quit doing everything. I mean, I hardly had any chemicals in my house. I quit using chemicals. So, you know, it was a multifaceted thing. And, and I talked to David and Chuck about that, like, you know, Excuse, excuse the same, but it was like diarrhea of the mouth. And I didn't even know I cared so much, but it's still, I guess, I just figure if if I feel in tune with somebody else, I've listened to them and I know they know stuff, I want to pull it out of them. Like, what do you think, you know? And so I'm just like, even now, I mean, I, I feel like I'm still getting better all the time. I don't, um, I just thought about it yesterday because I remember, because psychologically, it's sort of like all this other weird stuff we're talking about. 
when you are knocked on your ass, and it's not just, I mean, I'm, I'm being like really, really literal. I was literally knocked flat on my back, and then you can't do anything. And I mean, I used to have to take somebody in the car like three or four days a week to a job, and I don't even know how I did it. I, I don't even know how I did it. A man in church prayed for me one one time when I went to this meeting because oh, I was so sick and I looked so horrible. That was the other thing. I did not look good at all. So, you know, that's hard on anybody, but the social pressure on us females, you know. And it was like, I don't want to go be around any of those Christians. Anyway, this, this guy that was there, he didn't touch me because I don't let too many people touch me in prayer and stuff. He didn't touch me. But everything he said to me was right on. He says, I see you in your car, and you're having... Hmm? I'm here. I didn't hear Emily. Oh. Did she go? I'm here, I'm here. Oh. So here I am. He just said, I see someone sitting in the back seat of your car, and they're protecting you. I don't remember if he said it was an angel or if he said it was Jesus. And, like, you know, this is a really terrific word he gave me. I had a small group of, of these Christians follow me out of the building, and this one lady comes running up to me, and she goes, Oh, my God, that was, like, the best word I've ever heard. And I was, I was like, so sick. I was like, just get me to the car so I can go home. I don't even know why you told me to come here, Lord. And, um, and I felt really bad. I did feel some empathy for her. Cause, and she must have picked up on something was wrong with me because she goes, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to yell at you. And I said, no, yeah, it was a really good word. But it's like I had lots and lots and lots of good words from people, from strangers, you know, on my own in dreams. And, you know, I... I was quoting that thing before I ever heard anybody else at the best of times and the worst of times. And that was like, that was 20, 30 years ago, you know, and that's why I like to pick Dave and Chuck's brain because I want to know what they know. And I know they're only going to tell me what they're going to tell me, but I was still going to try to pick their brains because lots of times. Yeah, because why not? Yeah, and I sense stuff, <laughs> and like but I don't have the words so for not? what I'm sensing or seeing, or like what yeah, I said before, it's a it's a, a different language thing, you know. And it's like sometimes you just want to go, God, I want to jump through the phone and go, here, look into my eyes, and you'll see you'll you could read me better, you know. I've always had a thing about eyes before. <laughs> that was way back when I was in the world when I was gonna <laughs> go and be a a songwriter, <laughs> and then I then I got my life got dedicated to the Lord again, and I knew I couldn't do that, and I ended up in the desert. So that's a really really long story short. I just thought about that the other day, and I was it's funny. It 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 was. I thought, oh my God, what you saved me from, Lord! I probably would have been some freaking sacrifice for one of the Satanists oh there. Oh, totally. Ugh. You know, I just. I just I just wanted to be able to write some songs, maybe do backup or something, because I always like to sing and have enough money that I could have a house. <laughs> and it's really funny, Emily, because <laughs> like in the worst of times, for for us, I'm sure maybe not other people, but you know, compared to what we had, we have a nice house, and I have way more room. <laughs> 
my actually have a hall. My dog can run up and down and catch her ball. I can throw it way out in the living room. It's big to me, and a, and a front and a backyard that's big. But that was that was when I was still really really sick when all that happened, and you know, and I have a wall. Okay, there's only one area on the property. There's a side driveway on the garage. And I had to make a homemade stick fence. It kept falling down. I finally got the last one to stay, though, because we get such high winds up here. Shut but up. It all you has did not a wall. make a homemade stick fence. That yeah. is, I'm trying to make a homemade bench. <laughs> I haven't gotten oh, very far. I, you know, I always think about it, too, but I don't, I don't have too many tools. And I probably could now because my hands are so much homemade better. stick fence. But I got my wall. I mean, I have neighbors on either side and behind awesome. me. But I, I have my wall that I always wanted when I was going to. I was going to go and write songs and make money and have a house and, and put a wall with a big gate. I don't have a gate in the front. <laughs> I just, God's, God does Why did you want the wall just because you wanted a wall? I wanted to keep people away from me. <laughs> the wall would have a big gate and only those I wanted to come in would come in. It was I like, lose. I don't know. I was really, I was still in the world back then. I just, and I didn't know I saw things. I always saw me having a wall around my property because for privacy and seclusion, yeah. you know, and just, That's I mean, funny. yeah, That's my dream was to have yeah. land somewhere where you could like, you know, walk out and, you know, learn how to shoot a gun again and, I don't know, shoot rabbits or a deer. I don't know, probably couldn't, I don't think I could be a hunter, but, you know, for the open space, for the, um, because I don't like crowds. I don't like being around a lot of people and, that's what I feel. Maybe that's what you feel in your little woods. That's so cute. To Emily's little woods, is it's like your spirit can go. Ah, that was the other thing when I was sick. Totally, and, and now it's actually really my whole physical body can actually breathe because it's like it's you, real. You yeah, it's a real. You don't breathe symptom. right, and, and you start getting anxiety. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, I know it is. Mm-hmm. I have panic issues, and you know where your where it feels like elephants on your chest and stuff. Like I'm like mm-hmm. that almost all the time, and then I have to go outside. Like I have to go outside and especially when I go in my little area, you know, that's like, there's a lot of psychological in the, in the woods, but, but, um, or I call it the fort sometimes, my fort, you know, and, um, people know it so well, like, uh, JP's mom, she goes, she goes, what are you doing? I was down in the woods and she walks like down, um, and she like kind of sticks her head, like, she doesn't come down there. She kind of sticks her head out and she goes, what are you doing? I go, I'm just hanging out in my fort. And she goes, can I come in? <laughs> to the open area, you know, but everybody knows it's like, I hang out there. I got projects going on. I got a wheelbarrow. I got a freaking my neighbor donated a wheelbarrow to me, and I got a, a wagon I pull around. <laughs> like in the daytime, you know, I don't go there. I mean, I'm not there like 24 seven, but I want to be. I mean, honestly, I want to be. Like, I have to go today. Out I was like, I just want to get to these calls. I was mm-hmm. like, I just want to get to these calls and finish cleaning so I can go and be go gather sticks like. I said that to my boyfriend, and I was like, I'm such a freak, but seriously, I just want to go in the woods. No, it's and, true. And look over, and there's a full-on world happening, like, literally, like, a block, like, right there. There's four-lane traffic, there's cars, there's school, there's, there's, you know, people walking down the street running, bicycling, you know, all this stuff, they can see me, you know, I mean, sometimes, you know, sometimes they can't, depending on where I'm at, and, you know, it does, it's like, it, it's all silent, it's like, it's all, it's all, like, it's all shut off from my brain, you know, it's like. Like, only when I look over and see these people do I realize how close I am. <laughs> so, I like, if you, if you ever want to talk, you can um, text or email Dave, and he can give you my phone number. Because I don't have any of that. I don't even have, I don't use a cell phone. <laughs> I 
I cut out, you yes. know, harsh detergents. I only had a cell phone for a, sh- a short time because I, I used to work alone cleaning this um, doctor's office, and I'd have to go there sometimes really late at night. And, of course, you know, they didn't have the outside lights on, so that was always exciting. So my son, <laughs> you have to get a cell phone, Mom. You know, I'll hit him with the vacuum cleaner. But, um, yeah. Hey, Molly. Yeah. I haven't told you this, but Connie wants to talk to you. Oh, good. I want to to talk to her. Okay. I'll I'll try to sit. So, remind me. I just said on the earlier show that I've never needed. I'll remind you. Never told people to remind me that the last year, I don't know if I'm deteriorating or what, but I'm on information. No, I overload. Yeah. I'll remind you. I think about Connie a lot often, actually, so. I tried to get Connie to move here so I can be her roommate. (laughs) (laughs) No, you want to move to San Diego. That's where you want to come. (laughs) I actually called her when we were on talk show, but she didn't answer. She's got a different number, I think. She sent it to me on email, but I I didn't call her back, so. Yeah. Jay sounds like he's talking in a closet again. Are you on speakerphone? <laughs> speakerphone. Uh, I'm eating some yogurt. Ah, you were cutting out too a little bit there. So did, oh, em- did Emily and I talk off the show? Did the show end and we're just still talking? No. The earlier show ended, but I, I opened it up again. I don't know because like, I didn't even understand that. I was I was really happy. I remembered how um, you guys taught me to call in that that other time. It was yeah. I don't know like a month or something ago. So I thought that was pretty cool. I did it. Yay for me! Hi Emily, we go. Yay for us! Yay! Yay for you and me too. Yeah, yeah. I had a hard time calling in. I was like I was like gone. My mind was gone. I kept like first time I kept like I couldn't figure it out how to call in so then I was trying to do it on the computer on my laptop and then on my laptop I was touching the screen I'm like what am I doing like I couldn't stop touching my laptop screen I'm like it doesn't work that way like what are you doing my fingers are touching the screen like to try to hit the button to call I'm like what am I doing like, I was like I couldn't figure it out I mean on any level I don't understand why I was probably so excited to talk about the night sky for the first time you know mm-hmm. to anybody really because yeah so I think that's what it was it was like I was like adrenaline rush you know yeah. Is somebody saying something? Um, we should talk <laughs> about this disappearing moon uh, briefly. I didn't know that um, obviously the moon doesn't disappear, okay? But this is... um. Emily, who was talking about this? Was it Otto? Was he on the phone? Oh, Johnny. Oh, that's Johnny right, Johnny. So both you and Johnny have seen the moon disappear. You actually look at the moon, and it disappeared right in front of you? Yeah, right in front of my eyes. Oh, my gosh. Well, I uh, want to talk about that. Uh, it, uh, ha- it did have a little magic cloud, but the magic cloud was, was um, just a little bit, so it wasn't completely covering it, and it was a little, like, luminous, like, super bright moon. Um, and so it, it it just, like, retracts, actually. It's... It, uh, it, it, the 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 magic cloud wasn't quite doing its job in my opinion. I think the job was to be covering this 
action, okay, so nobody sees it because the magic cloud was like a darker, like, but it was real faint. It was like, you know, sometimes the dark black clouds are dark and black, okay, yeah. and, and sometimes they're not. So it was like, it was like it didn't really do its job because it was very pathetic way to try to, you know, cover up the, the you know, the, the moon retracting, which um, you could, I could see right through it. It's just that it wasn't illuminating anymore. And then, um, so I can still see the circle and everything. Um, uh, it was a little light, but it wasn't like that super bright light, you know, the moon. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then it's, it's getting smaller and smaller. It's, it's, and it's, and it's moving like up, like, you know, up. So it's, it's getting smaller and smaller. So to me, that's like it's retracting and it's, and it's going in the direction like of up. And I'm just like going, what? And see, there was no, no clouds. It was just that little magic cloud that was next to the moon. And mm-hmm. that was it. There was no other clouds around. I mean, there might have been a few other little magic clouds trying to formulate a big one or something, but um, it was real, real clear night. And, and I'm going, what? Now, I've seen this before, you know, but I haven't seen it happen, like, right in front of my face. So I've gone, like, gone inside, gone to the bathroom, come outside, the moon's gone. The moon's gone. It's freaking clear sky. I'm like, what? I've seen that this happen many times. Um, I never expected to see it happen right in front of my face because, you know, this thing, um, uh, you know, this, this fake moon, it knows what's going on, okay? Like, and so I don't think it wants to be seen doing that. Um, mm-hmm. That's why a lot of times it has the, those magic clouds around it when it's, you know, mm-hmm. when it's real active and stuff. Um, but I, I, I don't, yeah, something, the plan went wrong that one time, I guess. I mean, I don't know. But, yeah, it just freaking disappeared. And it was, like, just like last week, what was it, maybe four nights, five nights ago. And I just, I wasn't even, I wasn't, blo- I mean, I was blown away, but I was more justified. Like, yes, like, finally, like, I can see this. Like, I I know you disappeared on me before, you little, you little sneaky, you know, whatever. But it's, like, now I actually saw it happening. And I'm, like, you're fine. I remember so in the phases. It was almost just, like, okay, it was, like, released to see it. I was, like, oh, okay, okay. That, and the that phases really have been off for a really long time. And then way back at my old house, I used to stand there because I was still kind of in the, okay, what am I seeing? Is it me? I mean, I knew it wasn't me, but I had nothing, you know, no experience, no nothing. I wasn't, you know, on YouTube. I didn't know any of the people I know now that do Sky and have been doing it for a long time. And the moon would always, it looked like a lemon. And then it's always bothered me when the moon's in a smile. Now, I have not seen the moon, because like I said, I'm not going out as much since it's gotten so cold. But, um, the moon in a smile, because I won't go into it, but I had a dream years and years and years ago before, <laughs> I didn't even know what comets were, there was one of those in the dream, but I remember the moon, it was this little sliver, and it was straight in the west, and like I'd never seen it do that, I'm like, the moon doesn't even ever, that is, the moon doesn't go in like a little sliver of a smile, and now it's like all the time, and people on forums and stuff, you know, the the, the shield people who say they're the you know, amateur astronomers, and they have big telescopes, and they say, oh, no, it's called blah, blah, blah. It's just like, yeah, right, like all the weird clouds. Sure, my whole life growing up into, you know, my 30s, my early 40s, right, there was always black clouds. I can remember going out at night to pick my son up at work, like probably nine, ten years ago, and there'd be these black things. The moon would almost always was full, Emily, and it was just rising in the east, and I got a clear shot when I'm going to pick him up, 
because it's all clear on this road that I that I drive on, and I go, these they didn't even look like chemtrails, but you know they were sprayed by something. They were really fat and round, but they didn't look like clouds. They looked like spray lines, and super like black. I just like oh, it's a dark cloud. There's a storm or something. They and they'd be crisscrossing. Like sometimes one time there was just this really ugly one. And I didn't feel scared, but it bothered me immensely. It disturbed me, you know, a lot in my spirit. Because I'm like, what is going on? What is that? So, yeah, there's so many weird things in the sky now. But I know I've seen those here. And that was like for a year. I saw a lot of them in a year. Oh, you know, when we're talking about the new chems that were being laid down, like for like five or six days here, and you said you had some weird ones. One thing that I haven't, I've seen them. I've seen them in other people's videos, something similar. It it wasn't just that it was like a a spray line. It didn't even look like a spray line, but it was a line, but not like regular spray lines. Like, so again, we're trying to find words to describe these really strange anomalies. And there must have been half a dozen of them. I just panned the sky. It was light out still. And they were all twisted. And I'm like, what is it? Ode to the Norway Spiral Day or something? What are And I started looking. I'm like, God, there's one there. There's one there. With ripples in them, huh? Ripples? Is there ripples? No, they weren't like the ones. They know what the ones being hit. They could have been being hit with frequencies, but it's something new. Because the thing was, it was a little ripply. But they that's what I mean. It's a it's it's a one piece, but it has like it has like wrinkles in it. It's like a one piece, but it has wrinkles. It's like twisted, but it, but you know it's all connected and everything. Mm-hmm. But it's like you know it's just not yeah yeah. I have I mean I've seen invisible chemtrail. Have you seen those? The what? Invisible chemtrail. You mean Probably like the inverted not ones? Invisible. The inverted ones. Like like it uh, almost like usually they'll be like if it's white. It's like a darker white, maybe a super light gray, and then the, the, it looks like there's, I, I would call it inverted, but I know, think I know what you mean when you say invisible, and it goes down the middle of them, or the ones that go out in front of planes that there looks like they're following, it almost looks like a beam, but it's like an inverted or invisible. It just looks like it's transparent, mm-hmm. and it looks like the sky, but it's it's not, because yes. it is, there's a different, you can see that there's actually a substance there, and then if you watch it long enough, it'll take It'll formulate a cloud cover under the whole town, like so. Like you can see, oh, you know, you, every time you can guarantee, yeah. Because I mean, one time I was seeing this plane and it was going by the balcony and it was shooting out some stuff. And so I was counting the seconds, you know, to see if it was the controller or controller or whatever. I got to five seconds, right around that time, it 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 went away, right? And I go, oh, that's a that's a control. And then I and then I um, like focused on something else. Well, then I went, I looked back at it, and then I'm like, well, wait a minute. And then I started looking at it, and I'm like, holy shit like this thing is like it's exactly like you know it's you can see it it's just like you have to really look to see it like I wasn't trying to see it I, but I noticed it that way and then I started noticing it and then that's when a lot of the spraying stops right but yet you still have all the icky magic clouds and stuff at night and stuff and icky like stuff in the daytime too and it's like hey it's still as if there's chemtrails but I don't see the spraying lines anymore you know and it just it's like it was crazy you just it's, it's together, changes you know? So, so fast. Like I had yes, probably yes. three years where I was having the black holes in my plants and I couldn't, um, I was trying to put in some new trees that always grew really easy up here, trees of heaven they're called. And um, 
they would just die. And they were being watered. And I mean, I took them, I said, okay, fine, I'm going to put them in total shade. They, everything, nothing would grow. And then some of the older stuff that was here was dying. And then, um, like I said, this is probably the first year or two we were here. So like five and six years ago. And then one day I had this, uh, it's a climbing plant. It's a, it's a jasmine, if you know what they look like. So it has a lot of green leaves and it has those really pretty little flowers. And it covers this whole, like, five-by-eight lattice that's on top of a wood kind of partition thing on the side of the patio. And it freaked me out because the whole thing was covered with a crystalline white powder. And I think in that time, doesn't happen anymore, but I couldn't even, like, I, I like... I like to ground myself. I like to go out barefoot, and I like to have my hands without gloves when I can and just be doing something little and, you know, digging around in a little flower bed or something. And I was getting burned, and it felt just like a chemical burn. So I couldn't even – I always had to put on gloves. But that hasn't been happening anymore because I've been taking my gloves off because my hands have been feeling better. And I like to stick them in the dirt. And I was so thrilled yesterday. I'm like, I'm pulling weeds with my bare hands. This is so cool. You can pull weeds again. Shut dude. I pulled weeds all day yesterday. And I was doing the same thing. I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, dude, massive weeds all day long yesterday. Pulled weeds. And, they, and, and, and then I spent like an hour like cleaning my fingernails because sure I'll wear gloves and stuff. But I ended up taking them off. You know, you can get a good grip with you know, and I always think, like, I feel bad pulling leaves because they're a plant, too, you know. But the alternative is that these people are going to go get the spray, okay, and then they're going to kill the snails, everything, right. you know. So I'm like, I'm like, yeah, this sucks that I don't have to yank the weeds out because why can't they just be here, you know. Like, nobody cares about the yard, <laughs> you know. And, but it's like if I don't. But I like to pull them. I love pulling them. It's fun. Just like collecting sticks mm-hmm. but, uh, or rocks. I like collecting rocks, too. Me I love too. collecting rocks. But, um. So yeah, I was doing the same thing yesterday. That's so funny. I'm just, that's like I just a get good time for me, man. Then. That's like a really good time for me. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to go to the mall. I don't want to go to the bar. I want to pull weeds and stuff. <laughs> well, I hear they get so bad. You have to use like a, a hula hoe. I just get thrilled because I can do it. <laughs> yeah, like, I used to no, stand I there and almost cry. It's like I couldn't take care of my stuff, and that's the kind of person I am. I mean, I'm not a neat freak or anything by by any shot, um, but I like to take care of my stuff i like to i mean if i had my way man i'd have i got a workshop in the backyard it's like a big double car garage and um i was like i I cried when we were looking at this house because i could smell sawdust and it reminded me of my grandpa and he died when i was really young so i never and he used to build things and um i love playing my cousin and i used to play in his garage in his workshop when we were little kids and before we moved to California, and so I had some, I have like, you know, it's embedded smell memories. You smell something, and I just stood there going, Grandpa. And I was like, yeah. I want to get some tools. I wish, I wish I knew how to make things, and I wish I had the money to buy stuff and tools and all that. But, you know, I just, now I just say, oh, well, I can store stuff for people. <laughs> <laughs> Except everybody, everybody's off doing their thing, Emily. Everybody, all the, you know, what in my language I, I would refer to as the call to God people, 
you know? I just, yeah. I'm, I haven't given up on people. I've let go. God's enabled me to finally let go. And I really, yeah, exactly, yeah. I rarely pray for them anymore, except, I don't know, poor Dave, he's like, talk about the moon. He's like, we talked about it for two seconds and we're off on something else. Typical chicks, right? Um, <laughs> but not typical, really. <laughs> I think we're a little more than not typical. Um, after the show Saturday night, you know, the live show Saturday night, this has happened to me twice. Not this bad, but I feel so like when the show just ends, when they're talking about something really good, it gets me really bummed out. And so I went and I made myself a drink, which I hardly ever do, but I made myself a drink. So I was sipping some bourbon. I was sitting out here on the patio. And I, then I started, I don't know which actually came first, if I started praying first. Or I started crying first. And, like, I don't cry anymore. That's something else. So that was really cool because <laughs> I was like, oh, oh. I don't ever cry. And so I had another drink. And, um, yeah, and I, I prayed for somebody I haven't prayed for in a long time, which actually I think that made me cry more because it's not – when I say I pray, I don't, like, just go – like I said, I don't, like, oh, I'm going to pray for someone. It's when the spirit moves me. So – and it's always really interesting to me whether – because sometimes I get understanding and sometimes I don't. Because, like, sometimes I pray in tongues and sometimes I get interpretation and sometimes I don't. So sometimes I'm like, oh, I wonder what's going on with them, you know. But it's, it's you know, uh, uh, it comes over you. It's not like you, you can't. It's like the church people, oh, sister, I'll pray for you or something. You're like, well, only if God enables you to. Otherwise, I really don't bother, please, because you have no idea how. So that was really neat, and I, I don't know, I pray, I don't even remember who I prayed for, and then I remember it kind of, like, shocked me, because <laughs> it was, I guess it was, like, maybe more of a spiritual experience than I realized at the time, and then I went in, and I always turned my TV on late at night and tried to find, like, an old, old movie channel or something, and I went, oh, I don't even want my TV on tonight, and that doesn't happen. I mean, I haven't fallen asleep with my TV on since since my divorce, which was... My son was three, and he's in his early 30s now. So he was three when the husband left, and I got a TV. <laughs> and that was, a, you know, a bad habit, but that's because that's I was having trouble sleeping, and that's how I dealt with it, and it helped me. So that's a, an old, old memory. But I was, like, shocked. I'm like, what? You don't want the TV on? And I fell right asleep, you know? And, like, people go, oh, it's because you had a couple drinks. I was like, no, usually it doesn't do that. Usually if I have a couple drinks, I'm up. So that was cool. I got a really great night's sleep, too, and I didn't even feel shitty in the morning. <laughs> Alcohol is a, a stimulant in the short term. <clears throat> yeah. You probably heard that before. I mean, yeah, yeah so I, but I, I don't know. I, I crashed. I just had some really strong emotions that night. <laughs> I don't know why. I was, I was, like, embarrassing myself, you know, sitting and going, yikes, well, no one's here. They can't see me. It's okay. I know it's God. Just go with the flow, Heather. Yes, because I mean I am an emotional. Yeah, I never, I never, I don't feel embarrassed because you know what? It's like the alternative is like what every you know most of the majority of the people around me. You know, I've always kind of been picked. I guess picked on, but teased, or you know, told like you know I'm emotional or. Oh, you're too emotional, Emily. Why are you so emotional? (laughs) Yeah, and people have said you know mean things and you know, and then made it funny. You know, I'm a hyper, Mm -hmm. but it's like I'm always thinking, you know, like. Like, without trying to talk crap, but it's like, 
Like, you're boring person. You are boring, boring. <laughs> I just have no interest in living a life like you. Like, you know, of course, I don't say that to him. But I'm just, like, thinking to myself, like, think, living, like, your boring life, I would die. Like, I don't know what I would do. Like, yeah, you know. Oh, people always are trying to impose, you know, their beliefs. I love my emotions. I've always on other people. And it's like, yeah. I mean, and I was taught really strongly when I was growing up to, you know, you don't say anything. Okay, you just eat it all. And then that kind of happened a little bit in the church, but it was called something different, which was you, you have to be the more mature and nicer Christian. And I think I was telling Dave or Chuck this one night. Now I have no idea what I would say. I, I've, oh, I, I'm sure people would say I was, I'm outspoken, but then I also get accused of, like, never saying anything. So it's like, would you make up your damn mind? Oh, you know, mm-hmm. I, I probably do have real distinct sides to me, but... um. I was just, maybe that was the wrong word, embarrassed. I think, I, I can't, I'm looking. You're just like thrown off or something. Well, I'm, I'm, I can feel the feeling that I felt, um, you know, and then it's like I wait and see if a word comes to me, it comes up from the feeling, but I was feel whatever I was feeling, because I was praying, and yeah, when I have a couple drinks, <laughs> I was like, yay, because like, it, I probably get normal speed, but again, that is that's something that's like being restored to me just the last couple months, and I still don't even know what to think about that. I, that's a, a very deep one for me. I'm like, I thought I lost all this. It wasn't a month, Emily. It wasn't two years, and albeit, okay, I, I didn't have people to fellowship with, but, you know, I'll usually I'll talk to somebody. I don't know, just... So I'm going to call it joy. Joy is being restored to me. I mean, that's, I like to talk about the Lord. I like to talk about trippy stuff. Trippy stuff because I've always felt and seen trippy stuff. And for like the majority of my life, I didn't have any way to even talk to myself about it. But as I've grown in the Lord, and then, yeah, I mean... You could say, oh, all the horrible <laughs> sickness and illness. Like, yes. Oh, yeah, the New Age people always look down. It brought me gifts, you know, and, oh, I've learned so much. It's like, you know, I think I kind of had a lot of gifts, and I knew a lot prior to that. Did we really have to go <laughs> that bad, God? I mean, you know, and that's how I, you know, that's me working through it. I use humor because otherwise, um, <laughs> I don't know. I might cry more or I might get mad and I don't, you know, those emotions yeah. are fine when you feel them, but not not knowing no, things, yeah. not understanding. Yet I can't not like maybe for 4 years in there. I was hardly hearing anything. Oh, it was just oh, it was so bad. <laughs> it's like this time uh. I feel sorry for myself. Um but yeah. Yeah, that's why you had humor, because otherwise you'd be on the pity party. For, it, it would be bad, you know, because you, you're in the middle of, like, this health thing. So you can't start, you know, you, it was like a survival, you know. Well, everything humor, everything you know? got knocked down, and I thought most, I mean, I've always been fringe Christianity, not like what people would maybe use that word, but as far as, you know, the general whole thing of it. <laughs> we were always, you know, we were being called a cult when we weren't a cult at all. And before all my friends got really weird 
And, <laughs> like, I think they got zapped by something because it's like... Isn't that weird how that happens? Huh? Isn't that weird how all the friends get really weird? Isn't that weird how that happens? Well, that <laughs> happened a couple of like times. Everybody goes weird. Yeah, prior like, prior to... Um, you know, whatever. I just, I, I see. I, I don't, I don't like like words. Like, how else do you talk? Like, the awakening. I, I was always really awake to stuff. No, I hadn't seen anything in the sky. I had an experience when I was a little kid, but it was just an experience when I was a little kid, and I never knew what to make of it. So, um, it wasn't anything. You know, I didn't see the moon disappear. I didn't see stars moving. I didn't see, you know weird lines or <laughs> it didn't have a bug that zapped my body. Um, Walter? Yeah? Uh, Johnny's going to come on and talk about how he saw the disappearing moon. Okay. okay. He's getting tired. He's getting tired, so he won't be long. Hey, Johnny, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Hi, Johnny. When he saw hey. the disappearing Hi, Johnny. moon... Hey. When he saw the disappearing moon, it was in the daytime, and we don't believe that that's a real... So the reason this is important is because we think it proves that it's a, you know, get hung up about the word prove, but I mean, we think it's a moon. This is, there's a real moon, there's a fake moon. And, you know, I mean, they're either putting a veil uh, over the moon or it's um, to make it look like it's, you know, fake. I don't. <laughs> did you, yeah. did you say, Dave, that you guys think if you see the moon in the day that it's fake? Yeah, I don't think that's the real moon. So anyway, he's going to describe this real quick because he's got to go to bed. So why don't you tell us uh, what you saw at the time? Yeah, it was uh, daytime and sometime in 2012. I don't know what month. Mm-hmm. But um, maybe it was sometime in May, actually. And um, I was looking from inside, outside uh, the window, from the window. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, you know, it was like a really nice blue sky out out there, and uh, the moon was out. And I was just looking at the moon, and I noticed that suddenly it seemed to back out and a uh, puff of white smoke Whoa. appeared where it had been. <laughs> and it wasn't it wasn't that the moon was covered by any cloud cover because there was no cloud cover. Mm-hmm. And any, if I recall correctly, any cloud cover that there was very, very, very minimal. The moon was there and suddenly it seemed to just back up and and disappear. And I ran immediately to go grab a camera to see if it reappear, but it never did. And I'd already been acquainted at this time with... Um, Videos on the internet on YouTube, like uh, entitled "Glitches in the Sky Matrix." Mm-hmm. So I had already known that there were weird sky anomalies going on, that the moon was reappearing and disappearing for certain people. So that's what I had seen. And so when I went to school the next day, I told some people, and you know, they didn't believe me. But that's what that's what happened. And uh, you know, we got other reports of this going on now, but this is this happened to me in 2012. So did you say there was it, it's like been a going puff? on? You saw like it started backing yeah. up, and then there was like a little puff of smoke or something. Yeah, yeah. It wow. it vanished, and then in its place, there was just like a cloud. 
of white vapor. Really, like, you know, it just looked like gas, like chemtrail. Yeah, I've I've um, seen similar fog. poofy things. I've seen the clouds do weird stuff. Whatever, it's, it's the magic smoke, Emily. He saw the magic smoke. That's trippy. Oh. Uh, they got an article on Google. It says the Moon's Vanishing Act this week explains space dot com. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Okay, I, you know, oh. I, never, I, I never thought about this before. I didn't even know that this was true, okay? But um, if I thought about it, I got this, that moon actually disappears sometimes. Uh, because if it's up in the sky, um, sometimes I'll just take it out, you know, and just see if anybody notices. I, they love to do stuff like that. But I never thought about disappearing. And so um, if it does that kind of stuff, they're going to create propaganda for people to see it. And it looks like right. that's what it's about. <laughs> Yeah. They're going to tell you, it says, what happens? They're going to explain it for you. Right, like all the new clouds and everything else. It's just ridiculous. I came across this experiment on the, uh, what, you, what you do, you, you Google uh, cloud behind the moon. And everything yeah. Google that I, I didn't go through every page, but it, it's all linked to me. Mm-hmm. I accept one article where they're um, showing this little scientific experiment to try to prove they actually admitting that, oh, there's like this illusion of a cloud behind the moon. So we're going to experiment to, sh- to illustrate how that happens. But they say, well, it's just an illusion. I think this was deliberate propaganda, okay, because they're prepping people for Because this is the word's going to get out. It's going to expand. It will happen eventually. And every every person on the planet can see it, so it's, it's not really you got to persist a little bit sometimes, you know. But. Well, that's that thing we were talking about before when Channing was on and Joel was on before you were going to turn the show on or whatever you call it, where um, where I said one of the things I learned was one of the first things that's done to us is to detach us from our own heart, which which later really messes up all our relationships, but that's another story. But what that does, what I've realized that does is, um, and I mean, I still I still am aware, I'll start to like maybe think it to myself, but so you're seeing like something like Johnny was talking about or some of the weird things Emily and I were talking about. And it used to be, because I was made very aware that I was doing this, I was made very aware of my own thoughts, which is, well, I just don't understand that. It, and I'd always hear myself. I would say, it must be me. It must be me. It must be me. And then that that went together with my friend that I mentioned to you, Starlin, who used to tell me before she flipped out and went off on her thing, she used to say, oh, Heather, if there's one thing I want you to hear in all the times we talk, I want you to be able to hear yourself and to trust what you hear yourself saying. And at first I got kind of like insulted because I didn't really know her that well or anything. And I mean, she was totally coming <laughs> from a good place and a complimentary place and a place of, yeah, because I have something to say because, I mean. Like follow your heart. Well, that and and then there's also, you know, certain giftings that God gives people. And if you are not, yeah. and so here again is a, a, maybe a language failure, so I'll try to, you know, say it as well as I can. But when you're cut off from your own heart in a simplistic 
way of saying it is you can't trust yourself. I mean, we say we do because we're taught, oh, no, and, you know, all these things we're taught, all those stupid things. But I have living proof because I was being shown this. I was being taught something. I mean, I was being taught before my friend Starlin ever told me that. So, you know, when I got over the kind of being a little miffed at first, um, you know, it just went with what I already had inside of me. And that's probably, I mean, everybody has their, their story with God and their story of their life and, are, you know, they keep continuing, thankfully. But it's, that has been one of the hardest things. It's been the thing that has been most attacked in me. You know, like things like, oh, like what you were saying, Emily, people making fun of you. But yet these same people will turn around and like, you know, the backhanded compliments or, or if they want something, they'll come up and say, oh, you're so neat or what's your insight on this or whatever. I mean, and, you know, like Chuck said something to me on the phone the last time. Oh, because I've pretty much gotten over caring what people think. And I kept thinking about that. I thought about it for two days because I'm like, but I know that. But, you know, we're always needing upgrades because if I were to say it didn't matter, Especially if you like somebody or you care about them, I mean, you know, or you respect them. Like, I haven't met any of you people, but I like you a little bit that I, you know, I haven't really ever talked to Johnny. I was really, it was really nice when you helped me that time when I was having a problem trying to get in chat or something. I kept getting knocked off. That to me was like, a, you were like so nice. And, and Dave says, oh, Johnny, would you help Heather? It's because I've seen so much decay in the in the the church, not the church church, but you know the non denominational church with people that I loved and I really cared about i'm I'm a deep heart and I'm a tender heart, and as much as I get pissed off at people, I really really love people, and I really do care again might be might be a language flag, but part of my call, as odd as it seems, is to bring people together, which is the oddest thing because like being so detached from my heart and that being the main attack. It's come against me in my life. Is is that? I I know I have a call to bring people together, but um, I'm also very isolated. I'm also I like being alone. I am my own best friend. I dig it. <laughs> I like me. I entertain myself all the time. But yet, um, I miss the body tremendously. I miss people. I miss people. I feel like I don't even know or I haven't even met. If you like, really go out swinging on a limb there. But yet I get really frustrated with people. So you have a really nice voice too, Johnny. If you're still there. Probably already uh, uh Thanks. That's like, that's what I was telling Emily. That's my mother's heart. It was hard having a mother's heart when I was in my 20s and 30s and, and even into my 40s. But now that I'm older, that doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, I you just seem like you have great kindness in your voice. It's cool. I'm gonna eat some chili. You there? I'm here. Okay. I'm here. Phone might die soon. FYI. Phone might die? Yeah. I'm outside, so I'm away from the charger. Dave, I told Emily. I'd have to find it. 
I told Emily if she ever wants to talk to me, she could um, text you or email you, and you could give her my number. Yeah, actually, Dave, you should just send the number over to me because I do want to talk to her, and I, you know, that just makes it easier. Oh, and uh-huh. the only, right, right the only pre- prerequisite I have, Emily, is that I'm a night person. Sometimes I go to bed early, but usually I don't. So what that means is I'm not a morning person, so I don't talk on the phone <laughs> early in the morning. And then I have to take that's my hilarious. son to work, and that's usually any – well, like today he opened, so today was a really early day. He doesn't have opening days too much. But afternoons are, are better for me. That is so funny because – because I like the mornings and the night, so I just I go back and forth sometimes. So sometimes I get up super early and sometimes I don't. And so, like, when I get up super early, it's always, like, top of the morning. I, I'm on top of the world. When it's a brand new day, I always, like, say that to myself. And so I'll call people, you know, because they'll be, like, you know, with tons of energy, like, going crazy, like, so much energy. I don't – and I, I like, emotional energy. Like, I have all these ideas and I'm passionate about it, like – whether it's you know, well, like, if it was like an emergency you know, or something, so I you totally could call. call and I, I don't have a problem with that. that. That's really now, good. when my I machine my comes on, my machine comes oh, on. Oh yeah, it's a house phone. Yeah, so you have to yeah, like listen to the machine so I know who it is, and then just tell me it's you. And if I'm here, I'll pick Very up. Very good to know, dude. You told the right person that because, like, because <laughs> you don't leave messages. I like, you'd hang up. Sometimes, like in spring, like for a couple of weeks in the spring, I I get up at like 4:30 because I let the sun wake me up. And that's just going to wake me up. And so, like, you know, by 6.30, you know, the world's still sleeping, like, on a Saturday, right? And I'm just like, do-do-do, and I'm, like, holding back, holding back. No, it's too early to call mom. No, it's too early to call phone. So, and I'm, like, holding back, holding back, you know, and wait till and it's 7 o'clock. Okay, you know, but it's best to go away too early on this Saturday, you know. But it's, like, I, held, like, I waited, like, three hours, you know. <laughs> that's funny. I used to be way, way worse. Like, now I still do it, but it's not as intense. Like, I used to, like, oh, God. I'd write my roommates, like, love letters. Like, not really love letters, but I'd be like, Brittany, you're so great, you know, like, the roommate Brittany, you know. I'll just, like, start writing people letters. It's so weird. Like, yeah, so I'm, like, all about morning. If if, if I'm in the morning mode, so I, I go back and forth. Sometimes I'm in the night mode, and then, like, I'll do that for weeks or months, you know, and then I'll switch over day mode, and I'm all about going to bed early, and then waking up early. You know, so it just switches. But but well, ever since this freaking sky came around, like, or since I noticed the sky, it's like, oh wow. So my more, I'm not as much as a morning person because <laughs> I still. I mean, it's been three years, two and a half years or so since I've really been watching it. I just can't get my eyes off of it, you know. And it, mm-hmm. you know, when you're outside, it's, it makes you so calm, and it feels so good to be outside, you know. That article I mentioned about the disappearing moon, that, that it wasn't talking about what we're talking about. It's talking about why the moon is, is not visible in the sky for, I think, two days uh, each oh. month. They're claiming that the dark side of the moon is facing the earth, and that's why you can't see it. Because hmm. of the tilt? What is the moon? talking about a tilt? I do believe there's a dark side of the moon. I, I believe only half of it is illuminated. So you believe the moon... Well, see, it gets so complicated. Like, oh, so you believe the moon's a ball. But then well, what Johnny saw wasn't the real moon. Where's the real moon? Where, I want to know where the real sun is. I honestly haven't seen it for... I mean, it could have been around, and I just missed it, but I haven't seen it for so long. It's like, up here tonight. So long. I want to... Well, well the I, one I'm looking at is freaking, it's acting pretty crazy. 
I assumed that um, that the real moon was the one that was seen the most, and the fake moon was seen, you know, least. But Chuck's angel said that most of the time, yeah, uh, I'm talking about the night sky. Uh, that is a fake moon. Yeah. That could surprise me. I mean, that's what he said. So, and I, I always go with the revelation. Oh, I, I know that for changes my belief, I it. and that's what I believe. You know. <laughs> Well, I don't have a reason not to believe it. What's that? I don't have a reason not to believe this angel is doing things in the physical. He has proven himself, so I trust him. He's actually volunteered to do a couple things, and I was like, okay, well, you I mean you better follow up on that and give us a report. You know, I'm, I'm thinking myself, well, he actually did it. He went off and did something that night. <laughs> it's pretty crazy, man. I've always known there were angels. Because there was results. Manifest, physical. I've never known anybody personally, though. And, I and I, I mean, I felt presences before, and that's what I felt that they were. And for a long time, I have felt like, and I think about this from time to time, it's like a thing I get a little, little teeny upgrade, like I can see it a little more or something, where... <laughs> This is this might be a little bit too big, but it's it's in my raw childlike form. It's like, and they're going to become common. Now I don't know, I don't think that's to everybody, but and I've I've kind of seen that for a really really long time or known it, but I don't think I could have like ever put it into words. And when I hear myself say it, it <laughs> that's one of those things I do feel a little embarrassed for saying that, but it's. <laughs> But I think it's it's right. I might not be saying it exactly or see, right or see the details, but there's like an awareness um, because, well, it has to. It just makes so much sense. Like you're always talking about things we, we lost, Dave. You know, I, I don't know what, what all happened. Obviously some really big stuff, but... Something happened that made it so people couldn't interact with them. Because I know it was common to the couldn't people. Interact. Huh? Couldn't interact with who? Angels. Oh. It yeah. it was common long, long, yeah. long time ago. Well, basically everything has been downscaled. Because we're all under a, a judgment, a corporate judgment affects all Christians. They don't even know. The reason that Christians don't know this is because they're under this judgment that makes them spiritually dumb. And that's why they don't know. Well, so, that, and then there's been the improper teaching of, you know, well, you have to have more faith, and then it was you got to pray more. I mean, you know, there's all these things that I hate even hearing myself say them because they're just all so just. Dis- Disgusting, and they have caused so much pain. Um, you know, I think it's going to be, and again, I might not. This might be the wrong term, but it's the way I understand it right now. It's going to take like a sovereign act of God, like other things I've seen, like people operating in in the power of what I call the glory of God in a way that we don't know. I mean, if someone else knows, I could talk to them about it. We'd find the language. Um, I've seen people so full of the power of God that they're illuminated. 
I mean, I've seen real, like, light behind people a little bit, like in the natural. But, and I just thought about it today because um, I read something where somebody was talking about it. I don't know. It's my nope. hope. It's always been my hope. It's it's a large part of what's kept me going. I mean, other than just God, but it's it's the hope of a type of fulfillment that I don't have the words to express. <laughs> you know, you go to church and you got these complex problems, and they you notice know, how they give you these simple little answers. Uh-huh. Uh, problems that shows you they don't know what they're talking about. You know. So, well, yeah, they're not, but they're not properly equipped because they haven't experienced what you've experienced, and they can't even give you counsel. You know, they're not uh, not qualified. So you can tell by their answers. And people get disgusted with these answers, and uh, and they leave churches. You know, these simple solutions to explain reality. I don't even know what they're talking about. <clears throat> Yeah, well, I still, you know, sometimes, especially like what I was saying when I was praying the other night, because like um, Johnny and Emily don't know who Dennis Potter is, but you know who he is, and he was who I was praying for, and it went deep really fast, and I remember almost being shocked, because, you know, I get my strong feelings inside when I pray for people a lot of the time, and... I haven't had something that strong, and it was like, I was like, God, he was so far away for so long. I haven't prayed for him, and he hasn't come up in prayer in a really long time. And then I think just me, the me, me, not the the spiritual me, but it's, I don't know how to explain it because my feelings, I kind of went, I don't even want to see anything about him. I don't because it's so sad. And the people that I've talked to you about, these are people. I mean, yeah, I was a trippy little kid, I guess, but, you know, I was really compressed my whole life, so I didn't know myself very well. But these people, I had experiences with them. We had we had the equivalent of, you know, talking on the phone to almost strangers, but we would be in person, burning the midnight oil and laughing and talking about wild God stuff. And, and just being happy, even though we didn't see it or we had no experience of it, we would just share our hearts. And you felt, um, I don't know if it's going to come back to me, just thinking about this today or yesterday. The And I was like, I was thinking about it, I think, to you, Dave. The the tangible, I keep, I keep hearing, it's really lightly, but about, it's, I just heard the word love. Okay, but I know what it's talking about. It's talking about the love of God. And then I'll remember times where I have felt it burning inside of me. And it usually was when I was interceding, praying for someone, or I was actually physically praying for them, which is really trippy because it can be a complete stranger and you you feel like you love this person. (laughs) You can't even describe it, you know? And you're like trying to maintain and you're just like, you just want to go, I just... You, you, I, you can't do it. I can't find any words. It's And you have to, like, hold on inside going, wow, this is so, so strong. It's like it's radiating out of you, radiating out of your innermost being. So I guess what I'm saying is, is in my heart, I won't let go 
of anyone that I feel is a child of God. I won't give up hope for them. I'm not going to suffer over people anymore. But, you know, I've been told things like, there's more with us than against us, which I realize I'm quoting a scripture. But I was told that. <laughs> then my, my thing was, open my eyes, Lord, open my eyes. I want to see. And then I'm like, well, I don't know if I can handle seeing all that much yet. But, <laughs> yeah, because then what do you do? I think about, I could go further. I can't talk about it, but I can go further with some of those things when I'm thinking about these things. And then you go, my life would totally change. How would I... <laughs> I mean, how would you how would you deal with that? How would you live day to day? Like I think about some of the things that Dave and Chuck have shared with me and I think so I'm picturing it, you know, and I'm 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 trying to understand and I'm try, I'm trying to see it and um put it, it goes together with other little pieces I have and stuff and I'm like a couple of times I've thought, "Well, what are you what are you concerned with?" Because by the time this stuff starts happening, Everything, and I, and I don't really know what this looks like, so it's a pretty big statement, but it's like everything's already going to have changed around you, so it'll be okay. You will be able to deal with that. Don't worry about, well, how will this connect, or how will that happen, or how will we go here, or what about what about these things that I've seen, things about where I live, why I live here, things I've waited for for a really long time, and it's like, and so it's great. There's like a freedom. You know, I can make a joke. Chuck must have prayed something off of me because, or somebody did, because I don't have to like, I'm just like, I can let it go and go, you know what? I don't need to know. It'll be okay. I'll know when I'm supposed to know. I'll see it. I'll understand it. I can trust God. And I'm okay. I'm here. Is Emily I'm still there? Me too. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. So, Emily, all I was going to say was it's – God, I heard it. It went by so fast. It was like I wanted to go. It's like it's all sparkly, Emily. It's like – but it's not like bad. <laughs> it's like in the spirit, it's really good. It's really God. It's like, it's like being the best you've ever felt of who you are at any time and at the same time you have this memory – when you were like really, really young and everything, you know, before you learned what the world really was or, or that daddy drank or, you know, all those scary wow, things, yeah. whatever the things in your, your life story are, you know, that made you go, I'm only eight years old. I don't need to know this stuff. I don't like this stuff. But it's like all that. And I used to feel that um, in the people I was referring about today. It's, you can't explain how wonderful it feels to be with a small group. I wouldn't, I don't know, I guess it'd be a big group. I've just never, it's always with a small group. And the spirit would come in and it was like you were, you were totally free. You could be having, you know, you could have lost your job. You could have been worried about your bills. You could have, you know, been lonely, had a fight with your husband. I mean, anything. And it would, it just, I could feel the shift in the atmosphere when it would happen. But back then, I didn't know how to listen to myself. I used to go, I'm trippy. That's why I don't need to smoke pot. I'm just kind of trippy. And now I look back and I I honor myself because those things were hard to learn. 
Oh, yeah. They're not accepted. No. So see the sparkles, Emily. See the sparkles and throw your head back and laugh. <laughs> Never lose your child heart. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 you know, of course, I, well, I guess I've lost a little bit. I always, like, you know, I'm, I I let myself just be, like, that child. Like, if I feel like getting mushy and telling some, you know, my cousin or, you know, just telling somebody, like, out of the blue, like, you know, oh, my gosh, it's just really, you know, love you so much or something really cheesy. It's like, what? Most people go, like, what? Like, you know, I just do those things. And I know I sound like oddball. You know, I just do them because it, because I don't want to lose it, you know, and, and that's actually the way I want to be, you know, so why would I not do that, you know? Yeah, there's a lot of creative stuff connected to that. I, I get excited about just about everything. I mean, there's hardly anything. I mean, everything I'm excited about, like, I'm glad I'm not as excited as I get excited about. Well, it's it's good, and you can, you know, you can, as you grow older, you learn to, um, I don't know, kind of harness some of that, I think. It's really new to me, again, because my life has been changing, like, you know, I say a lot. I don't even, I don't, I don't even have the words. I'm just kind of like. Sometimes I think about, I remember when I was really sick and I remember I did write a couple times in my journal and I'm like, you know, I remember God telling me, and you will be in awe. And I'm like, okay, I've heard that word before, but what does it really mean? So I went on this hunt to find out, you know, in a spiritual sense, what the what awe, when God talks about awe, to be in awe. And <laughs> I know there's there's more to that awe, but yeah, I've, I, I've been in some uh, looking at the, the night sky, especially lately, because I keep sensing, I keep sensing God, but I can't see Him. I see all the weird shit, but and and I can feel the um, layers. I feel I perceive there's layers. I mean, I have seen them. Lots of people see the layers in the sky. Yeah, I've seen, yep, <laughs> like yep. we're up to like what six, eight now. All these layers, <laughs> but a couple of times when I've come out here, just in the last, I don't know, week or so. I always go, oh, Lord, I don't like the layers. What's behind the layers? And it's like, so if I try to put it in words, because I don't hear it in words, it's a feeling I get. And so then I I have to put that back because, you know, how am I going to tell you guys the feeling? It's like I'm here. I feel like God's behind the layers. Or I don't know, an angel? I don't know. But it's of God. And it's not just one it's it's a lot actually. There's a lot of um, like okay. I've seen I've like seen and sensed God, and then and then all but one time, um, it's it all turned uh, demonic. Okay, so you've got you've got um, that side going on too. And there's all sorts of good, and there's all sorts of um, you know these those light switches, the energy switches that I see. Mm-hmm. So I can be and uh, I was on the balcony. I don't have a balcony anymore, but I'd be on the balcony and I'd be looking. At the at this town, you know the little town right below, mm-hmm. and so I see these. Um, it, it's just unbelievable. I can see the layer where um, the the chemtrail um, or the cloud cover, you know, where it's above it, and I can see below it as well. Okay, so I can I see these um, these white and dark uh, energy sources dart like darting. They look like darts like darting down down to the earth, and they're light and they're dark, and they're and they're going down, but they're also kind of going at angles. Um, and then I've seen like dark ones, you know, these fishes land like land on a house, and it, like it hovered. This thing hovered over like the chimney, 
And then all of a sudden, it was like a chimney with a vacuum cleaner, and it, like, sucked the thing into the house. Like, they're, they're just very active. A lot of the, the light ones, you know, they'll block the black ones. Like, black ones will come shooting in one direction, and a light one will intersect it. And, like, it's gone. Like, it's crazy how much stuff's going on. But, like, um, I've sensed God, like, a few times, like, really. And, and I, like, like, I saw him. It's not like I saw, like, a picture, but I saw, like, this, emo- this emotion. And this is, oh, my God, like, it was... It was breathtaking. Well, within, like, I I was in the moment, right? right? Immediately, I was in, like, this moment, and it was unbelievable. And then within, um, I don't know, I mean, probably a minute, it started, like, it, it, it was, it just sorted. And then it went, like, pure evil, like, opposite. Like, it was so crazy. And, um, and only one time has it, did it not do that and actually stayed, you know, it, it stayed in... <laughs> In, in in that in his sense, you know, like uh, righteousness, and I mean, it's, I don't know what other words you know, and go on and on, but it was it stayed like it stayed true, you know, and it didn't turn demonic, like so. I it was pretty weird. That was just recently, actually. It was just like two nights ago, where it was like I could feel like it was God, God, and it was like I could see it, him and his expressions, like his feelings, like and it didn't turn demonic, and I was just like, oh, it was just, it was pretty cool. There's all sorts of freaking, it's, yeah. And, and, you know, that's another benefit of having a fake sky. You can, you can block out a lot of this stuff, you know? Like, Emily, can you, know, you see like, the air? Can you see the bubbles in the air? I don't mean the bubbles, the orbs. I mean, like, can you, can you see the air? I mean, yeah, I see static. And I, yeah. Yeah. Like, it just depends what you mean, because, I mean. I know, I it's I've like, seen, like. Actually, it's, I can see it's the air. Vivid, okay, so there's lots of different, there's lots of different things. But yeah, I mean, like, I turn that off one, almost 24/7 because because I I looked at it when it started with me, whenever it was, since we lived here, <clears throat> I know that. And the first time it it did, it startled me, and <laughs> I wanted to go run in the house and get my son and go. Can you see this? And I knew intuitively, I, I was like, okay, first of all, I don't think he's going to dig that right now. <laughs> he probably doesn't want to. He's he's very patient to me, but with me and kind, and he's actually even sees things, some things now, and he'll talk to me about it. But, you know, he has to deal with being out in the world and stuff a lot more than I do. So his head's in a different place, but... Um, and then it just to got me, I'm just like finally, finally, you know, like finally, there's some proof here because I've been knowing something messed up this whole time. You know, it's like to me, it's like yeah, it's sometimes hard to be out in the world because everything is boring. You know, I'm not going to go to the bar and talk about the weather. Hell no, you know. But it's like well, yeah, yeah there isn't. I, I'm just like finally, you know, like all of my whole life, like knowing like some things like this is all none of this makes sense. Like really, this doesn't make sense. Like the American dream, the freaking everything, none of it, none of it makes any sense. You know, like <laughs> and it's like so yeah, I think finally. Like, yeah. I didn't mean to go on that rant. Sorry. No, those are those but. are really hard things, you know. And like, and uh, what was it? It was something. I think it was when Dave and I don't know who he was talking to on Saturday night, and they were before before he started challenging uh, women's livers or whatever they call them, you know. <laughs> I was like, oh, see. Yeah, stay on the other side because I wanted to hear what you, what you were saying. And then it was like, oh, oh, I think I got something I want to say. I'm like, no, 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 I don't say nothing. I just listened to the show tonight. But because um, I had talked to him in check and he asked me something 
about men and women. And I've, I guess I've realized, well, it's it's different because, well, I even even like when I was working full time, the work that I was doing, I was in people's homes. I, I did in home care and I, I did hospice care for a long time before I got too sick to do it. And um, so it was, you know, I was I, I went to the grocery store, I you know ran errands, paid bills, did things like that. But I haven't, and even when I even when I was more, I don't know, when I probably had more money or something, could you know go to pick and save or something and go shopping. Um, I still, I've always been pretty kind of close back. Like if someone talks to me or I get a really good vibe from, from somebody, I'll talk to them, you know, and I enjoy that. And it does seem to be a little bit better. There, there seem to be some nicer people a little bit more. Um, and I really, really appreciate that. And it gives me great hope because for a long time, I, I, it's like, yeah, I'll go out because uh, I have to because we need food or I need something at Walmart or whatever, go, even going to get gas. I would almost like find myself keeping my head down because I don't want to see what I see. I don't, I don't want to, I feel so much, even if I'm not paying attention and it's still, you know, it's, I don't always handle it really well. Sometimes I know I'm probably hard to be around. It's because you were sick. That's why. Because you were sick. No, can't use that excuse. I still do it. I'm better than I used to be. Um, well, no, because it got in the habit. That's why you got in the habit. No, well, I get, it, it frustrates me, Emily. I get angry. Their health. People don't realize. People seriously don't realize. Emily's all trying to hurt me. It's all right. I'm working on this. I'm like going, okay, I, I, it's okay. I mean, I understand righteous anger because I was taught righteous anger. I was taught how to be righteously angry and that, you know, be angry and sin not. It's okay because there's things that God does hate and there's things that um oh yeah totally no i know i, I you know i have said him I'm just saying, but look this is like me shit, this is like crap this is you're not going to want to talk to people like you i know? don't need to be using the language i use lots of times when i'm driving so i've been going back to some of my old tools and saying like this guy was hauling butt i mean like i wasn't on the road i was going to turn on it i had just picked my son up and he was in the car <laughs> He must have been doing freaking 80. And so we don't have bad traffic like you guys do. Like, I've lived in cities before and stuff. But, I mean, it, it was fairly heavy for up here. And he, it's, that, see, that's, and that's my, that's my I'm going to protect and save the world mother side of me. He is involving other people. He is endangering other people. And he does not have the right to do it. Plus, it scared me when his car went by. <laughs> it made this terrible noise. He probably thinks it sounds like really great and shit. But it didn't. And he was hauling butt. He probably ended up passing all the people. And, you know, so when I can handle it better, I say things like this. I pray conviction on him right now. I speak that he be convicted. Because, you know, and my son, my son knows me really well. He's like, Mom, it's okay. It's okay. And I said, no, you know, my hand's going on my hip right now. No, it's not okay. He does not have the right to do that. I mean, I've, I, I maybe can't see the angels at this point, but I've seen what they do because I've seen where um, people have done stuff like this and somebody should have smashed into somebody. And it was stopped, unexplainable. You know, sometimes I say I have an angel ready shotgun with me. 
I mean, we have to. We've, we've all been protected. We all have have stories. But, yeah, people are just, you know, those are the people I don't like, those people. Because it messes my spirit up. And I keep saying, okay, you've taught me so much how to overcome feeling stuff. Lord, I just, you know, I want to handle it better. I know it's probably not pleasant for someone else in the car when I cuss. But that's the point I'm at where I handle it. I just, I really want to rise above it. <laughs> I want to throw some glory sparkles at him, Emily. That's what I want to do. I want to see the power of God come down and do what it is and more that I've seen. You know, that's another conversation now. So whether or not, whatever happens in the future, I just want to see what is in my heart about this place and like I said, God's people in this place. I want to, I still want to see that. And yes, it does involve sparkles. Literally, I'm not even being funny because I, I remember sparklers when you were a little kid. We didn't have California. You can't have fireworks, but when I lived in Oregon, yes, I sparkles. loved sparklers. And when we'd all, my mom and dad would always get them for us and we'd write our name and stuff like that. And I was just really impressed with those. And then on our birthday, we used to go to this. My dad always liked to drive, so we'd, we'd drive up the coast and we'd go to this place. I think it was called the Twin Chickens. That was our nickname for it. I don't, that wasn't its real name. It was, I don't know, a past Oceanside or somewhere. I don't know. Had big ro- They were actually roosters sitting outside. It was a great chicken place. Then there were some other places. But I, don't, I just remember when it was your birthday, they'd come and they'd bring you the piece of cake and they'd sing you happy birthday and there'd be a sparkler in your piece of cake. It was so cool. Did you say the chicken in Oceanside? I the said, in Oceanside? I, I, I didn't hear your whole sentence, what? Did you say Oceanside? I think it was It was so long ago, Emily, and I was a little kid. And no, so there, I, is, there is a rooster. It was a there restaurant. Is. It was white. I think it was uh, yeah. roundish. And when you walked in, I think, I think there were two of them. But we usually just call right. it the chicken place. Are you talking about San Diego, though? Just the county yeah. of San Diego? Are you talking about... Yeah, there is. I should take a picture and send it to you. Oh, my God. It's still there. It's still there. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we used to go drive another chicken or a rooster. Or dad used to like I think it is a rooster. I don't remember if it's a chicken or a rooster. You know, well, it's funny. And I was little, so they, they, were, they, they were, like, huge, you know? Where did you live? Where did you live? Uh, when I was in first grade, we moved to La Jolla from Eugene, Oregon. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. But it was really nice then. I I took Aaron when he Lohia was... is so nice. It's gorgeous. Lohia is gorgeous. Well, maybe... It's the cove, you know? Maybe Gerard Street, but, like, when I went there, there was... The highest high-rise was three stories high. It was the medical building by La Jolla Elementary. And, like... Oh, yeah, I don't know. It's that's like when that. I was yeah, really, I really little. But now it's, you know, and it's like, what did they do to the streets? All these, I used to drive those streets. I, yeah, I actually, no, you're right, you're right. You know what, it's, there's so much traffic. And I, when I go to La Jolla, I just go for snorkeling. And um, I go to, I go because um, there's like private areas of the beach you can be at. And, and you, know, and, you know, there's all sorts of marine life going on and kayaking. And stuff. So I'm always in the water. So that's why, like, I'm always beautiful. Yeah, I miss, right. like, I miss the beach a little bit. It's like a nightmare. Yeah, there's, yeah. It's, but it was, it's, it's, it was yeah. mellow and... I don't remember, but my, I've heard my mom tell the story that, you know, people used to call it the village, you know, and it wasn't, 
um, me and my dad worked, and we weren't super wealthy or anything like that. And well, La Jolla is really high. It's the highest. I mean, it's a high end town. It's probably one of the, uh, you know. It bummed me out because that, that's where I grew yeah. up. I remember Oregon a little bit, mostly my family up there. But um, I just, I used to, because things were so shitty at home, I used to, um, I was allowed to take the dogs on walks. So we had these two dogs and I buttons and bows. They were my Aww. friends when things got scary. So I'd take buttons and bows and put their leash on them and I'd go, I could go by myself. Like, this is probably, I don't know, junior high. I don't think I was allowed to do it in elementary school. Maybe, I don't know. But I was young. And I'd walk them down on the sidewalk, and I would just look in all the, the stores. And I used to walk down there and go to the movies on Saturday, you know, and I never felt scared. There was a, a shooting once when we were really young. And I remember that was like, I couldn't comprehend that because, like, we, we didn't know the girl, but we... We knew who she was. She went to our school, and it was by this store. I don't even know if it's there. It was called the Little Folks Shop, and they had really cute kids' clothes. And sometimes when we were little, we used to go in there, and I think Mom even bought us, like, a couple dresses in there. That was like, you know, it was big time. It was like, the Little Folks Shop, that's cool. We were little girls then. <laughs> but, um, you know, and I used to walk down there because it, it was on that street. I can't remember the name of it. It would it would go down towards Scripps and the Cove over there. And then there was Anthony's yeah. Fish Grotto. We used to go to Anthony's Fish yeah, Grotto. Yeah. I had a really strange childhood because my parents were really great. They were they were self-taught. They used to, both used to read a lot. But um, I grew up in an alcoholic, violent family. So huh. it was like this really great, cool stuff, you know, and yeah. this really, you know, damaging stuff that, Wow, you don't you you wow. don't even know it for years, and then and then God says, guess what? We're gonna go on a healing ride, and you go, oh my <laughs> God, you know, and then and then so you go through all those those years and years and years, and then you end up wherever we all are now, much contemplation, thinking, walking barefoot on the sand in my backyard, smiling because the big desert willow. The bark may be black, Emily, but I've actually prayed for that tree. I've laid hands on it because I said, I don't want you to die. I want you to live. Wait, I have to check. Is anybody watching? Okay. No. So, because I don't want it to die. I want it to fight. I want it to live. That's kind of how I feel about people, too. I want them to fight to live. Yeah, I'm like that, too. I have five minutes. A, forever. I never learned. I mean, I'm learning right now, but... It's like I can never master, or I, I can never practice. Um, like I just wait. What was I just say? I lost myself. Oh, I don't know how to let go. Like because if I say I love you, then that means I love you, right? So how do you just like walk away from the person if you just said you love them? Like whether it's your family or you know. And it's like I never understood that. I never understood. Well, Emily, that. I knew there, right, hey, look, take a post it and write that one down, and in private, I'll share some stuff with you. Okay, I, I totally relate. And I've actually, you know what I mean. So that's, I'm, no, I know. We're, we're, I, know I, that I told David like love. I've been hearing the word love, and I, I know, and it's not like all love. It's, not, it's real soft and real quiet, and very small. And then I'm like, huh? What? Oh, okay, okay. 
Okay, the love of God. I know the love of God. All those experiences I've had where I felt it, and I'm like, okay, what, what, what else? What else? And I haven't, I haven't gotten anything else. But yeah, the, the, um, what you were saying, you, what you were saying, I, I get it. Well, girl. But I think I that it. all of that, the, the hard, the hard, the hardship I've had with that was like letting go. See, I don't, I don't try to control or change people. I know that, you know. But it's like I believe. That if you believe in yourself, you know, anything is possible. And so, you know, I don't believe in, like, numbers. I don't believe in, you know, like, oh, this is it for me. Like, no, you know. And so I just hope that people, you know, and believe that they, they can actually see, you know. Like, if I'm in a relationship or if it's a family member, you know, just see that there is hope. And things, miracles do happen all the time, you know. And I just want them to see that for themselves. I don't have to tell them because, like, I know I can't change them, you know. So I just, you know, if you say you love them and, but the thing is, is um, I think my whole life it's been it's been so challenging because and now I'm just finally learning how to what to do, and like all of that is like for a reason, and the reason's kind of kind of like really sick, <laughs> like you know, like uh, just yeah, there's the some, future, there's you know, here on Earth, and having to, I'm probably gonna have to wake up a bunch of people, uh, you know, like. I don't know. Things are hard, and it's like I realize everywhere around me is like letting go because, you know, I mean, I don't know, animals with cancer, all of these things, you know, and and uh, you know, I want, I have to know the, tr- you know, I have to know things. Like I just want to know things, and so sometimes when you know things, it's like really, really ugly, and it's like, oh, you know, it's hard to carry around. It. So I'm just learning how to find, you know, because things aren't getting any easier for. You know, no, and that's the 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 scripture for, for says, you know for animals or for people things aren't getting better. Okay, they're getting worse. So it's like I feel like <laughs> it's going to be a lot of letting go. Like I mean, I'm not saying that people are going to die or anything. I'm just saying you know people are distracted. You know, there's family members that that I'm not close with anymore because you know <laughs> like stress is more important or being busy is more important for them. You know and it's like I used to throw myself at them, you know, call them all the time, like, hey, you know, get, drive to their house. And, and I never cared if they didn't do that back for me. I, I have energy. I love to drive. Like, it works out for me, man, you know. I'm I used to love to drive. Good. I used to. But, see, it's, yeah, so I don't but know. But, see, you're probably, you're, okay, so you're this deep person and you feel a lot, but then you also, you know, and people don't discern you right because you also have this extremely childlike side. And that's where the scripture would come in, which is to guard your heart because out of it flow the issues of life. And I know you didn't hear the other conversation, but that's, you know, obviously I guess it's coming up for me with the the, the love thing again. So, you know, and I can't go to any old resources I have to even, I won't, I won't do that because those have been used up and those, those just don't work anymore. So, and you know, I validate everything you're saying. So, and then there's like differences because there's like the family stuff, and then there's friends, and then there's um, if you had you know whatever we call them church friends or whatever, and then there's just like general people in general. So it when you feel a lot, you usually think a lot, and sometimes you know there's a tendency to overflow. But there is absolutely nothing wrong with guarding your own heart. It's not fear; it's wisdom. And, um, you know, like, I was really hesitant to um, contact Dave. <laughs> like, oh, come on, you know. I don't know what he calls himself, but, you know, we would say, well, he's a Christian. Okay, so, like, 
really do, you know, I actually, when I told him this, I was like, I would actually be thinking about it. I mean, this went on for weeks and going, and like, please, nobody misinterpret this. They can't hurt me because they don't live anywhere near me. That's what I had to say to myself. That was me comforting me. That was me encouraging me. And, you know, you immediately, you know, when, you, when you're vulnerable like that and you're honest and you're straightforward, people, oh, she was afraid. It's a different kind of fear. Because I have the telltale heart thing, okay? So, like, if I'm not my true self, I've got this freaking telltale heart in me, and it's just, like, seriously going crazy. Like, I, so it's like I have to, like, sometimes I over, like, you know, like, I don't, like, even when I'm gullible, okay, if I don't get things, you know, like, some, you know, people think, oh, Emma's not very bright or something. Not everybody thinks that. People think I'm really intelligent, no, they, right? but they, if they don't know yes, me, if they don't know me, you know, they think that. And and I know that they think that, and I know when they're thinking it. I can tell. I can hear it in their voice. And so, you know, it doesn't bother me because, you know, I'm just being honest. This is how I feel, and, you know, I really don't understand, or, or you know, I don't laugh, I'm not laughing at your joke, whatever, or I am laughing when it's not appropriate, or, you know, I'm saying something really stupid, like, like really stupid, but... I mean, yeah, you're dealing, you're dealing with more of that. You're dealing with all these other people's issues too. You know, when you're being yourself, you can't. I mean, Emily, you can't always. I'm myself. You know, I I overcompensate that behavior sometimes just to really, really make sure I am acting the way I feel because the telltale heart in me is like, if I'm fake at all in any moment, you know, which I'm not always real. I'm not saying that. Oh, I'm never. You know, I never. Like, if somebody says, you know, how's your day? I'm having a shitty day. You know, I'm not going to say miserable. You know, so, yeah, I, you know, I think sometimes I'll go, I go, it's good. It's good, you know. But they can always tell. Like, I just crack my voice just now. Like, I'm the worst liar, you know. But um, I, I'm lucky, though, because what I'm trying to say is because I have that thing in me that's like the telltale heart, man. I swear, if, if, <laughs> if I don't be my true self, it's like, it's nagging at me, you know. So I'm just fortunate. I've always had that thing. Whatever it is. Yeah, you have a, um, it's, it's called being sensitive. Now, we were taught that that's really bad. And my lesson <laughs> came at a fellowship, and I allowed someone to, oh, but, you know, they were just joking, right? And if you say anything, see, then there's going to be a confrontation. So yeah. you, can't, you can't wade out into those waters like, um, the Lord brought something up that my dad said to me recently, and then there was then it was like brought up again. It was like so I'm I'm like doing something else, so it's hard to kind of like put all this stuff into words. So it was like something he said, and I don't even remember exactly what it was, but what it what he was doing was he was shutting me down, but he was shutting me down by mocking me and using his. <laughs> they still do this, using his parental authority to um to to shame me because he's real big at that because <laughs> he's an alcoholic and he's oh, yeah. not, not really aware um of other people's feelings and if i say yeah. or do something he doesn't like he'll and and i've just recently been able to put more of this into words and so i had this little scenario go through my head you know like i I see on my movie screen, it's like, well, if, okay, so I, I heard what he said again, and then it's like, well, what would you like to say back to him? 
So now I'm already, I've stepped out, I'm into the fire, and I'm going, well, there'd have to be what I call an opening in the spirit, okay? And I can feel that if there is. It doesn't mean how he's going to respond or not respond. It's an opening within myself that feels, it's an opening, but it feels full. I feel quiet, I feel confident, I feel strong, but I feel very quiet. And I thought, yeah, okay, so I know what this lesson is because I've had them so often. (laughs) And it's, if when he says something like that to me again, I'll check first inside, okay, can I do this? And if I if I got if there's that opening, then I will tell him. And it's like it's, it's even hard to talk about because I had it really good. I was actually like rehearsing it the other night. I will say <laughs> I can't do it as good as I did it the other night. It was it sounded really good in my head. It was like I turned to him, okay, I looked try, at him, try. and I let him see my eyes because I got this thing with my eyes, and I'll look right at him and I'll tell him, Dad. Do not speak to me that way. And then there was like a really good line after it, something about I am a grown adult woman. I, I might tell him my age, but I'm, I'm not talking age on the air. And um, I'm like a little older than Dave, so people can figure that one out. And, you know, it's just weird because like age is weird because like I still feel like I'm in my 30s, except I feel way better, so that's really good. Yeah, just but, like what they told us, you know, when we were little kids, like, you know, I'm like, how the heck do you feel like a kid stuff? You know, when you're little, and they're they're like, you know, seventy or something. You're like, you know, you don't get the young heart thing when you're real little. I love. Anyways, go ahead. No, it's just you know, and so so it's these like lessons, and I'm just like you know trying trying to share that maybe because I I believe that things that we when we fellowship and when we tell each other things, that those things kind of you know if they're good things. If they're helpful things, I, I've seen it time and time again for years. They get, like, embedded, and they'll, like, pop up, and they'll help you in a situation. And that's because, like, fellowshipping is, is um, well, it's a kind of oneness. And then communicating, which is, can be really challenging at times, but, you know, you're, you're giving and taking. It's like communion. You're you're, you're you're like partaking of each other. And then, you know, now I'm thinking of my friend Star. It's like, how did she get so off in left field? This this woman was one of the wisest people I ever met. Plus, she was my friend. And she used to just, we had these great talks, you know. And she just used to say the, the most wise things. She and I related, but she was like my really, really more quiet side. But, but, these things are, you know, they're so profound about all of us and people and who we are. And I don't know, I like kind of spaced a little bit and I like, I'm seeing, not literally, but I'm thinking about what I felt when I can feel God and the angelic host and whoever else that I don't have words for. Like, God is very present in the skies. And even if I see all this shit, well, yeah, whatever. I, I'd rather say shit than horror. I think. Um, he's yeah, there. yeah, he's exactly, very exactly. He's he's he is. You know, he is. There are more with us than against us, and I love that because I can remember. I don't remember exactly when. It was a long time ago when God told me that, and it was a time when I was really, really down, and I didn't understand a lot of things going on. And to hear that and have it put in you. There are more with you than against you. 
and I kind of your spirit goes, whoa, 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 and it's like, and then it, it repeats, and you hear it like you're out or you're trying to deal with something. Well, there's little get, wonders everywhere. There's wonders in in, in in just miraculous things like the sun, you know, sunlight and like like oxygen itself, you know, and that not because we breathe it, but all the benefits that it gives you. And so there's these miracles all over the place, and it's just open for us to explore and find, you know. And so it's a you know real ugly, you know. Uh, film and then but there's like little hidden secret miracles that like make up for the ugly because they're like so powerful you know and and that's what keeps that's what's like I I can see like all the the shit or all the horror that's you know around okay and it's devastating me sometimes like it'll it'll Mm -hmm. it'll it'll tear me down you know but but the truth is is it doesn't really do it that often because even when I think about like vaccines and kids and stuff I mean that's like the worst and you know I still like because there's there's there's, these, there's the good that's like everywhere. It's right in front of us, and it's little. It's very little, but it's it, it makes it so powerful that it makes up and it conquers. You know the rest of the massive hideous you know hell going on. You know, so it's it's like because a lot of people they can't even talk about certain things because you know they get real depressed and stuff like that. And I've gotten real depressed, you know, about a lot of things. But you know, real depressed for me is like uh, six hours. You know, like I've never stayed in the bed all day or, you know, like, like I've tried, I've been depressed once where I tried to do that. I tried to play the whole act, you know, like not play the act, but, you know, I'm depressed so that my role is to watch movies in bed, you know, and it's like, by, you know, noon, I'm like freaking, I want to do laundry, I want to do laundry. Well, that's good because you don't ever want to you don't ever want to live through a time where those you don't have those tools where those things don't good, work. It's so powerful. It's so powerful. It's like and it's for me to find. So so if if I don't like look for it and get it, then 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 who is you know? So it's like I gotta go. You know, not really, but I'm just saying, like, I mean, kind of, because I go out and explore caves, and I'm looking for gold and stuff like that, you know, just for fun, but also, you know, I get to know the nature, woods, you know, I, I, when you're on that level, and you're looking for caves, or you're pulling weeds, even, you're you're on the level with, you know, you could see what happens with the insect world, you know, you hear noises, and, and animals communicating with each other, and it's just like, that right there is a wonder, you know, and you don't see that if you're in the car busy going to work, or you know, like, in your stuck in your busy life, of course, you can go to work, but, but to get stuck in that life where, you know, you leave the house at 6 a.m., you don't get home until 7 or 8, it's like, you know, you don't get to see all that, those wonders, and that's where people could get really depressed with all this ugh, ugly that goes on, you know, horror. Mm-hmm. So, I just have to, I mean, I have to remind, my, I don't remind myself anymore because it's a habit, but I used to remind myself all the time because, you know, like, love or good and it just takes it just takes a little bit of that and it conquers a whole heck of a lot of the, the other. I'm glad that works for you, Emily. I'm spot. I'm chuckling, going, yeah. I remember when I used to try to be that way more, but I'm I'm that would be one thing that I I can understand it, but I I I need a little bit more at this point in my life. You know, when you get older, you start thinking about how much time you have left, and my parents are both alive, but. They're um, three years apart. Yeah, okay. They're 85. Like or, I don't remember how old my dad is because they were out of my life for a while. So 80, 86 and 83, 85 and 82. Um, I'd have to look at my calendar. I'd have to look it up, you know. And they're like, they're both there. They're not like incapacitated or anything. And my, my dad's alcohol is rationed to him. So, 
You know, it sounds like that would be a fun thing that you get to pay your dad back, but it wasn't. It was one of the hardest things I've ever had to do in my life, and it was it was it's it's really hard. Who the heck wants to ration scotch to your own parent? <laughs> I was having to pour it in jars and deliver it. You know, it was getting ridiculous. You know, yeah. and this is this is the guy who still who still likes to shame me. But it's like I was telling Dave and Chuck one night. He's a really great guy. That's that's the part. Like you know, and, and you have a heart like this too. I'm not being um, uh, stupid. I'm not um, unrealistic. I'm not a child, and it has nothing to do with enabling or codependency or any of those other things that that mm-hmm. the world taught me for you a while. That worked for a little bit. With, yeah. No, it's that when you yeah. can. I can see God in people, you know, and I can see, and when you know things, so when it's, when it's friends of yours or people that like, when you're talking, I don't, I don't quit loving somebody. Okay. Maybe the ex-husband <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, that was like that. Well, the, all those, the cords all got cut. That was when they were talking about men leaving women or women leaving men, I was going, I suffered a physical pain for nine months, almost a year. Somebody prayed it off of me because I had physical pain, and I, it later became a joke. And we didn't even have a good marriage, and I felt that connected to him. I mean, he was he was a piece of work and very deceptive, obviously, because, like, who walks into that? Not, you know, not knowingly. You don't... <laughs> You don't know that, yeah, that you're exactly. deceived. It was a conspiracy for sure. Oh, man. Someone was trying to oh, take man. me out again. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> but it, you know, and it's true. So there's that's a that's a different kind of bond. But then there's a bond that you you have with your parents. I, I hear people say they hate their parents. You know, they wish them dead. Literally, like there's a, a narcissism recovery um, channel that it's a family tree counseling it's on youtube and every once in a while especially if something's happened i'll go and find a video and i you know to kind of let out some stuff and things are much better now they were really bad though for a while but um yeah there's there's a lot of um there's a lot of really shitty people and even though i've seen really shitty things and things that have grieved my heart to the point where you feel like you're freaking going crazy because like You've known somebody your whole life, whether it's your sister or you have a brother or your friend, and, like, they've totally changed. And we're not, it's like, oh, yes, well, people don't live like they used to. They grow apart, and they move to different cities, and they just grow apart. That's what happens. And I listened to that crap for years, and I'm like, well, you know, it may be what happens. Like, my mom, that's how my mom dealt with different things. She's like, I'd be talking about something, the banking system or something. And that was before I even understood it. I just knew there was something really wrong with it. And I used to get upset and go, but, 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 mom, it's not right. And then, you know, like in the last, whatever it's been, I said something about it. And I go, look, mom, don't tell me that's the way it is. It's immoral. It's evil. It's wicked. It's satanic. And I could go on, except I'd probably lose you. But don't tell me that that's just the way it is. Yes, it is the way it is, but I, I refuse to accept it. I will stand up if that's all I have left. Even when I was sick, I would say that. There's no one, to, there's no one around to tell, but I'll tell myself, you know, this is wrong, this isn't right, the things I was seeing, the things that were going on, until I totally gave up and <laughs> let everything go <laughs> and didn't care for a while. 
So protect your heart, Emily. That's all. It doesn't mean you're being harsh. It doesn't mean you're a, the B word. It doesn't mean any of those stupid things that seem to want to pop up and criticize and, you know, accuse you of this or that. You know who you are, you know. And even the places where you maybe don't know, you know. And you probably, you know, you, you might scare people sometimes because you're, you're bouncy. <laughs> well, because I have, like, this, this thing in me that really keeps me, like, the, my actions are how I feel, that when people do, you know, do their thing with me, I freaking, I'll let them have it, you know? I have no problem letting them have it. You know, and I've got all sorts of, um, you know, it's it's not that I collect, like, ammo against them or anything, but, um, you know, if people are, are bullying me or mean to me or abusive or any of that, they're they're pretty deceptive, pretty manipulating type people. So so they do a lot of things, you know, that, that I, I just somehow remember right away and it's like, well, really? Bum 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 not like you did this, but but you know, it's like really like you know, and I'll just they can't say anything after that, you know, and I just kinda end it. But see, I'm I'm in you know, it doesn't mean I ha- I it doesn't mean that I have control over uh, my feelings not getting hurt because oh my feelings get hurt every day my feelings get hurt every single day you know right you know as we speak you know um, I, I'm <laughs> you know so I I'm still you know I don't have like this this thing where I've got it down and oh everybody around me treats me wonderful and no I still have a lot of problems where you know I attract you know people that don't treat me wonderful you know things like that happen a lot so you know luckily like. I don't know. I mean, there's been times I thought I was going to look completely insane, you know, but deep down I know, like, there's part of me, it's unfortunate that a part of me, you know, it's hurt or part of me will get, you know, damaged, but I I just know that ultimately it's it's not going to be, like, permanently anything permanent, you know? But that doesn't mean... Yeah, but it is. It's hard. I mean, there's... It doesn't mean it's okay to be around these people. It's not okay because, you know, I can be around people that make me feel like crap, or it can be helping, like, five five children, you know, like, like doing something for the community. You know, what, what's better of my time? Is it better to hang around people that treat you like crap? Or that's how I, that's kind of how I look at it. Because for a long time, you know, I didn't understand why I'm hanging around these people. Of course, everybody wants to say, you know, daddy issues or freaking, um, you know, like, they always just go back to, like, the basics. That, oh, you don't love yourself, you know? And uh, I didn't even know what that meant, you know, because I was like, every time somebody says, well, maybe, you know, you're in, you're in this relationship or whatever. This was a long time ago, but you're in this relationship or that relationship. Because, you know, you, you don't love yourself. And I'm just like, or possibly you don't love yourself, whatever. I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, it's not true. Like, because I'll look in the mirror and have, like, conversations with myself. Okay, Emily, you know, you're, you know, I, I think I look good. I think that you know, I'm funny, I crack myself up, like you said, you know, you can entertain yourself, I can totally mm-hmm. entertain myself, like, totally entertain myself, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, and, um, you know, I, I, I'm, you know, there's lots of things I love about myself, so I couldn't understand that, but now I realize what it is, like, it, it when they say that, okay, it, the truth in it is that I'm actually too busy thinking about, like, the other person to even think about myself, and that's possibly where, I'm not even putting myself first. Like, so well, I'm and, going And then you're just like, you can just spin it's in it. True. Like, I mean, and it's, it's tough, Emily, but the, I love you myself said it. I don't take care you, of myself. You like, said, what? No, no. 
see, those are like all these attachment things, you know, and like there was a time and it, and again, I don't, you know, I'm just because I don't know you and I don't know how old you are. I don't know that much about your life, but there were certain, certain things of those truths, like that really, really helped me. Like when I was married to begin to understand, you know, and I remember this one book I read the very last it, page of it was like and when when you begin to do this and it wasn't like anything major it isn't like the key to life or anything but it i, I don't even remember what all it was but it was by susan forward i remember that and she said and when you begin to do this everything will change and the other person will either change because you have or they will leave and i remember i <laughs> i was sitting on my water bed and, I, and my son was probably there in his diapers and I broke out in a cold sweat and I started shaking uncontrollably. I've only had that happen two times in my life and it was it was always like a spiritual epiphany. It, it wasn't so much Susan Forward's words, it was what God was showing me. And because as soon as I read that, a decision was made about me in my head. And I, I wish I could remember it better because it might help you or something, but um, you know, what exactly was going on, but you know, you can pretty much figure out what it was about. And And he did leave. It wasn't very long at all after that. And I was like, what the heck did I do? I got better. You know, I mean, it's like you pray for people and it gets, they get worse. You know, I've had that happen too. But that was... Wait, that what was, do you do? What do you do? Or can you not... Do you don't want to tell me now? I don't what remember... What is it that you do? Like to get the person to go. <laughs> it's, it was within myself. Like I said, I read her words... And that's all. I, oh, okay. And then the Holy Spirit started oh, ministering to me. It wasn't, and obviously it wasn't something really, really huge. Maybe it was just a realization in my own head. Because yeah, I got you. That's why you said it's not the key to life. You know, yeah. You, you, like always, not, yeah. you always think, well, you know, I did back then. I didn't know that I was thinking this, but I always thought, you know, and it's a real woman thing, so you know. We'll let the whole world know about real women, real tender hearts, which is if I'll try harder. And it's not the, oh, I'm an abused woman syndrome. You know, that can be a part, but that's, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about a real person. You know, it could be a guy too, but I've only had these conversations with women. Um, Maybe one or two guys a little bit. But we, that is... Yeah, like when they were talking about the women's lib and all that stuff. You know, I love that commercial. You probably don't remember it unless you're old enough to. And I don't even remember what the heck it was for. It was it was either for perfume or a cigarette or something. I don't know. It's like, I can fry up the bacon. I can something. And she's holding a baby on her hip. The whole This was the commercial. And it was it was presented so funny. And it was like, so there's mass, you know, manipulation going on because at least the few women, I haven't had a lot of close friends, but the few women that I've known, that's, that's their heart. That's, they're not like how I hear women are now. They, and, I, and I don't even know if I'm this way because I'm so much older now. My life's so different. and I don't have anybody at all in my life except my parents and my grown son. Um, but you want to make things better. Now I think, now I look at shit and I go, oh, well, you know, the kitchen was really messy. I'm like, you know what? I don't even care anymore. Because I changed because being sick changed everything. Maybe some things, it doesn't upset me as much when things aren't um, 
I like things. I get to know where things are, but I don't care if things are a little messy. And I don't. And plus, I don't have anybody coming over and surprising me. So, I don't care if there's dog poop on the potty patch in the yeah. laundry room. Yeah. Who cares? You know. But I was so I was so young back then, and we had these dreams, and the dreams. You know, you made a thing about the American dream, and then there's the Christian version of it, which is if you're just a good wife, and it's somewhere in, I don't know, First Peter or somewhere, you know, and it talks about this godly woman, and if she will, I can't remember the King James of it, sorry, but, you know, in other words, if you're a good godly woman and you pray for your husband, then God will take care of it. It's on you. All you have to do is be a good godly woman, in other words, keep your mouth shut, never say anything, don't question him, you know, and and because, and, I mean, it's, and then there's this, like, ending to it because you're, like, so spiritual and you can just, you know, love with the love of God, you know. And I was, somebody actually who should have really known better told me that one time. And what yeah, it, you know, it cut my heart. Yeah. What? Remember those simple answers that I told you they gave you in a local church? That's that's example right there. Well, they sure didn't make it sound simple, Dave. And, you know, it was coming from someone who had, I don't really know, but they had the appearance of a successful, happy marriage. And besides that, I mean, let's just be honest. I have always been trouble. Everywhere I've gone, I've been trouble. You know, one thing I did tell my dad a couple weeks ago was I said, hey, dad, because he was in a decent mood and there was an opening in the spirit. I said, hey, Dad, you remember my whole life when you always told me, ha, 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 when God made you, Heather, he broke the mold. Remember when you used to tell me that? And I didn't go into any details. I didn't call him any names. I didn't start raging at him. I was very mature. And I said, yes, Dad. You know, it's so funny because God really turned that around for me. And when he made me, he did break the mold because I'm very special. And I don't mean that like, you know, and I can't even do, I had a, a little bit better voice. I was really talking from my heart. My heart and my head were connected, and I turned, and I was very respectful in how I spoke to him because that's something that is important for me, that I want to always try to respect people and not lose my temper and call them a bad name. And besides, I I. I wanted him to hear me. I, I know he might not have, but and it's not a contest. I'm not trying to get anything over on my dad. Um, he did hear me. He did try to um, flip it again and say a couple shitty things to me, but it was like he had no air in him. He was a a flaccid balloon going like that. It, But I came, my heart was in the right place. I wasn't trying to be mean to him or start anything, but I was standing yeah. up for myself. And I, my heart, because, I mean, this, and this gets very complex, I'm, I'm sure, but I love my parents. That has never been a question for me. That's always made it harder. And when I became a, a Christian and started getting more understanding, and then when I had, you know, repressed memories come back after my, my husband left and then all the childhood stuff started, I mean, I knew, but I didn't really know. And and I've had to work on, like, so, so many things. But, and I don't think, you know, I'll preface it by saying, you know, I'm searching my own heart at the moment. I do not feel it is an unhealthy thing. I feel it's actually a very, very normal thing 
that regardless of our age, we want our parents, like our friends or our siblings, we want them to hear us. I know that it is an issue. I know I've had a real issue with this because, because God told me a long time ago. He said the reason why you'll handle things this way or whatever, I'm not going to go into all the things, but in, in different situations, interacting with people, the reason why you, um, like, I'll share this one with you, Emily, because you'll probably like it. Yes, I, I am female. I do like to talk. I also am super isolated and don't talk at all. So go figure. But I do like to talk to people. But I know sometimes I talk too much. I'm not saying you do. I'm saying I do sometimes. And it's embarrassing, but it's because it isn't something I'm consciously aware of. It's because I must have a vast chasm inside of me because I was never heard. In my family, and then, of course, yes, it does get repeated in some relationships, but I haven't, you know, I was I was married once, and I've had only a couple friends. If I'm in groups, I'll only speak usually if I really feel the Lord has, you know, like, this is all new, talking on the phone. I'm doing pretty good, I think. But, um, you know, I it's so like, so you're empty. Not only did the world disconnect us from our own hearts, and we've been retrieving them and being reconnected with ourselves, we're... I remember when I started back at fellowship one time, I was told, well, you've reconnected really well with yourself, haven't you? And I was like, yeah, I have. You've helped me so much. And and then I hear, but this reconnecting with others is difficult, isn't it? This It's like a dance. And so, you know, and then I got a whole visual on that, and I heard music in the background. It was really cool. And I go, yeah, dancing with other people is probably really hard. I don't know. I don't I don't dance with other people. So I don't know. I never hear. I never took ballroom dancing or anything. And my wild party days for a couple of years there, I used to go out dancing, but, you know, back then nobody nobody touched. It was the 70s, and people just danced by themselves in couples, you know. But um, so, yeah, we're, we've all been on this really, really long journey, you know, a lot of us longer than others. But um, just, Guy, Emily, just, you know, you're such a wonderful I don't know what to call you, lady. Uh-huh. You're so cute, sister, female, little sister, young lady. You can call know. me Minnie Me. No, <laughs> I I have such a sense of you, but yet I don't. I, you know, I don't really see it. But you you feel That's you so feel cool. really young, so but cool. then you then you feel really kind of some parts feel. I'm really thirty-seven. Old. That's a good age. I'm thirty-seven. That's a good age. You're still you're still young. I actually just turned thirty-seven. Yeah, I just had a birthday. Aw, a sparkler on a piece of birthday cake for you, dear. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, just that's, you're just so full of so many things that God's given you. And and you have, the, so you have the joy of it, and then you also have all this wisdom. But then also, Emily, you know, you know this is true. You have things that other people, they just, right now, they can't comprehend it. You know, and yeah, it's sad. You know, I mean, when when Star got a new boyfriend and like totally ditched me, and like, okay, sh- she's seven years younger than me, but we were like both older than you are right now, okay? So like, I didn't even think that women were still doing that kind of crap to each other. Oh my god! <laughs> I thought totally. we were going to be friends for like, you know, sitting in a rocking chair, you know, telling yeah. each other dramatic stories, and you know. Maybe eventually we might each meet somebody or something, but we'd include each other in our lives. And 
and she she ditched me for a guy. Oh, and then when gosh. I called, and then when I called her on it, she and now I'd handle it differently. But of course, I was really hurt too, and I got really upset, and I yelled at her. She came up here to the new house after we moved, and she acted like nothing had happened. And I'm like, and I wouldn't have cared. But what I was so mad at her for was because I'm like, you are a person with high standards, morals, character, integrity. And for God's sakes, you taught me about repentance. You taught me stuff that I've never even met anybody in my whole life who knew these things. I always felt like a weirdo for thinking about them, you know, because we've we've all tried to fit in and compromised ourselves at, at times and then, you know, hated ourselves and had to come out of it and go, what was I thinking? I didn't know the cost was going to be that high. I mean, she was the one who had this great, great understanding on love on she used to tell me my god heather you you have risked risked your heart time and time and time again and it's and and she wasn't like she there was nothing i had nothing to give her i was i was still sick i was better i'd had that partial healing but I was, you know, she never knew me when I was well, when it was like fully me. Otherwise, I would have kicked her little butt and put her in her place a little <laughs> bit more. I would have. I would have. And, um, but I couldn't because I didn't, I didn't have it in me. I, so much of my energy and my, my, my life force was, was low to non-existent on some days. But that's why it was such an affront to me because she affirmed and then elaborated and taught me things about all those things I mentioned and then she was denying all this she was showing lack of integrity lack of character she was she was lying she and then she turned it and put it on me but I saw her I I had known her for three years which isn't a huge amount of time but I saw how she interacted with her family I saw how she interacted when her husband of 25 years had left her she didn't Okay, she did flip out a little bit there, Dan, and that's when things started changing. But I wouldn't even say she flipped out. You know, I've, I've seen people flip yeah, out. That's weird to me. How some, it doesn't. It, yeah, some people they can just. I don't know, man. I mean, well, here's for me, here's, like, here's where it lies. You know, if if you said, "Well, do you still think she's all those things?" I'm looking right now. I'm, I'm looking in my heart, and I'm I'm doing my thing or I'm looking out in the spirit. I can do that too. And so I'm going to say this out loud to myself for the first time. Yes, all those things about my friend Star, my old friend Star, they were true, and I I believe they are true. At times I have wondered. I haven't been gripped with fear, thankfully, but I've thought about her again a few times in the last couple months, and I'll go, I'll feel something, and I'll go, Lord, what is it? And then I know it's her, so I'm thinking about her. And I'm like, oh, it's probably nothing. I'm sure she's fine. I'm sure her and her boyfriend, I heard they got married. You know married, what? But I bet you, I bet you. Okay, first of all, I bet you, I bet she misses the heck out of you and thinks about you probably on a daily basis, at least once briefly. Um, and second, um, I bet it wasn't the boyfriend. I bet it was that she had to cut you out because her, the truth was being, like, her her freaking, her mask was being 
you know, it was starting to fade, like, so she couldn't cover up her freaking... Well, you know what I found anymore, with you know? a lot of women? She's to get I, rid of you because you can't see it, you know? She didn't want you to... I mean, it's kind of... There, but I think that was caused because there seemed to be... I think this is generally true, but I'm not really sure because I don't have a lot of experience. But um, there seems... I've known a, a handful of women who, when they get a man in their life... This, that's what they do. Yeah, yeah. They can't be yeah, married, and they can't even be dating a guy. But people that can just friends. walk away like that. Huh? People that just walk away. You know, people that can just, like, walk away and stuff, like, from people. That's a really, that's a personality I don't think I'll ever understand. You know, like, I had a roommate once. She was a, became a really good friend, and then out of the blue, she was gone. She packed up her stuff in the middle of the night and was gone. And, like, she was a really good friend of mine. I, I know there can be people that are really evil and malicious, but I, I you know, I, I may have later found myself in a couple of relationships with people like that. Like I dated a guy once who he had PTSD, but I mean, like not like where it was. He probably had more than that because he used to have huge personality changes, and then I found out, you know, really scary things. And so it's like, oh my God, you know, the prophetic person was duped. I'm so ashamed. I must go up in the wilderness for two years. But first, I must get out of this horrible, scary, just rip you apart thing. And then, you know, you beat yourself up for a long time. But, you know, you get through it and, and whatever. But, you know, and I'm not going to make it all flowery like, oh, I'm a better person. No, I wish I could have seen that one coming for sure. You know, but um, there's something, I can't see what it is, but, you know, like with her, when she approached me at fellowship and said, I want to be your friend, and I also want to ask you to pray for my husband, and I also want to apologize to you, because God told me months ago to humble myself and come and talk to you about what I'm going through because no one knows, and I want to do that. Would you talk to me tonight after fellowship? And so she came over and told me everything that was going on with her life, and her husband had left after 25 years and, you know, all this, like, really, really heavy stuff. And I remember it wasn't so much anything she ever said, but I used to see it sometimes. I'd say, like I'd listen to her talking with another lady at fellowship or a couple of other gals, you know, and it's, it's hard. I'm trying to, I'm trying to find words for what I see, what the feeling is. It's almost like some people don't have room. I don't, I think with some people it could be, you know, especially when you're really young with, with women, they're afraid Like you won't take my boyfriend or something. I do the black chick thing. You won't take my man, you know, but that's the thing when you're really young. I don't really think I ever had an experience like that. There's, well, I just think there's really something wrong with women. There's really something wrong with everybody, but I'm a woman, so I can say that. And I'm not being mean because these are women I have loved. And I have cared about them, and I've cared about their children, and their children have cared about me. And so there's this this forging of the heart, because how how can there not be unless you're superficial? And I might have moments where I seem giddy or immature, or like you said, people think you're shallow or you're stupid. You know, I don't show that too much because I'm just I don't have that area in my life anymore. But if people would see me bobbing around in my backyard, they might think that I'm 
you know, oh, she must be one of those special people, you know, because I have fun and I do trippy things. I do what feels like me. It's just me enjoying me or me with animals, you know. If I had little kids around me, I'd probably learn to have fun with the little kids because I love the little kids. At least I used to. I don't know. I don't because I'm so different now, but I'm not so different. I'm still me, but it's just been a long time since I've been around small children. And But I so used to enjoy them and how they made me feel and what they taught me and stuff. But it's like starting to have the room to have me as a friend and have her boyfriend. And it wasn't just the, oh, she's in the you know honeymoon, I'm so in love with him stage. Because she never talked about that. She never talked about Randy and say, maybe I say names, about her husband. And I thought it was just because they were having problems. But then when she met this other guy after you know, her husband had left and he was with someone else and blah, 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 so she was free. And it's like... It's like they, I don't know, it's like I'm looking into something that's blank and I'm trying to see what the heck it is. I'm, but I'm, I was so shocked because she never impressed me as that type of, of a woman. You know, yes, she was quiet. Yes, she had a tendency to be stoic at times. But she also was the same person. And one time when I was talking, we were having coffee, sitting out at a cafe outside. And all of a sudden I looked at her and I said, oh, my God, what's wrong? Because I realized this stoic, quiet person who didn't go all over the place like I did, um, she was crying. She was weeping. She was sitting there, just tears pouring down her face. And I said, what's wrong? Is it is something going on? With, with, you know? <clears throat> she was crying because of what I was telling her. Because I, I don't even know what it was, but I really touched her heart and moved her. And, you know, so I don't know. Maybe that was just... You know, for me, I I refuse to be stupid. I refuse to be naive, especially when God made me look it up about 20 years ago and said, don't ever call yourself that word. Go look up what it means. And it something cut me inside and I went, I will never say that about myself again. Because, you know, we learn, these, we learn language. Well, you know, sometimes I'm just naive or sometimes, no, no, no. Mm-mm. I may be a lot of things. I'm not that. I don't get bad jokes like you, Emily. My dad went to tell me a joke the other day, and though he will mock me and make fun of me sometimes, and then he punished me by saying, fine, I just won't tell you. I said, Dad, do not tell me a dirty joke. One, it's embarrassing I'm your daughter, and number two, I never get them. (laughs) He has some good jokes. It really hurt me, you know, being raised and having the issues I have, and here it's my dad, and he's telling me a really inappropriate joke. I don't want anybody telling me inappropriate jokes, thank you. (laughs) Gee, it's not funny anyway. Yeah, that brought me a lot of joy, Dad. So. Hey, Heather. Yeah? I'm surprised that this happened, but the show just ended again. And right before that, Emily uh, left. I think her phone died. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to. Well, I, think well, I hope did. she got some of that. She's such a tender heart. I can tell. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was going to ask you um, on the show um, to describe these layers, but we'll have to do it later. Um, I've never heard of this before. These layers in the sky? Emily was aware of it, so I'm going, what? Oh, yeah, lots of people are are um, aware of it. There's a guy, um, 
I don't really know who he is. I mean, I, I don't, I've seen his comments and stuff, and I recently went and looked at his channel. His name is 5D Mike Alpin, A-L-P-I-N. And so I don't really, you know, like there's a lot of people, he seems like a Christian, but then it seems like there's some other stuff mixed in there. But I'm not, you know, talking to him or anything. Um, I've just been checking out some of his videos because when all the new spraying that happened last week that I was looking at up here the very next day. And I knew his name, but for some reason I just went and looked at his channel. I don't even know why. And I went, that's what it looked like. Yeah, the layers, if there's if there's any kind of, um, you know, if they're doing any kind of weather manipulation, like bringing a storm in or taking a storm out. Um, I stood a few days ago just... <laughs> I'm still amazed I get dumbfounded. I open the garage because I'm having my morning coffee. I'm like, oh, where's my sunglasses? And, oh, it's pretty cloudy. And there were, see, it still, it stuns me to talk about. There were just, and I'm going, okay, I've seen like two, maybe three layers. How many layers are there, Lord? And then I walked out further and I looked straight to the west and there was this ginormous cloud, and it had dark in the middle. It wasn't a black black. But it was like black hidden inside this grayish-white cloud. And it was really, really big, and it was super close. And I knew they'd been geo, geoengineering because they have been watching what's been going on on the coast of California from this other guy's site who shows all the the radar and the modus and all these things I'm not familiar with. So I, I'm, I'm trying to learn that and understand it a little better. Um, and lo and behold, I stood there and I, I went, oh, wait, it's moving. Oh, it's, I watched this huge cloud. Not only it was continuously changing form, I mean, like a lava lamp or something, it's, it also began to, it broke apart in front of my eyes and started disappearing. And it was huge. And I'm looking at the black stuff because I know it's something else. I'm not sure if it's, you know, coal ash. I'm not sure if there's a spaceship in there. I'm not sure. You know, it could be all the bub. I don't know. And I'm just amazed. So when I get that amazed, I just was talking out loud, going, that's, that's unreal. And then yesterday I looked and there were some really cool looking clouds the other direction in the west, and I, they were stationary, but there were layers. And then I saw this thing like it was cloud material, and I couldn't see all of it, but it, it had the appearance of like when you've seen those, those funny old clips from the Loch Ness Monster. It didn't have the humps on it, but it was this long, it had to be long because I stood there and watched it for like a whole minute, moving in between these two clouds. The rest, I mean, they were all munched together, but there was like one cloud behind much bigger and then one touching it right in front. And I saw this thing moving and I thought of the, the little gal, Renee. And I thought Renee would be, would be going, oh, there's a serpent, there's a serpent. She actually sees stuff. She doesn't, she's seen I, I don't, I'm not real sure what level to call it or whatever, but I know she has seen things with her spiritual eyes. I know things are being shown to her. Um, and, I, you know, I, because I'll look at things and use my own discernment and stuff. So 
Um, you ever see uh, clouds in the shape of things? Like, like it's really obvious in the shape of something. Lots of triangles. I saw one the other day. I haven't seen any in a while. I saw I mean, a really like, fat one. A horse or something or a face or something like that? Oh, the faces, yeah. You know, those, those are kind of like me seeing the air. I don't... What I'm actually talking about, I know that people see things just like you can wake up and you stare at the ceiling, you see, or even a rug, and you see like a shape of a human or something like that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking no, about pericardial or whatever. What they're, it's doing, what they're doing, they're actually creating these artificial clouds that look like these things. And they can change when you're looking at them. Like, you know, about, I don't know, four years ago when. Uh, this guy Johnny, who lives in um, he lives in Baton Rouge, like right outside of it in a suburb or something. So he's he's in the southern part of Louisiana, and he used to do sky. He he quit doing all that. He's he's into other things now, but he used to have the best videos. Cause, and he was the one who I'd never heard anybody call it the magic smoke. And I loved his excitement and his passion, and he'd talk when he was making the videos. So just what he was seeing and what he was feeling. And he'd be going, look, 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 it's changing. Look, you guys see it? And he'd say what he, what he was seeing. He, it was obvious. And he'd go, God, look how fast it's changing. Now, now it's a dog. And, I mean, this wasn't anything you had to look for. And, yeah, everybody's been seeing the wicked, evil faces. I don't know. I think, I think I, I've just changed. And I... There's possibilities of what all that could be. Many, I think. Well, maybe not many, but a few. And I think maybe I've just... I want to see what's behind all of that now. That's what I'm looking for, Dave. I'm looking for God. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm looking... We're not... So we're not We're not on the air, right? The show no. ended. There's nobody yeah. else on the line? Yeah, just you. Okay. So... This was really trippy. Last night, um, well, it was like really early evening. Cause I think I picked Aaron. I was trying to remember what our schedule was yesterday. It doesn't matter. Anyway, I got, I, I got really tired, and I shouldn't have been. I didn't have an early day like today. It wasn't as early. And all of a sudden, it was like it was a really peaceful feeling and everything. But I remember thinking to myself, geez. Why am I so tired? It should be hours before I get this tired. And and I started to fall asleep. And I've always really been aware of this. It's like I used to purposely put certain radio shows on if I was really tired and I, I knew I needed a nap. And I could listen to the radio show and I could sleep and still sort of hear the radio show, you know? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Well... But it wasn't like that. It, I thought it was going to be like that, but I completely, I, I fell asleep, but yet I was really, really aware. And sorry, it's just I can still see it, and it's really funny. And I spoke to myself, going, "What? Why are you seeing that? I'm waking up." And what I saw was, it was like I was still sitting there, except I have like a built-in desk in my kitchen, and I'm not by windows. But I was still sitting there, but it was like all of a sudden a window was like right to my left, only it wasn't like I just have regular old windows. This was one of those windows that has panes in it, you know, mm-hmm. like they, they put them in really old houses, but now they put them in the newer houses. 
I can't tell you what he looked like because I could only see this face, and it was a man, but it was like something a little child would do. And he was—he didn't have his face pressed against the window, but he was really, really close to it, and he was smiling at me, and it was Chuck. And that's what tripped me out. I'm like, what? I don't even know what Chuck looks like. I don't. Okay, am I just like, am I really tired? I don't know what's going on. I'm waking up. I'm waking up. <laughs> I, I wasn't scared. It just. And the look on his face, it was, and he was looking at me through this window pane. I wouldn't say that on the air. I'll say a lot of stuff. But I, and I was like, oh, I guess I'm glad I don't have his phone number because I might call him and go, I'm really sorry to disturb you. I know you're probably really tired from working, but were you like looking at me through a window pane? Like, what are those things? Is that, what is See, so I'm doing like, you know, Emily, what? It must mean something. <laughs> I don't, I've never seen Chuck. I've only talked to him twice. Um, I got so excited when he told me he prayed for me because of how I felt that I listened to him tell me what he saw when he prayed for Emily. But I'll, I guess I cut him off because I was so excited or something. Or maybe I couldn't handle it. I don't know. I wasn't aware of it till later because he said, yeah, I saw you sitting at, like in a computer chair. I don't know. So was there a residue of that memory? But <laughs> I kind of want to know, Chuck, were you looking at me through a window pane sitting at my computer when I fell asleep uh, the other night? Because it, it, didn't, it didn't seem, it wasn't evil or wicked. So come on, tell me what you think that was. Was it just a trick of my mind? Was mm. it like, was it something real? Was it? It's hard to say. Oh, you always do that. <laughs> it's no. It, well, okay. I'm sorry. It's hard for you to say, Dave. Okay, that was maybe a little mean. I didn't mean it to be. But I have this conversation, you know. Yeah, Dave and his segues. He always segues. <laughs> like, just your opinion. I'm not asking for it in blood, <laughs> you know. It's just like, but don't you think that's strange? Yeah. What do you think it is? What do you think it was? I don't know. Because there's like two things. One, my state where I know I had something playing, but I, I couldn't hear it, but yet I was so... I was so aware when it started happening, and then I'm like, "Why is Chuck looking at me through this window pane?" So, and I, so how do you, how do you talk about it? It was like it was I was dreaming, but I wasn't dreaming. I don't know. I just thought, okay, well, I'm just gonna kind of shelve it and try not to get too excited the next time I I talk to Chuck and and I want to ask him if he can tell me or if he would tell me or if he feels it's okay to tell me what what he saw when he prayed for me that day. Because mm-hmm. cause I started thinking about what he told me about Emily and I, I want to know if he kicked somebody's ass for me. <laughs> Did he, like, take care of some business for me? Um, and I just thought, well, that's the closest category because, I mean, that was uh, really interesting way he was saying he did you know that he can i don't see i don't have the language for it so it it sounds kind of um i don't want to sound like 
I had a new age person. And then and then you know, I was thinking if I can retrieve this spot. I was walking through the house doing something, probably picking up something, trying to clean or something. And I hear I hear and see in an instant what takes me so much longer to say, which is, well, you know, when you when you pray, when you have prayed in your life for other people, you know, because you, you had just mentioned this today, you know how you feel like it's real and like you're, you're there with the person or they're there with you? Like, I'm just praying in my kitchen and I'm, I mean, I didn't feel that when I was praying for people last night, but I, I have felt it quite often when I have prayed for people. Um Maybe it's maybe whatever it is that you're doing, or I, I'm not doing it. It's the way the spirit works through me, is really similar to what Chuck was telling you. It's just that he has, um, I don't know, more visual or more. Um, I don't know. I don't know the word. Because I know there have been times when I have. I remember one time. I was praying for somebody. It, it was Dennis Potter. It was years ago. It was at the old house. And I saw him stand. I didn't, I didn't see him. But it was like I felt him. And I actually, I put my hands out because I was praying for him for something with his body. And I remember, like, can I put my hand right here on your body? And he's like, yeah. You know, I felt it was okay. I don't know if he said, I didn't hear him say yeah. But I, and I was doing it. I was like acting it out when I was praying because I had to. I'm like I can't touch him. I don't. I don't think I even knew where they were living back then. And so those. That's my things when I say it's really real. So, and I'm. You know, I'm cautious. I. 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 I want to understand. I want to hear things he experiences. And then sometimes I'll hear something like you get these little things. You you drop in little things during the show. Sometimes you know, you just drop them in. Usually going kind of fast, and sometimes it like doesn't. At least the way I hear it, it I could see where it kind of went with what people were talking about. But like, there's this huge space that would need to connect it, and you just will drop it in. You'll just drop it in. You, you did it a couple times, at least once for sure, because it makes me laugh. I go, "Oh, Dave's doing that little thing. He's, <laughs> he's dropping that thing in there," and and then I laughed again because I go, "Yeah." He knows exactly what he's doing because even though he goes, well, I don't know. What do you think? Here, I'll put it back to the talkative woman because she'll fill in all the spaces. Spaces, but and I mean, I guess that's I guess that's okay. You know, I try to figure out like why you do that. You know, and then I you know and I come up with a couple possibilities, and then one of them is like you know a really trippy movie or something where it's like. Because he's having all these wild experiences, but he can't tell anybody about it yet. And he's just knows all these things, but he can't talk about it yet. And I'm like, well, yeah, that's, there's a possibility with some of that, but then, you know, you're, you're a person too, right? Yep. Yeah, and then I'll, I'll think about, like, you know, so, something else you said and, like, you know, a story you told. You did really good. You you to, told a couple personal things on the Saturday night show. Mm-hmm. I was really bummed after the show. Was, Why is that? I don't know. 
Oh, did you talk about that? I talked about that with Emily, but I was really watching what I was saying. I Uh felt that the week before, too, but not like I came out here. I brought the bottle with me. I came out here, and I rarely do that. And I forgot I, I had, I'd only had like a quesadilla earlier in the day, so I did pay for that a little later. But it was okay, and then I went to bed. I was fine. I was fine in the morning. But I was sitting here, and I'm just, I'm talking to myself, you know, so I was pretty quietly. The neighbors are all in bed. I'm like, why does this upset me, Lord? I feel so upset. And I couldn't tell you what you guys were talking about, but I know you were talking about something that I was really, really listening to mm-hmm. and that I was trying to understand and I was like really getting into it. And it makes me feel just, it's its like somebody just, it's like you get cut off. That's how it feels. It's like I drop. And I, yeah. don't, I don't like how it feels. And then I felt really lonely. <laughs> and then I'm like, Sad. you know, um, the second to the last show that we did, I think God might have done this or an angel, but it, it ended uh, at a perfect place. It was just at the perfect word. Like it's a period right there. And uh, so um, that was really weird. But yeah, I, I was just thinking about that today. I was wondering, you know, what is it like to sit there and listen to that? And then all of a sudden the silence. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Especially it was like, if you were I'm talking about when it's live, because I listen to the show myself, I have to. Uh, edit. I don't listen to everything, but I have to listen to it to evaluate it because I can't evaluate it when I listen to it. I, I'm a horrible. Right, I, I, right. It, it, it happens almost every time. Uh, I didn't think it, that last show was. I wasn't didn't impress me at all, but I listened to it last night and I was just going, "Whoa!" I didn't. I felt um, sluggish at my end. I felt like this stuff before, and it, but it doesn't come across on the show at all. I was talking at a fast pace, mm-hmm. and I'm going, "Wow, this is really good." I mean, it's really high energy, you know. Mm-hmm. But it didn't feel it didn't feel any energy at, at my end because I felt tired. See, but it doesn't uh, it doesn't carry over into the show. People can't tell that I feel tired. I'm able to. In fact, no. I fell asleep while watching that show. I just fell asleep. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've never done it before. Usually I stay up for hours after a show, but I was—I think I needed some sleep. So <laughs> definitely, but I mean, yeah. you know, it's—it's it's true. I and I hear it, and I'm—I I'm, analyze it, um, because I'm trying to understand, you know, like everything. Not not as much as Emily. I have a little bit of grace, uh, more grace, I think, with age. But I think about things. I, I don't purposely do it. Things just pop in my head, you know, something somebody said or, you know. That's why I said I'm going to have to start writing things down because, you know, and I'm not used to this because it's been so long since since people said much anything that I would even care to remember. And then if I did remember it, I wouldn't, wouldn't want to even think about it, you know. So it's really cool. But I... I know somewhere lately I thought, and like don't like don't do the like old church thing. But for me it made sense because I'm like, yeah, well Dave's told me this. What, what you just told me, you, you told me in, in a kind of different way another time. And so I'm I'm analyzing it because I'm like, I'm sure because I was thinking because I think I even put it in the chat something about I don't know if it was I think it was two weeks ago. Like Dave's in rare form because you were just like, you were so happy and like so. It's you know it's things I can't explain. It's what I can hear in your voice and stuff, and what you're saying. And and I'm like, oh, 
And he says he's like so quiet and hasn't been around people. I mean, I, I believe you in everything. It's just, so then I thought, oh, well, it's been a really, 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 really long time for me. But I know times when I used to, to teach or like work with kids or, um, you know, um, like maybe just a small gathering where I'd be talking and um, all of a sudden I start talking about something. I mean, it's how it worked for me. I didn't even know what I I didn't even know I knew that. And it's coming out, or if I did, I certainly didn't know it that much. And it's coming out so well. And so for me, in my understanding, it's the anointing. And I think I've told you, I say it in my head a lot, and that is, and it's different. It's not like sitting in a church. I'm going to teach you the word now, people. My little sheep. It's not like that. But what I what I hear sometimes what I say is, I love it when Dave teaches. Oh, I just love it. <laughs> and then I always am kind of like amazed because I'm like, I want him to know that. I want him to know that that, you know, that gift is what's very evident to me. But it's like, and I've never heard you know, it's been years, Dave, so I can't remember, like, when Dennis Potter used to teach, I mean, I'd have to go way, 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 way back, because it wasn't the same at church. I left that church. <laughs> it hadn't, I don't even think I'd been there a year before, <clears throat> excuse me, I had to leave. But when we all just sit around, and yet, yeah, we'd open our Bibles, and he, and when he would teach, he would just talk. But he was teaching. That's why it was so cool. And then, like, and when I talk with Star, we teach each other. It, and it wasn't, it just would happen. So, see, to me, that's the sparkles. I, like Emily, I understand a lot of Emily's language and a lot of how she talks and stuff. Um, she seems so young, but then she seemed old. So, you know, whatever her, I didn't really, I kind of wanted to know her age because it was intriguing me so much. It was almost like I wanted to pick her up and bounce her on my knee and go, "Hi, honey." <laughs> she's like this cute little kid, but I don't mean that image like she's immature or anything. She says this this joy and this exuberance and this sweetness and and so yeah, you know. And then I have empathy for her because I know she's probably had her butt kicked a lot. You know, when I first started talking to Connie, she was thirty three, and uh, now she. Oh, she'll be 40 in April. Oh, she's really young, too. Huh. God, so well, you have to you're 60, but what, they don't think they're young. <laughs> yeah, well, I know, because, like, that's how, when it's I got... Concerned to- about, they're concerned about aging. That's all they think about. They don't think about being young. They're too, they're, they're too concerned about aging. You know, the big four oh, I'm headed to the big four oh my god. Well, I wish I had something, you know, really wise to say about all that. Well, I can say this though, it's one of your your things that you um I think it was one of your things, it wasn't just like a short one. You started talking just a little little bit about um 
I haven't, I can't do you very well, Dave. You know, I can do, I know you do the little <clears throat> thing because I told Chuck and he started laughing. He goes, yeah, I know. He goes, and he said, you were on the phone, I think. I don't know if you were talking to Channing then or not. And he goes, yeah, Dave even does that when I've seen him in the spirit. We just started laughing because it's, for me, it's things that make me feel like I know somebody better. I find them endearing, you know, <laughs> like. Um, There's this little thing I do. When you are saying, God, it came out perfect with, with Chuck. He knew exactly what I was talking about. When you, when you say something, I don't know how to frame it, though. Or like, <laughs> there are certain things that you, when you talk about certain things, it's like, I have to give an analogy. Like, like if someone was being purposely sarcastic, uh-huh. usually people pick up on that. You're not being sarcastic. You're being serious. Okay. I, I don't know why you do it. It's it's sort of like you're joking, but you're serious. But you're but, and they're usually just kind of not that you're making a quip, but you're not like saying something really really long. You don't do it when you say your long things, and then you'll go. Sometimes you say, "Know what I mean?" That's uh-huh. that's when you say a lot. But you do this little. You clear your throat, and it isn't because I know you've had like a cough or something coming against you. I noticed it like from the beginning. I'm like. That guy says something, then he goes, <clears throat> it's, it's endearing. Okay. It it's cute. It's, it's, and, and Chuck thinks so, too, because, and, and it helps me to, like, read you. You're serious, but it's like there's, a, like, a little lilt, L-I-L-T, I think, lilt um, on it. So it's, it's sort of um, like a little, like a musical note, almost. I, I I don't know what to call it. I just always I always pay attention to it when you do it. He's always he's do, he's doing that thing. So then I try to to like look deeper into what you were saying. But you talked you were talking about what I can't talk about. So you were you were talking about Elijah. Oh. You dropped a little thing, and then you go. Some people like I can't I can't get close to it. I'm sorry. I, I'm just it's really hard to like try to remember all the words. And some people say, or no, because you said it definitely. You said, some, but it was something like, I don't think you said, well, I read in the Bible, or some people say, or something, something sort of like a little segue into it, that there's going to be, you start talking about youth renewal, the renewing of youth. But the, Psalm 110. Huh? Psalm Okay, well, but did you did you mean what did you mean? <laughs> that way, what, what, what it says in the NIV, it says you will you will receive the dew of your youth. Okay, speaking to now, whom? Or about, I think he's talking about Adam, but I can't prove it. That's that's what I think. I have to ask Chuck Angel about that one. I bet you I'm right. Okay, so you're you're seeing this. Specifically for a person. Yeah. See, uh, and I've told you this, but I maybe didn't do very well. I have seen this, and I mentioned it to you guys because that's what I do to poke in the spirit and to pull things because I want to understand it more. And if I have, if if I'm talking to anybody that I feel is, you know, in tune or prophetic or anything, I'm going to 
push and poke a little bit because I want to know what they think. Like, what do you think, Dave? You know, because because I want to know what you think. You know, I'm going to think what I'm going to think, but I want to know, if, you know, even if it's just a word or something, I, I want more understanding. I want more light. But I have seen this, which is why I said when I was feeling so good that one day, and there have been a couple since then, more, even since there were a couple after that, but then there's been a couple more, and I've been pretty mellow now for a couple of days. But um, except when I got upset last night when the show ended, or the night before last. Um, but <laughs> I've seen that for other people. I mean, in my mind, in my understanding, I just saw it. For the body of Christ, okay? So I would probably be redefining it at this point. But that's okay. That still, that still works with me. But when I was feeling so good that day, what I was feeling inside of my physical body when I was dancing in the laundry room, when I came home from take the very first day, when it, I, was, I was so high, I thought, am I going to get, like, really drunk in the spirit here? Because I can tell that's like another level, and lots of times my legs will go woogly on me, and it's it's really fun, and I enjoy it. And but I was just singing and dancing in the laundry room. But I did go peek at myself for a little, a little, just a little, little bit. It was dark in in the half bath that's in there in the laundry room, so I couldn't really see anyway. I just checked, just like oh joy, you know. And I joke about it because because that's how I have to communicate it still at this point. But um, I wasn't saddened when I took my tongue to see if my, my teeth had come in. But I, and I don't know how to explain it. But, Dave, I have seen miracle restorations. I mean, uh-huh. I really have. And how when I was in a lot of pain the, the first year after she messed up the one tooth and then within a month, Almost all the other work that I'd had done for a year and a half fell out. I mean, it must have been when I was sleeping because I was like, oh, my God, that whole crown came off. Oh, my God. You know, and it was painful. I couldn't eat. I lost a tremendous amount of weight. And um, I was in, I had mouth pain constantly because it was cutting my tongue up. I mean, it was really, it was really disgusting. And, and, you know, you, it was, I felt like I had been, abused and humiliated and paid for it and all that and I couldn't find any way to make it better and and so I just started seeking and I made my aloe strips and I put them in and they protected my tongue from the sharp places in my mouth where the the crown had fallen off and in another place and um then this thought came to me and so it's like over time, so just to say it, but I mean, so I'm, I'm condensing it, which makes it sound silly, and I don't want to sound silly, but it was like things like I'd, I'd be going to bed, and I'd be like, okay, can I even lay on my side? Is this going to hurt? Am I going to have to take some ibuprofen? What am I going to do? I'm trying all these things. And it was this thought started coming to me about something about being one day closer. I'm one day closer. And then I could see, and I could see myself waking up one morning, and I'm really calm when I'd see this, which I, I don't think I'd be calm. And and I'm calm because, like, it seems so, I mean, I know it's supernatural. I know something happened, but I wake up and my teeth are all restored. 
And so I would encourage myself. That's how I got through, you know, a lot of pain. And I don't, I don't have that many problems. But I thought about it last night because um, something was was bothering me. So I went and cut some more of my aloe vera leaf up to make some strips out of it. And then, um, and then a, a really mean and nasty, hateful thought went through my head so I had to battle that one for a second like oh you're so stupid why do you why do you even it's not even stupid it's like something worse than that I don't know what it is but um like why do you even care about this stuff you're nothing you're nothing you're like I mean and then it 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 almost is like you you couldn't even like find words and so I'm just like sometimes I actually will physically stop when that happens and sometimes I address it different ways. But um, so there's this fight going on where I'm feeling tremendous restoration and the mental attacks or whatever. I mean, for me, I learned something a long time ago. I just, I don't know because I haven't talked to you that much. Plus, you know, it's, it is really different talking to a guy. But... Um, I least feel like information can be helpful for anybody, and you talk to a lot of people. But um, you know, it's it's attacks on my personhood, it's attacks on my on my womanhood, and it's just, it's it's mocking. It laughs at me, and you know, it's like it and it shames me, sort, sort of like my dad, but it's not my dad. Maybe it's the same spirit. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't sense any evil spirits in my house at all. I don't know where those attacks come from. But at the same time, I've almost had to like remind myself to calm down because it's like, hey, wait a minute, don't get too excited here. Uh, you know, you've been through some major things. And, in, and I don't know, maybe this is like a nice demon talking to me or something. You know, unless God does some work on you, honey, you, um, you're not going to be able to be out in public anywhere. You're not going to, you know, if something started happening up here, um, like what are you going to do? Put your hand over your mouth when you talk? You know, um, it's just, it's, but the battles, even, even the battles, what I'm calling battles, they're really not. I mean, I feel, I don't know, I feel like I don't really care. But I guess that's easy to say, too, because I don't have to deal with being around people. You know, and I can run into a store if I forgot to put in my partial or something. And I mean, even with my partial, I I still got a problem because I because I another one that was crowned, and so like you know, so I get it. They're worried about turning forty, whatever. I remind myself of my age, and you know, you hear people say this too. When I was sick, I felt like I was I didn't feel like I was any age. I felt like I was dead, um, and I could have cared less about anything because I felt so horrible. But um, you know, I don't think it. I mean, I just, I would, I'd hate to run into someone I used to know and they'd go, oh my God, poor Heather, you know? And so we all grapple with these things. I don't think it's necessarily ego or pride. It it just is really, really difficult. I mean, you told me you'd had some issues, you know? And I don't know, Dave, because you've, You've never said, but um, I think you're like, you know, you're like this monk or something, you know, and sometimes I wonder, well, 
maybe there will be some kind of fellowship up here. I don't know. That's chick stuff. It's Emily's fault. She got me talking about too much chick stuff. <laughs> yeah, while you were talking, I was trying to think of a name for the podcast. I might call it like Ladies Night. <laughs> I put Valentine's Day in the title. Uh, Ladies Night on Valentine's Day or something like that. Because it actually was Valentine's Day. Uh, talk she was always on East Coast time. So. Oh, right, right. Uh, we oh we started about eleven o'clock, but most of it was on Valentine's Day on the East Coast. You know, my sister's birthday is today. Really? Mhm. Yeah, my sister. That we don't talk anymore. <laughs> I got two sisters that don't talk anymore. They wish me happy birthday in email, and that's it. Well, I was gonna like. Writer, I don't know. I was filling it out two days ago. I sent myself a reminder to to write her or call her. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. But um, I'll think about it today after I go to sleep because it's still my tonight. Um, and sorry, I was just thinking about Aaron's schedule tomorrow. And then yay, two days off in a row. Um, and it's not an early morning. So I was starting to think when maybe I would call her. I don't know um, if I would feel like it's okay to call her. But when you said that thing about Valentine's Day, it was kind of cool about the hearts. I thought you were going to go off on a bunch of Illuminati stuff, but you didn't really say that much. But it flipped something good in my heart because um, because my sister was born on Valentine's Day. And it's so... I can remember when I was married and stuff, my husband was just such adult. <laughs> he really was. And like... Did you say adult? D-O-L-T? See, uh, I think that's one of my mom's words. He was such adult. Not that she called him that, but that word. It's a fun word, dolt. He was. He just... <laughs> <laughs> he used to I, fall asleep at the oddest times. And, and it was demonic, Dave, because... His eyes would roll around in his head, and being married to him, I would be getting this really weird feeling. Like I felt like something was sucking on me, like from the side, sucking my energy. And like, going, God, why am I feeling so weird? And like, and how did somebody like me end up with somebody like him? It's like I must have been. Well, I was, I was much younger. I didn't know what I didn't know. I wasn't as in tune with my my giftings and stuff. I didn't understand them hardly at all. And I'd look over and his head would be going to the side, but his eyes would be rolling around in his head. And then I, I would want to scream. I mean, seriously. I've, if, but I always, you know, had to maintain. But I wanted to scream because it scared me so bad. And I was connected to him. And it would like pull at me. It wasn't because I was like embarrassed. So, oh, he worked hard today or something, and he's just tired. It was as soon as the word would start going forth really good or the spirit would start moving, and he'd be all, you know, and stuff like that. I must be having, it's like Heather's healing night or epiphany night, because I'm like, I'm like, I can administer to myself when I'm telling these things, when I'm hearing myself talk about it. I'm like, and I've talked about these to, you know, a few select friends over the years. And I'm like, well, honey, of course it scared you. He was your husband, and and you were connected to him. You're right. You were connected, and you used to feel all that shit that was around him. 
you know, I don't, I don't know how people do it today. I don't know. I love listening to Otto talking about his wife and his kids, and uh-huh. I think that's really neat. So, Dave, if we're not like, if you know, if the, if the big second exodus, and I actually did pick up that book and, and read in that book the other day a little bit, but um, what book is that? It's exodus two. I told you about it. The guy who wrote it, his name is, uh, oh God, I think it's it's either Steve or Stephen Lytle, L I G H T L E, and there's really, a book. Yeah, a book. it's a really yeah, it's, it's a. Sorry, you're cutting out. What? There's a book about the Second Exodus. Well, I told you about this, and I I told you this was when Aaron was a baby. So I know it was a really long time ago, but I guess I just didn't really think about how long ago it was. So I I'd been sitting out for a couple months by my computer, and I picked it up and I opened it up because I used to always write my name, my phone number, and the date I got the book. And it's like. And now I don't even remember. Shit, it was like, I don't know, 84, 86. I don't think it was the year Aaron was born. He was born in 82. I always remember going, oh, my gosh. And then I had written a scripture in there. So I wanted to look up the scripture to see why did I write that scripture. So, um, And I don't remember what the scripture was now, but I didn't get anything from that. But I wrote it there for a reason. So I first went through and I looked at all the stuff I highlighted. And I know I'd read that book many times because, because when I was telling you guys, I used to read this book and I would just start crying. I mean, like, face on the carpet, weeping. And I'd go, why does this book do this to me? I knew nothing about Israel. I knew nothing about, the, you know, the lost tribes. I didn't know anything. I knew nothing about, you know, I probably couldn't have even found Israel on a, a map way back then. Um, and I didn't care anything about it. There was not the push that came later whenever that was in the 90s with John Hagee and all those people, support Israel, you know, his face is shaking around and he looks scary. Um, you know, I'm pro, you better, I, I'd heard that, you know, you pray for Israel, we're supposed to pray for Israel. And I'm like, well, if somebody would like tell me why or what that means or what is it about Israel, if it was something that made sense, made my spirit go, doing something, you know, and come alive, a little light on it maybe, why? Oh, they're the chosen people. And then I'd sit there. But see, I was also taught that, you know, I wasn't taught I was a Gentile. I was taught we were grafted in, you know, Romans and Galatians and, you know, um, sorry, I'm stuck. I'm stuck on it. I have a question of Ephesians. But I always wanted to ask you, but it's, it's not it's not the time. Um, and and was the book of James. I mean, that isn't, I don't think I don't know what's in the book of James. It's been so long since I read it. But I mean. The book of James, I used to read that. It has a lot of, like, you know, character stuff and how you're supposed to be. At least that's what I always got out of it. And um, I heard you mention that sometime recently, too. And I'm like, I'll have to go look in James again because I used to complain. Oh, no, not the book of James. It's so hard. It's so demanding. (laughs) You require so much sometimes, Lord. But I always, you know, and all these people who talk about, oh, we're Gentiles and, oh, I hope I'm going to make it. And I'm like, I was never taught that. I, and I, I told you that one time, but we never talked about it, which I, I don't know how to say it, but I was always taught that we were the elect. Not like our group, but, and I'm trying to think, it's, God, it's been so many years. Um, 
and I've had to take out so much. Like like God said, sometimes you have to go backwards to go forwards, and that was probably you know twenty years ago, maybe more. And and undoing, He taught me about that. I had a lot of stuff. I, I saw things wound, and they needed to be unwound. And and I didn't know would I ever get wound back the right way again. I had no idea. It sure didn't feel like it. So I don't know, but I just I still I just want there to. Um, Oh, I just want there to be time. I think there might be time. I want to understand more of what you're talking about so I can see if if I agree with it, if it gets shown to me. I'm sure there'll be pieces that fit in, but I'll, like I always say, I only know what I've been shown, and I sure have been feeling it, and I, I appreciate you guys talking to me because... Obviously, it's it's helped, or just you know, I was chuckling to myself. I'm like, yeah, I'll tell Dave, call him therapist Dave. He just asks a question every once in a while, and then he listens and puts makes show notes. And oh, <laughs> it was funny when you were falling asleep though when we were talking. You're probably falling asleep now because it's I don't even know what time it is. I stopped talking. Are you there? Did you fall asleep? Okay, I guess I'm going to sign off. Boy, there's some nice-looking clothes out there. Well, I can't hear you anymore, Dave, so unless somebody got cut off. So that's always thanks for everything. Talk to you later. Good night.
clear? Together?
and then nighttime driving glasses, and they even have the little side things on them because the sun was so bad. When I'd be turning down certain streets, the sun would come in. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.